pen or a pencil or a character sheet? Yeah. First of all, I'm gonna oh, go and give you guys stuff. give you guys a little bit of uh, uh, leeway here. What you guys are doing is you're in charge of the seven, 117th uh, Tunneling Company. Oh, sorry, 179th Tunneling Company. Um, there are a number of jobs here that you can take. We have a Royal Engineers trained captain who's the head of the company. We have one, two, three, four lieutenants, I believe, and two sergeants. Your lieutenants are, let's see here, uh, an executive officer for the tunnel company. Uh, let's see, um, a demolitions officer for the tunneling company. A medical officer for the tunneling company. A, um, let's see here. I'll just take whichever one has the smallest, lowest size score. You'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, have fewer hit points. That's okay. <laughs> uh, we have um, uh, a number of, and we have a couple of listeners. Uh, the listeners were uh, specially picked um, soldiers uh, who were also often dragooned out of non non engineering units to uh, literally. literally be using what they called a geophone to listen for German tunneling. Um, it was these little things like like a stethoscope, except there were two plates, so you could listen in stereoscopic sound. And what they do is they plot the sound. I hear sound coming in this direction. Another listening post would hear sound coming in that direction. They do the math. They try and figure out what the Germans are by triangulating. I think it's going to be better if I'm down there and everyone else is more spread out and comfortable. Uh, okay. Because everyone's trying not to look at the GM's <laughs> books. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, that's not looking so good. <clears throat> yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know what. You lost your chair. <laughs> oh, chair's stand. there. Yeah, we should just play musical chairs. Oh, man. Loser goes insane. All right, um... You have a Scotsman. Yeah. All right, let's see. I have a former chief. All right, here we go. On that point, let me see. I want a Scotsman. All right. Uh, I have a former, let's see here. Uh, let's go with. Um, oh, I've, I've already picked out the Simpsons quote. Sheriff Sergeant David Winter, super, a former supervisor of the Manchester Sewer and Water, not Manchester. Uh, let's see here. Maryland, Manchester United. Kelly. Boyd Hart Nelson. I don't remember my nationalities. I know there's a Walshman in here because he speaks Walsh. <laughs> you want a Walshman? If you don't have a Scotsman. Alright. They're like Scotsman. I'll take is this the matter? No, they're not. Who's your Walshman? <laughs> I'll take one of the listeners. Alright. The demo guy been picked yet? Not yet. I'll take him. What's this guy? Manchester? Uh, he's the just one of the staff sergeants. Uh, oh, the civilian that they've had. I'll take the medic. That's, well right. so that's going to be useful. useful. Come, we know that yeah. somebody's going to get hurt. Right. Yeah. Well, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Well. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No idea. Have you ever heard him speak when he's not playing Demolition's on the American accent? Demolition's officer? Uh-uh. He's a demo. Actually, uh, uh, what's your name? Um... No, straight up. Is there one of them who's Captain got a smaller... Jones is... Uh, the smallest size. Yeah, she's like half Welsh. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. She's got the Welsh accent. All right, uh, that would be uh, Lieutenant Charles Hart, size 11. <laughs> He's dainty. All right. <laughs> Good God, size, el- size 11 is dainty? Oh, I'm size 10. Oh, okay. We are in the army. Oh. Well, this is true. Uh, having having bombs about... King's Army. King's Army, yeah. King's Army. 
king and country. All right. I said medical English. Officer. Yeah. Oh, but now I, I, mean, I if he's, the, if he's sorry, Welsh, I, I can't make the joke. Well, I see you Scots were okay. stingy with That's courage fine. as well. Um, <laughs> what else is left? <laughs> All right, we have one of the listeners. I'll take one of those. Is anybody else Welsh? Uh, no, no, this guy's going to die. Classical I Greek? It. You sense it? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is that the tunneling companies were actually made up, shockingly, of very few professional soldiers. They, the guy who envisioned these groups just went and got sewer and sewer workers, guys who are experienced in digging tunnels under cities, and miners from Wales and Cornwall, and they got engineers, they got archaeologists, anyone who put a spade in the dirt ended up being recruited, and very, very few of them uh, had any military training at all. I mean, they got three times the pay, three times the rum rations, the rest of the soldiers, and uh, no military training. <laughs> You give a little, you get a little. <laughs> yeah. God, I need to get this one. This is awesome. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Idea 85, Lux 75. That could come in handy. Idea 90, Lux 70, Rose Knowledge well, 95. Um, Idea 75, Lux 55. Right, I'm uh, totally going to Man, I know things. Yeah. <laughs> Civil oh. engineering, all right. I'm the medical officer. I'm hindmost. Nice. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, in the middle. <laughs> sorry, we're gonna have to Looks take. Like the, I'm a listener too. Sorry, we're gonna have to take the leg. Webley four. The Webley four fifty five is the only uh, automatic revolver. No, that's the Webley Fosbury. And in trench in, in the mud down there, uh, the automatic problem. The automatic thing could kill up. Yeah. However, I do have rules for the Fosbury and for the crazy four fifty five. Automatic pistol. I mean, like a semi-automatic. They made a. There's a photograph of it in here. It's a crazy. 455 caliber semi-automatic. Looks like this bastard, you know, Colt 45 and a Luger had a child together. That would be the lovely <laughs> semi-automatic pistol. God, nice. It's very odd. I think there's a movie on that. Library use 45. Oh yeah. That's gonna come handy. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Yeah, that's not true. Okay, sometimes, maybe you do know. Sometimes, sometimes you do know things. That's funny. Do I have seven characters? Name, uh, name the names off the top of the character sheets in case I... Le- lieutenant, now, is it Lieutenant or Lieutenant? It's lieutenant. Left, it's lieutenant left. Charles Hart. Okay. Le- lieutenant James Strachan. Second Lieutenant Tom Nelson. Right. Second Lieutenant Edward Moreland. Sergeant Mark Kelly. Okay. Uh, apparently I made up seven characters for this. That's fine. Well, if somebody <laughs> dies. Well, if Shane shows up. If Shane shows up, he'll take you to... <coughs> The sergeant or the captain, I'll probably keep the captain as an NPC so he can tell you to go do horrible, dangerous things <laughs> uh, that, he, that no sane person would normally want to do. Bully! Bully. Bully. <coughs> oh, damn it. One thing I forgot to bring with me was I, I, I brought it to the comm, but I looked back at my told him it was a book on the British Tommy, which includes a whole bunch of trench weapons, these horrible improvised weapons we would bash each other's brains oh, out I've with. Seen some of those. And one of the big ones is something called a... Um, is a weapon called a uh, uh, a push dagger with a knuckle duster. Ooh. If you will imagine, yeah. Ooh, if you will imagine uh, a set of brass <coughs> knuckles with a spike about that long sticking out of it, and it's very handy in the tunnels because there's no you don't have to swing it. Right. In a tunnel fight, uh, they also have a, a knife called a knuckle knife that was developed for the tunnelers, which is a picture of in the book, which is essentially a brass knife. Um, the handle you hold like this and the knife sticks out here and then there is a a piece of brass that runs down here and it's strapped to your arm 
so that you can't you can drop let go, it. but you can't drop it. You cannot drop it. And you can block with That's, this part. Exactly. That would be the knuckle lift. It, it just, I'm sorry, just, it's just the hand and the wrist. It's not that uh. far down. <laughs> just the bottom of the hand and the wrist. And yes, it's, it was not so much sharp as pointy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big, gigantic ice pick with a base about that big around. So. Well, that's good, because when you pull it out, it doesn't close up. <laughs> no, it really does. <laughs> now, um... This... Not that this will do any good against the kobolds. <laughs> or the that's all oh, you... Well, do, do you know where co- the world, word kobold came from? Is it one of the little people underground, like the Tommyknockers? Yeah, but it's connected to cobalt. Uh-oh. They oh, came no. from the same root. And you guys are in the blue clay, so you're probably going to die. Don't be giving them ideas. <laughs> well, so I don't think anything we come up with is going to be so a problem. If I so die, we're going to do in half an hour once we're all dead. In the, uh, um, <laughs> the secondary character. The secondary character <laughs> canaries. All right, now. If we still have a stomach for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, I'm the executive officer. You're the medical officer. I'm the medical officer. The demolitions, demolitions officer. officer. What does the executive officer do? Essentially, uh, so. you're just the guy who's on on duty when the captain is sleeping. Okay. Otherwise, it's, it's, you're dead. just another lieutenant. Um, okay. If anything happens to the commanding officer, you're now in charge. Alright. Um, essentially, it puts you on the pointy end most of the time. Um, although... Because uh, I'm trying to get him killed to take his, so I can take his job. Yeah. <laughs> What's that skill in the, the bottom of the third? Ah, oh, yes. Oh. I need to point that out. At the bottom of the third, uh, par- the third list of skills is so-called proto-set. A proto-set is this horrifyingly primitive contained air apparatus system for breathing in a uh, either a non-oxygen or, or a, a tainted environment. Uh-huh. And your worst danger underground in this horrible confined space is carbon monoxide. Apparently, it would get locked up in the earth after a, 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 a shelling and after a barrage. And if you're digging along into CO-enriched earth and hit it, like somebody had exploded a mine in the ground and you dig through the collapsed area of rubble, you'll free up the CO. It'll flood the tunnel. You don't see it. You don't smell it. You don't hear it. You the canary drops dead. You get giddy. And depending on the concentrations, you can be dead in 10 minutes because you're unconscious in 30 seconds. <laughs> it's that bad. The protosets are these rebreathing apparatuses that are in this, actually in this I book. I want to pull this out of my it's horrible and bulky and giant and uses nose clips so you only uh-huh. breathe through your mouth and it so is essentially like no skill in it I'm basically dead uh, I have no okay. skill in it either <laughs> I have well, 30 in it uh, there's, there are Nobody's specialized troops the proto man yeah. I have 60% in it and here I, are it's part of my here's what, the, here's what the sets look like over here the proto sets are stored underground yikes Near the tunnels. Yeah, you like that? That looks easy to get around there, right? Yeah, well, sure. Makes you look like a Cyberman, apparently. Yep. Proto-Man. It's worse than the early (laughs) scuba The war to end all wars. So I'm sure there won't be a second one after this one. (laughs) (laughs) We taught the Germans a lesson. We'll never hear from them again. (laughs) Um, The the proto-sets are kept in these uh, proto-dugouts, which are small, and I mean like 10 by 8 little chambers built off the main tunnel uh, as close to the, uh, the the work face as possible. Uh, and if there's a collapse or a cave-in or whatever, uh, or there's a CO incident, the proto-men put on the sets, they go down, they try and pull out the unconscious men as quick as they can. Your 
air supply on this thing is like about an hour, hmm. uh, 30 minutes if you're working hard. So it's not Jacques stuff. It's really a short supply of options. And uh, there are smaller proto sets. Uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but they, 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 they literally have, that are just escape sets that are kept in these, these dugouts that maybe have 10, 15 minutes of air. And then what we're, and as far as escaping goes, I gotta point out that these tunnels that are four foot by two foot, these are what they call assault galleries, which is what, you know, moving as far forward as possible without displacing the minimum amount of dirt. Um, they're hundreds and hundreds of meters long because they're going across no man's land. They start behind the British lines, go under the British lines, then come up under the German lines uh, and make it literally be, like I said, hundreds of meters long. Once you get to the end, the British dig out a huge room the size of about, about this, maybe six feet tall, and pack it with explosives yep. and a shape of sandbags at the bottom like a cone to direct the explosion uh. up and lift the Germans. You guys are currently part of an operation planned by General Plummer, commanding officer of the 2nd Army, uh, to do an, uh, an earthquake attack, as it was called, along something called the Messines Ridge. Now, I'll quickly to describe the geography, if you will imagine, the British lines are a bulge in the German lines. The German lines in this moon shape around it all have the high ground. And since 1914, have been dumping a steady supply of, of rounds down into the British lines. I mean, their snipers can actually pick off guys in the, in the trenches if they aren't deep enough. And for at least a year, they weren't. Until somebody finally noticed that maybe if it was another three feet deeper, uh, we wouldn't have as many guys going home without their craniums. The uh, date is March 17, 1917. You guys have been digging these tunnels under the German lines to plant 17 different mines totaling, I believe it's uh, 1 million it's like 1 million 300,000 pounds of ammonite explosive it's not quite a, it's, it's, a, it's not quite a kiloton uh, but it's big and when it goes off uh, which it presumably will no matter how this scenario turns out um <laughs> When it goes off, uh, it killed about 10,000 Germans. They're not sure. A lot of those are just MIA. Uh, they never found them. Um, the worst picture I've seen... Now, they got some pictures in here of these, these craters that are the size of this mezzanine area, you know, or bigger. They're now ponds in Belgium. They're now uh, on farm with these ponds. Um... And they're deep, too. They're like as deep as this mezzanine. You look at the... There's pictures in here. It like, looks like a cliff face that the Germans have built uh, sandbag positions into. These are the craters they retook. And then refortified. <laughs> All right? But the, the, the craters are like... The craters that are blown are like 20 meters deep some, in some of them. Uh, they're unbelievable. The one most... The most horrifying image I ever saw, which is unfortunately not in this book was an image of a German trench that slammed shut. The explosives went off behind the trench, and the trench just went... And there's this row of heads of guys whose heads were above the ground, but they were suffocated by the weight of the earth. Oops. 
Yeah. They're still finding bodies there. I have a friend who just went over two years ago, and uh, the French are still digging up bones. They said they they tried to find out if it's an allied bone because if it's if they think it's an allied guy, they'll actually go through the paperwork to, to get the. But the French will just throw the Bosch bones away. Yeah. Yes, they will. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's well. apparently a lot of a lot of paperwork. They just don't want to do it if he's German. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nice. Gee, why, why does that not surprise me at all? And what annoys me is that it's probably a World War One crowd, and what they're really pissed off about is World War Two. <laughs> I mean, A, they didn't win that one, and then B, they participated. <laughs> not that you can say that out loud, but... Uh, we were occupied, you were... De Gaulle is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Sorry, I... We'll leave, they'll leave the French during World War II alone. <laughs> Move on to the French of World War I who have backbones and spines and fucking gave it up. Well, let's get the, the proper out of their country. I'm impressed with the World War I French. Well, we need, well, we need the right mindset. Fuck the Germans. Yeah, fuck those dirty hoods. Well, you know, yeah. The, yeah. The, one I, the, the quote I remember about, you know, the, the whole French rolled over in World War II thing was, okay, yeah, um, imagine if every male above between the ages of 16 and 50 in California, New York State, Florida, Texas, and, you know, it's a fairly big section of America. So they're all gone. Because that's, you know, I'm, that's... That's really not going to bother... You really think all, everyone being dead in California is going to bother people in, in Wyoming? <laughs> well, I, no, <laughs> they stop, like, praying over that. Now try and assemble an army to defend against the Germans. Yeah. So. Well, come on, there's the Maginot line. That should have worked. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, they, they, they created the device that would have kept the Bosch out. <laughs> Actually, it wouldn't, it, have Bosch, it wouldn't have kept the Bosch out in 14 because the Bosch went around it, yeah. <laughs> even though it wasn't there. It, yeah, that's a well, stunning. It, it stunning did actually work. Well, they didn't actually go through the, the army Maginot was smashed. Line. But you know, when it comes to fighting the Germans off, the only people who fought the Germans were the dirty commies. I mean, true, true. Everybody, every, every, every middle class Frenchman said, "I think the Wiesenbombs might be Jewish next door. <laughs> Maybe you can take them somewhere." And the only guys who stood up and 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 fought back were really the commies. Who we immediately put out the pasture in '46. Right. Make sure that they can have nothing to do with the government, and you know we just put the Vichy guys right back in the driver's seat because that's what America does. Show America, us a show. fuck yeah! <laughs> show us a commie, and we'll find a bloodthirsty psychopath to be a bulwark against it. You know, it's like, like Papa Doc or uh, maybe. Saddam. Yeah, Saddam kind of Noriega. socialist. Noriega's another one. Yeah. Uh, the Shah. Daniel Ortega. Shah is another great bulwark. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Ortega in Nicaragua. Nothing could go wrong but propping well, up the Shah. No, it would be, uh, it would be Daniel. It would be um, Anastasio Somoza, our good friend, who was betrayed by his ungrateful people. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard that line from a guy. Hussein. Uh, President that, of South Vietnam? Well... Which one? I mean, uh, the DM, one who got assassinated. DM, yeah, DM. DM that we had done down, or Lon Noll. Who we? No, it wasn't, wasn't Lon Noll, was it? Lon Noll was Cambodia. He was the dictator. He was our military hunter guy in, in Cambodia. The only thing we knew about. Only we knew about. We didn't him. Do Pol Pot replaced Lon Noll. Lon Noll got rid of Prince Sihanouk because we thought he was a little pink for our taste. Yeah. And we got this guy who whose name was spelled the same way forwards as backwards. <laughs> Lon Noll spelled backwards is. Oh, okay. 
Lawn Knoll. Lawn Knoll. Wow. All right. So. Nah, history's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a learning like, like tapestry of villainy and infamy. <laughs> um, Sit down. So, anyways, uh, you I'm guys are, have been tunneling under Flanders <laughs> for the better part of 13, 14 months. And oh, it may be the major part of 13, 14 months, but I very much doubt it is the better part of 13, 14 months. <laughs> um, the, uh, the work is miserable. It's dark. Uh, the good news is if you're working the, the, the work face of the tunnel, it's actually electrified because a burning candle will suck up the oxygen of six minute rest. So they'd rather string an electrical wire up there and not eat your oxygen. They do have a pump system to get air up to the front, but because it's the British Army, the system to pump the water out and the system to pump the air in is all manual. There's a guy going, you know, pumping up the Join the Army, they yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. See the world, they say. Uh, one of my favorites is to pump the water out of the bottom of the big, deep, 90-meter shaft. Um... One man couldn't get enough muscle to move the water up. It weighed too much. So it's literally pumped up the shaft. It has a ladder running down into the bottom. Pumped it up to a deck where there's a, a big tub that's filled. And then it goes into that tub. Well, another guy pumps up to the next tub, to the next tub, to get it out. Because you couldn't draw an entire hose of water that high up right. with muscle power. So, yeah, it's brutal. It's primitive. There's no machine, nothing. When you dig a hole, it's shovel and pick. It's push-pick, in fact. The British developed a pick you use with your feet, which means you just you sit on it, you sit on your back, and kick with, use it with your feet on the end of the pick, and you guide it with your hands. It was incredibly efficient. The Germans just kept swinging a pick and needed more room. The British had narrow tunnels. The British kicked the Germans' ass in the corner. <laughs> they, they they set up more mines successfully. They detected more German mines. They completely dominate this aspect of the war. That doesn't mean that occasionally they don't blow you up. <laughs> um, but, or worse, uh, sometime in 17, the, one of these tunnels got overrun by a German counteroffensive. And when the miners came up, the trenches were filled with Germans, who then proceeded to chase them back down into the tunnels. Which were full of Germans. Which, uh, which, and uh, and the the miners had to hold the Germans off for two days until, while well, the Germans are tossing grenades down in there with them, until the British retook the the lines. Um, that's the kind of shit that happens on a fairly regular basis. Anyways, like I said, it's May seventeenth, and uh, you've been at this for the better part of the better part, uh, the <laughs> majority of thirteen months. The earthquake attack is literally within a couple of months of being ready to go to lift the German lines. The idea is to literally blow up the high ground so there is no more high ground anymore. That'll teach them to fight smart. <laughs> um, and therefore the British will to occupy that, 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 uh, that ground uh, and uh, in, in, anticipation, yeah, in anticipation for the third battle of Ypres. Uh, just the fact that there's a third battle of Ypres should tell you that the first two battles didn't go so hot <laughs> for the British. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't be fighting over the same fucking piece of dirt four <laughs> years later. Um, anyways, uh, 
<laughs> the people around you in this section of the line are mostly Australians and New Zealanders. They're doomed. Um, no, the doomed ones are the Canadians. Um, Passchendaele is the battle you guys oh, are preparing for. Good it's God. a load of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's, but we don't know any of this. No, yeah. You just no, think no, we you're don't. digging tunnels and Joking it's going to be a glorious game. victory for for king and country. That's Queen's dead. Long live the king. Now, where is... <laughs> you, you said, you know, um, close to a million tons of... A million pounds. pounds. A million pounds. pounds. Yeah. Well, we're not talking gigatons here. <laughs> no. But still, a million pounds... How many men are expected to tote all that around and get it in their seven Why position? do you think it took 13 months? All right. Uh, it's literally dragged... The cans are dragged down the tunnels by hand. It's like a fireman's carry. How many of us are there to do this? There is... There are multiple tunneling companies attached to the 2nd Army. Okay. 2nd Army, your, your company is only part 179th of... 179th tunneling company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should tell you how many tunneling companies there are up and down the line. All right, how many men are in a company? 120. 130. All right, so 139. There are, uh, the actual, I don't know what the, I can't remember what the actual numbers are, but there's something like, there's something like 13, 14,000 guys fighting the war underground. Damn. Should I be reading this? Nah. <laughs> I tried to save time and money by only printing out this, reprinting the character sheets people had drawn on, but I missed that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. All right. Got any spare paper I can write notes on? Because it looks like yeah, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Oh, he's got that. Is that going to be enough? Mr. Yeah. Notepad? We'll see. Yeah, see? Mr. Notepad. That's <laughs> <laughs> you. I'll shove this in your eye. Please don't do that again. <laughs> we were expecting to be hey, able to go back. Mr. Notepad says, die, die, die. That's what I was going to die. Oh, shut up. Some people have no what type of explosive are we using? Huh? What type of explosive are we using for this? It's a thing called Aminol. It Aminol. apparently was really good for um, uh, slow explosions that would move a lot of earth rather than, you know, create a lot of high-velocity shrapnel. Right. It comes in a big can, looks like a metal... <coughs> Uh, it looks like a metal gasoline can, right. literally with a cap. It's supposed to pour it in, you transport it around like that. Uh, you'll be happy to know that the explosive aminol is stored in your dugouts. Dugouts are the underground bunker complexes that everybody lives in when you're you know, within a mile of the front. Nobody's on the surface. All right? It's all tunnel complexes leading up to trenches, reserve trenches, Second reserve trenches, all within hundreds of yards of the no man's. Is it, isn't the shit that blew up on that ship in Halifax? Was it? No, no, that was an ammunition ship. Yeah, no, but um, you'll be happy to know that the aminol is stored in your dugouts as the floor. Wow. How stable uh, is it? What I what yeah, I have seen is <laughs> what I have seen is pictures where they literally put the aminol on the floor so that they, it, it covered every inch of the floor the cans did and they'd walk around on top of it. So it can't be that unstable. Oh, the no. ship was mostly cordite. And it's it's a powder of some variety. Um, <laughs> okay. They did have black powder too, which would be carried in bags, and they did have something called gun cotton. Oh, but, good God. Yeah. Nitrocellulose. Yeah. yeah. It, it's spread in nitro. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but Alan all was the best stuff. Until they yeah. realized it exploded. <laughs> it made what out of it? Billiard balls out of it. Yes. Yes. Until, you know... Out of gun cotton? Out of, yeah. Well, I saw that in A variant of the nitrocellulose. <laughs> yeah, they wow. did. They did. I mean, that was the first plastic. Yeah. Essentially. 
it's just well, the, you know you get a good gun break gun. and then it broke. Um, <laughs> 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 yes. A variant of it later became the first film stock, celluloid film stock. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we just... know how many movie theaters that burned down. <laughs> yeah. Did you, okay, were you so. watching James Bird's Connections? I've seen it before. Because he goes through that whole process. It's pretty cool. Right. So, day dawns, we're kicking the pit. Not that we would Probably. know because we're under, underground. Um, so. You guys are, uh, what I've done here is for all the, all the player characters are essentially the uh, officer and senior non-commissioned officers for the company. So you'll get a little more um, say in what goes on during the scenario rather than have to get bossed around by you know nebulous NPCs. Smart, However, yeah. since Captain uh, Boyd, the royal engineer in charge of this outfit, is uh, is an NPC, I'll use him to boss you around. <laughs> what did I do? With but Captain at Boyd? least get to delegate it. <laughs> you, know how to, you know how to salute? Huh? You know how to salute? Can we at least no, find no, the, no, uh, no. One way Canadian up, down. soldiers of the red shirt clan to? Uh, can we get some Canadian red shirts down here to die for us? <laughs> I mean, yeah. we'll be able to do that in a two-foot-wide tunnel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like you. Well, that's hey. the thing about the tunnel orders. You guys don't fucking salute. You guys were civilians for the most part. A few of you guys came from civilian engineering jobs. Um, a few, there's a few rural engineers. I'm a Cambridge man. You know, uh, at the top of the heap. This guy's actually a Scotsman. Most of these guys oh, who went to Edinburgh University. They got no training. They didn't get any training in military. How'd you get a Scotsman? They were resented for the fact that it's by real you get blown up. Yeah. units. Because, no, huh. they didn't salute. No, oh, wait, he was born in York. So oh, well, was, you know, uh, informal. Undisciplined. Was one of the and they got paid more, and they got more wrong. Hello, Governor, you fucking prick. Honestly, the rum was usually used to bribe other soldiers to carry the dirt because once you pull the spoil out you got to dispose of it and rather than do that hump job they would hand it off to line infantry in exchange for drum rations and not getting shot yeah nice nice um anyways they wouldn't shoot us they're saving their ammos for Jerry <laughs> um no. Jerry's World War 1 they don't right? get shot at Hey, Jerry, Bosch, uh, and Hun. As far as I can Hun and Jerry and Kraut are World War II. Okay. Bosch and Hun. Bosch, I've never heard before. It's oh, French, French, the yes. French. The French. Yes. Okay. Bosch. And the British yes. started uh, taking it from. Spoken in, a, in as unpleasant a tone as possible. Yes. Uh, if you can spit while saying it, yes, you're, that's you're doing even well. better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are working on a section of the <clears throat> tunnel. Uh, or tunnels, a branch actually of three different mines. Um, basically, <laughs> the setup looks like this. What do I do with my pens? Pen, pens? There's one right there. Basically, what you got here is you've got the front of the British lines here, and somewhere out here is the Germans. This is obviously going to be nothing to scale. Uh, several hundred meters behind the British lines uh, is a abandoned farmhouse, which was used as the place where the earth was broken to to start making the tunnel down, so the Germans wouldn't see them breaking earth there. Uh, they then dig a tunnel out under the trenches. That actually it actually goes not only under the trenches but under the British tunnels that are built for protecting and holding infantry, you know, just at the front lines. Uh, goes out into the into the no man's land, and there are. Like I said, there are like uh, 10 or 11 tunnel heads that have been sunk a 
along this front that's, you know, miles and miles long. When and you say a tunnel head, you mean opening to the surface? or you the, mean the opening to the surface. The, the and actual, those come up the actual, in the trenches? Those come up in the trenches or behind. Um, I always just call it a shaft. A shaft has been sunk in like 11 or 12 places. But that doesn't mean that each shaft leads to a single mine. Your particular mine actually breaks off into three different uh, assault galleries that terminate under the German lines in these huge caverns we've dug underground uh, that are being filled with explosives as we speak. Uh, <coughs> the, uh, the project's well underway, although many of the mines have been completed in this sector. Um, in fact, many mines were completed and then sat unfired for like six months while they got the rest of the mines set up. So you don't want to tip your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're probably not digging. We're probably just humping ammonium nitrate all the time. Yeah, that's one of the lots. That that would be the longest, almost the longest part of the job because manhandling those. Now they have set up in some tunnels, depending on the size, um, a rail system for moving dirt out and the explosives in. But once, but it's dismantled and taken out after the mine is ready to be fired, and they'll put it in the next mine. And it's a very narrow gauge rail, probably not much bigger than this book, with a little tiny car on it, that you can push in front of you, uh, which you'd load up with, you know, more weight than you can put on your back if you yeah. carry. Um, but that still, moving it around, moving it around underground is still done with pure muscle power. There's no fucking rope or pulley or winch system or any of that shit. It's just a guy pushing a little tiny cart. You know, Why no ropes? Because if you're pulling it on a rope, there's nobody there looking at it in case it tips over or falls over or if it went off the rails. The guy pushing it can just ride it and move on. If you're pulling it and all of a sudden the thing goes off the rails, you stop and go, see what the problem is. Yeah. Ride it and go. And the British had manpower to burn. I don't know why they didn't have any, why everything was manual. It, it stuns me. They'd rather have they used manual pumps and it was just worked in shifts you know guy could guy could pump a water or air pump for six hours at a time you could maybe do an hour but you just keep changing guys out doing that job and they, they had the manpower to burn for this wow. so anyways um machines are let's go ahead and call this your north seeking arrow here um you're at the tail end of the Ypres front of the Ypres salient the Ypres salient is basically shaped like this with the Germans on the high ground outside the city of Ypres, which is down in here, and it's just a fucking moonscape. I mean, after three years of, of the Germans pissing mortar rounds and, and, and uh, you know, uh, howitzer rounds, you know, it's just a moonscape, all right? It's Twilight 2000, but, you know, without the cooler guns. It's just a wreck. It's piles of rubble. Um, the second army... About once a month, you see a blade of grass or a daisy pop up. <laughs> But if it'll be gone the next day. sniper, I can't have that. <laughs> if, you, if you see a, a pit window pane that's not broken, break it, because otherwise you won't be able to stop thinking about it all day. <laughs> it'll just didn't, drive didn't you to distraction. Did Bill Malden do a cartoon about that? Yes, that's exactly things. right. What? Uh, Bill, Bill Malden's up front. Uh, World War II uh, uh, illustrated. Yeah, your cartoonist. Yeah, for uh, Stars and Stripes. Anyways, um... And this basically, this you know, this is north of the city, and this looking at it, right. um, a section of a building wall with a window. 
Captain Boyd turns up one morning and calls together uh, his senior his senior officers and his senior NCOs. That'll include uh, Sergeant Winter. Uh, he calls you guys into his dugout, and again, a dugout is a one of these British-built uh, bunkers uh, near the surface, maybe only 30 feet down, because uh, they dug them 15 feet down, but then there was an incident during a long German barrage where an unexploded round went into the mud and stayed there, and then another round landed on top of it. Wow. <laughs> and I drove it down. blew up a 15-foot deep bunker, so then they went to 30 feet. Um Captain Boyd brings you guys into his bunker. He's the professional soldier of the group who uh, honestly does not know as much about tunneling as the sewer workers and the miners and the engineers that are right here. But, geologist, archaeologist? Yes, <laughs> you're the geologist, archaeologist. I'm a geologist. Hey, let's chat about that sometime. <laughs> but he uh, he is the professional soldier of the group and is therefore in charge. Uh, uh, the captain is not... Uh, not Ahab or Bly, he's a, you know, a, been a reasonable officer, has cut you guys an appropriate amount of slack after he got used to the fact that despite not being uh, full of, you know, crisp salutes and, and yes sirs, uh, you fucking did your jobs. And all of the half-educated, half-literate Cornish and Walsh guys underneath you did your jobs with brilliant efficiency. Good God, he's... A, he, he's, he's... Same. Pretty much liberal. He's, yeah. never, he's never gonna. Well, get, it is the past. Royal Engineers as opposed to, you know, which is kind of a namby pamby service compared to, say, the cavalry where good English landed gentry go. You know. Oh, he's not getting higher than Captain. No, it's pretty much. He's. He'll be retiring at Captain. Yeah. That's right. Um, follow the man to hell and back, I would. <laughs> Anyways, you guys are and still have. in the process of loading these mines. Um, and it is a and it is a long process. And again. All while this is going on, uh, the tunnels are filled with um, guys whose jobs are to be listening for the Germans. There are irregular work breaks taken, so it's not an irregular pattern. So everyone stops, and they listen for the German countermines digging towards you, or any sign that they found you, because when you're down here, you're under the fucking crowds. All right? Good news is, I described that system where the British would take these steel rings and push them into the ground with a with a with a with a jack and shovel out the mud, push the next one in, shovel out the mud. The Germans never developed that, so they never got their tunnels deep enough. They're, 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 even their deepest tunnels were twenty meters above the British. Huh. Um, and the Germans never really figured out what the problem was. Before this attack goes off, the Germans sort of last word on the subject was everything's in a control, no sign of the British. Uh, they're clearly nowhere near our front lines. Two days later, um, but uh, you guys have, like I said, completely dominated the, the underground war as it were. But when you're out there, yeah, you're right under the crowds. Uh, it is a little, and so and everyone's always aware that they're right under the crowds because even though their tunnels aren't as low as you, the sound of you working and digging can go through with a, with the use of a geophone can be heard 200 feet away through solid ice. Now, the earth you're in, that's that's when you're in the earth you're in. If it's something hard like the chalk and other parts of, of, of northern France and Belgium, that shit's, it's literally like going off underwater. I mean, it's, the, the chalk is incredibly hard and reverberates. 
Boyd brings you guys into his office and he says, um, <clears throat> I've gotten new orders from uh, British Expeditionary Force headquarters, which is one step up the food chain from Colonel Second Army, who are the people in charge of this operation. Uh, that would be uh, from uh, Field Marshal Higgs' office. Comes so this is yeah, this is Sid Higg. So this is from the. Uh, this is from that the would be awesome. I, I want to see Sid Higg play Field Marshal Higg, <laughs> but I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so this is from the BEF headquarters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good. Field Marshal Higg has uh, sent down some intelligence Johnny named um, Walcott, who wants us to begin digging a tunnel. Um, they want us to <laughs> begin digging a tunnel off uh, the one that we dug to mine 17. He's given us uh, he had access he had access to our reports to General Plummer's office showing them the mines, their distances, their estimated locations, you know, it's all done with geometry underground. Who knows where you really are, but according to the math, you're supposed to be here. He wants a tunnel dug due north from uh, 300 meters into this tunnel. Let's go on. Let's, let's be really creepily specific. 321 meters in this tunnel. He wants a tunnel due north, a salt gallery, four by, you know, the standard four by two tunnel to start going north. Now, when I asked him what the target was or what the... the, the the purpose of this was uh, uh, they gave me a lot of need to know and um, uh, I'll tell you when you get there or just going north you won't get there for a few weeks I'll let you know Ugh. okay so um, if it's a few weeks digging alright yeah I'm, I'm yes, sure Hart a, can figure out how yeah, what's long that's going to be what's our rate of digging alright the British I believe Clay kickers tunneled at a rate of eight meters a day. Wow. He wants that seems pretty good. Yeah, it's actually very good. Because these tunnels are not just dirt. Every dirt. inch of this tunnel is lined with boards. There's boards on yeah. the top, and there's guys in the tunneling companies back, even further back, milling the wood into the appropriate size pieces because they're all standard size. So you literally just jam them into place that fit together like a puzzle piece. Oh, I and, saw the diagram with that. Yeah. <laughs> So all of this is wooded up. In fact, they just deforested chunks of France, <laughs> coming up with the wood for all the dugouts and all the tunnels. Are uh, these tight together, or is there a separation between they're the... Tight. They're tight. They're tight. There should not be... So this is like, this could be a wooden tunnel when it's done. Yeah, when it's okay. done, it looks like a completely wooden structure. Um, However, it takes a while to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Eight meters a day, that's... It's going to be about feet. 20, yeah, about 20, about 20 feet. Uh, 20, uh, no, about 25, 30, almost yeah. 30 feet. Yeah, it's 3.7. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, it's March 17th. Um, that's the new orders. Um, you were to proceed with this, and we are supposed to stop work on the mines until we're done with this. Stop so digging new mines or stop moving? Stop moving at all. Um, I am, I, my orders are so to, stop to go ahead and we're going to do this, but my job is going to go back and, and I'm going to make sure that we get this fixed. Because this guy is fucking with the operation. 
Well, he's actually screw, he's undermining the operation. We're not done with these mines. Uh, until we're done with these mines, we're not going to dig anymore. We're not digging anything else. We're not done arming and priming the mines. So it seems uh, uh, only so many men can work in his hole at one time. The others might as well be shifting aminol into eighteen and nineteen. Uh, he has his reasons. Yeah, supposedly, I reasons. believe that was the answer. That's Boyd's not accepting that. He's going to Plummer at Second Army. Get Plummer, who's this is all Plummer's baby. Um, Plummer is more likely to take this seriously than Hay. And Plummer will also have uh, enough egg salad in his uniform that his opinion will matter at BEF. So Boyd's going to get started on that right away. Uh, in the meantime, do here's your coordinates and here's your direction of dig. Now, when you what flip the out map? the map of Belgium, uh, your aerial your, your aerial reconnaissance map showing the moonscape you're currently digging on there, there's nothing north of your position. If you start digging here, you're digging your way through the middle of no man's land. You're not going towards the Germans. Going parallel to the front. You're going oh, parallel to the well, front. It's obvious. What? The Germans are digging another tunnel. Yeah, well, the, dig, the, the Germans you? must be digging a tunnel north of us. Well, we have listeners. We would have heard I would have, seen, I would have heard it. Yeah. You've got no reports of the Germans digging a counter tunnel in that area. Do we have any maps of what this place was like before the war? Absolutely. Um, well, I got cartography. I can take a look. Maybe there's some, uh, maybe there's buried treasure for all we know. All right. Um, maybe he knows the Germans are planning to dig there and we're going to get there first. But I doubt it. We would have heard about that. What That's you find is that many, 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 many guards to the north, mm. if at normal digging rate, um, let's see here. So eight meters. At eight meters, about 25 feet a day. North of that position, if you guys dug at that rate, uh, for it would take you about. Let's see here. It's about 300. It would take you until May 23rd. So if you dug until May 23rd, you might hit. You might pass underneath. What used to be a uh, Belgian village outside of the city of Ypres. Village named Hiligenpad, which is a Flemish, um, a Flemish name. Um, I, the Dutch, Flemish, whatever. Um, Belgium has a huge percentage of, uh, of uh, Dutch speakers as well as French speakers. Right, something. So it's uh, it's one of the southern. It, it's in this area. It would not be uncommon to find Dutch names for towns. All right. Just Hilligenpad. Hilligenpad is gone. Oh yes. Oh. But what is the word? Hilligenpad has been erased. Something, yeah. right? It was erased during. It was erased. If it wasn't erased during the first Battle of Ypres, <laughs> it was erased during the second Battle of Ypres when the Germans deployed chlorine gas for the first time. Ouch. Um, there's there's nothing there but foundations. Uh, and maybe, I mean, according to your the aerial maps you've got, you might be able to detect what were the outlines of some of the larger buildings. But, yeah, that's the only thing that's north of your position. Otherwise, 
you could dig for another three months after that, and you would start to get under... Oh, the salient. Uh, the salient. You guys are yeah. actually down way south of the salient. So um, you're, you're dug out this way in a no man's land. The German lines are, you know, separated by no man's land. You've dug out into here. If you dig north, you'll hit Hilligenpad. You keep digging north, you'll be under your own fucking trenches again. So it has to. There must have been. If it's an intelligence guy, there was something invaluable in that village at some point. Maybe someone died there and they think they can still recover whatever is on this. Yeah, but why would you dig there? Easier way than getting shot at the drones without letting them know about it. Oh, what, there is a, what military use would that There's a Charming institution uh, in the trenches gotta, known as the Trench I'm Raid. I'm yeah. Which can be anything from a guy to an entire company. Where all during the war, even when they're not up for the big push, even when these uh, these giant mass battles are not taking place, there are small unit nighttime raids going on. The guys will sneak out into no man's land and attack the other side's trenches. And again, some of these trench raids are up to like an entire company strength. Um, if they wanted to go to Heligabad and get something, they'd wait till dark, they'd grease up a couple of privates in blackface, looking like Al Jolson, and send them out to die in the middle of no man's land. Tunneling, tunneling's ludicrous. At least that's what Captain Boyd would tell me. Yeah, it would be like, okay, I left something at my office, so I'm going to dig there. Yeah. <laughs> instead of taking the risk of driving there. Yeah. The neighborhood can't be that well, way. Instead of even <laughs> even, no way, even even no man's land, the neighborhood's not that bad. You just have to decide how valuable it is. The thing you're going back for. So is there any mining in the area? Anything like that? Uh, when you say mining, you mean like commercial? Yeah. No. This is not mine country. This is farm country. This is was uh, dairies. <laughs> it was. This is. I'm sure if you dug around the earth here, you'd come up with all kinds of metal, valuable metals. Brass, copper, <laughs> you know, steel. Uh, I'm sure you find lots of that. All kinds of good stuff. The good news is the mustard gas makes an excellent fertilizer. The bad news is in winter you get it on your clothing in a liquid format and it, and it doesn't gas you. Then you go down the tunnels into your Where, dugout and up? warm up next to the fire and the mustard gas on your clothes turns back into a oh gas and kills everybody. It's awesome. Wow. How much did that happen? A fair amount. Wow. It was not unheard of and, and to, to, to bring back liquefied mustard gas. Now you gas. can live. It's not a nerve agent. It's just a blister. In yes, you'd just be blind or, you know. Not, not <laughs> it didn't stop Hitler. didn't stop Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Big list of what didn't stop him. <laughs> There's a big list: art school, <laughs> first world war, mustard gas. Common did, sense. Did they just Common tell us sense. to start See? digging, and they'll tell us when to stop, or did they just say dig until they say so dig, and so, and, dig so uh, far? So and, and so. What we got was dig, send a daily position report, and then we'll tell you what to do. Wow. Right. Has, this have, has anything like this happened before? Do intelligence? He's never had anyone come down and fuck with this before. To do anything did to he enter- actually come down in the mine then? No. He right. did not come down in the mine. They was, summoned the captain I up. got he I got his car showed up. Take me to uh, Army Headquarters. Now when I say his car, I would like to point out, says Captain Boyd, it's his personal car. It wasn't a staff car. 
He doesn't rate. He's a major. He doesn't rate uh, you know, a Bentley. But that's what he came in. Well, that's what his driver came in with his adjutant and summoned me to his office. So we dig. So we dig. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, All right. There's nothing for me to do here. They aren't loading explosives anymore. So now, my question for you is... the bleeding English. My question is, what other thing... Quiet, you. The tunneling's going to take a while. What are you guys going to do with the time between... I mean, what, there's going to be a pattern of activity. You guys are going to be laying in the wood. You're going to be kicking... Well, as officers, you're going to do a lot of... Uh, officers and high-ranking NCOs, you're going to do a lot of uh, supervising. Hey, um, you get to work, you slag. <laughs> uh, yes, and sw- uh, luckily there's not enough room down in the tunnel to swing a lash. <laughs> 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 uh, so instead of no, using a cattle prod. I So what are you guys going to do at the time? Uh, oh. Over the next couple of weeks, it's going to unfold like underground. That. We'll be underground the whole time. No, you uh, your dugouts are back. Your dugouts and sleeping quarters are yes underground, but they're back under British lines, but hundreds of yards, hundreds of yards away from the front line. They're barely underground. Yeah, well, scratch well, on the surface. Is there, any, is there anything to do? <laughs> well, the question is, uh, you are not on duty at all times. Um, you you have more ability to move than you would think. You're not stuck in this section. You're not in the past to leave it but the, as officers. Um, with Captain Boyd's permission, you can move around the front and even around the city of Ypres if you're interested. But we better damn well get back when we're told to get yes, back. Yes, when, when it's time to be on duty. Now, the area, that, if you are in fact digging towards, tail. if you guys are in fact uh, digging towards Hilligan Pad, that out loud? <laughs> uh, you can take, if, you may want to take steps to learn something more about the village. Yeah. Uh, you may want to take steps to learn more about who's in front of Hilligan Pad. Somewhere north of you is a, is a, is a unit that Hilligan Pad's right in front of them in no man's land. You might want to go talk, uh, find out. I'm going to play cards with those guys. How what? Play cards with them. Yeah. That's a job for you. I'm going to hit the library. There's a library right. nearby? There's well, probably there's a library a in the town. Oh, uh, yeah. In, in wipers. There's a, there's a, there's there's a destroyed library there, in the yeah. town. Um, what you... All right, so you want to try and go into wipers or keeper. Yeah. And uh, check out whatever whatever remains of the Belgian's own records yep. of this of this area. All right. I'm going to go up and try to find the unit. Yeah, so am I. Gonna go up and, we're going to go up and try to find the unit. Would that be history or library? I got some credit rating points on we're gonna try to find. The, we're going to go and try to find the unit that's directly across the front okay. lines. From yeah. This time. Hmm. I will say that, you know, as the days fall, you know, follow fairly quickly, um... And I don't want to be on too much fast forward, but I want to get the scenario done. The rest of the, the time we have left, uh, Captain Boyd will will come back and say that he has gone up the chain of command uh, to, to General uh, Plummer. General Plummer is furious. Um, Haig's only concession was, "Well, we'll just move in some more tunnelers to continue mo- continue arming the mine," uh, but. Colonel Walcott, sorry, Major Walcott has our full confidence, and you will obey his orders in this matter. So, most of our men are still doing nothing. Except moving the earth out of this, out of this tunnel. While entirely new men are coming in to do the job they could be doing. 
Um, 120 guys. Uh, it's a 24-hour job. There's 40 guys on it a shift. Okay. So we're talking about three it's guys. There's three guys kicking. It's basically a three-man team at the at the head. Uh-huh. There's a guy kicking. There's a guy uh, putting the dirt into the bag. There's a guy putting the bag of dirt onto the rail car, and then they're pushing it back. And then when they get the rail car loaded, it's pushed back. Those guys can work at the head for maybe two hours, three hours until the heat and the, and the lack of oxygen, although it is being pumped in, the heat will start to wear them down. They won't be working as fast. They're, you know, they get they get tagged out and the next team comes in. Um, having 40 guys do that, that amount of work will keep the, the full company busy uh, at full speed trying to move this tunnel. While meanwhile... The other uh, company is just moving the, the explosives in, the cans of explosives in, and pre-positioning them in sand in the sandbags, you know, All that right. sort of thing. So at least someone else is picking up our work while we're off our work doing his work. Yeah, exactly. Bureaucracy. Ah, oh, that takes me back to me days at uni. <laughs> Are you going to start telling me about punting along the, 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 the what's the river at Cambridge that they always go punting in? Punting along the Thames, sing the Thames. along. The Thames is full of industrial waste. You punt there, your, your punt will, will disintegrate and you'll be lowered into the vat. It's just steam, more of a challenge. Steaming goo. We'll get three of them. What was that? We'll get three of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, punting, picnic, sing along, snogging. <laughs> Ah, it was an all boys school. Snug in your, yeah, snug with your bunkmates. Yeah, welcome to, welcome to British public schools. Ah, uh, yes. Bloody English. So apparently you've decided that you're Hugh Laurie and Blackadder goes for it. Permission to scream, cheerio, in an annoyingly loud voice. Uh, Prison graduate. Cheerio. <laughs> all right. Um... All right, you guys, all right, Greg, go ahead and give me a library use roll. Okay, I'm also going to, you know, while I'm at it, see about history, and, you know, what I'm really good at is geology, so. All right. Any of those? Give me rolls on each of those skills. Tell me what you got out of what. All right. Geology, 27 out of 75. Okay. History, 58 out of 55. All right. Damn. Library use a failure. All right. Um, your that first week, you don't come nice. up with the first uh, week of working up on that. You don't come up with anything. All the books have been exploded. <laughs> well, that is a problem. Um, trying to find Belgian records of any kind is a little tough. There is some sort of uh, in the rubble, in the ruins. There is some sort of uh, uh, municipal government that's left over from from Ypres, but it's actually been moved back out of the city. Uh, you, you, whatever you know, offices of the chamberlain or the mayor and that sort of thing have all been moved outside the city. So your researchers are probably taking you a few miles behind it, behind front of the lines, out of the front. Um, you guys want to try and track down? Yeah, well, I, I also have cartography. I'm sorry, could I birds? do a little research with that as well? In what sense? Cartography is really the ability to make maps, so it's also the ability to navigate. Okay. But, um... Is there anything I could tell on, like, looking at the maps, anything unusual about the village? Like, uh, any unusual structures or... 
Well, line scores. At the moment, yes, all you guys got are the photographs of the area after the Germans blasted. No, yeah, 50, right. Um, it doesn't look like it's got any oversized buildings small. in it. The foundations yeah, look like the kind of things you'd expect from a you know, villages that are built along a road. You know, you're going to have a church. Uh, I think the difference between a church and a hamlet is that the village, sorry, the difference between a hamlet and a village is that the village has a church, and a hamlet doesn't. This one looks like it's got a foundation big enough to have a church. Okay. Um, now, you guys are going to try and go uh, check out uh, who was north of you. Yeah. Um, the guys who are north of you is the 3rd Australian Division. Goodbye, Mike. Um, they are positioned north of you. Uh, the, the guys who are sitting directly across from Heligenpad is uh, the 34th Battalion of the 9th Brigade of New South uh, from New South Wales. And uh, it would not take you long uh, to scare up the name of the, uh, the major in charge, which is a guy named uh, Major Dwight Castle, who again is an Australian. Um, as far as, and I'm, again, I'll be a little nebulous about this, if one day you were able to scare up his name, several days later you'll be able to find the time to get up there that first week. With some rum. And, and yeah, with yeah, the rum, rum ration, and perhaps a, a chance to talk to him while he's not on duty. Um, there's. If you guys make inquiries, you can be willing to sit down and, and, and take the minutes to talk to you. All right. There's no real right. difficulty uh, in, in seeing this guy. All right. What sort of things do you want to ask Castle when you, uh, when you get there to his, to his forward dugout? What kind of things do you want to ask him? Well, anything particularly unusual about the no-man's land, basically across directly across at the Absolute. German lines? Absolutely. What's unusual about it? Um, we're having a really high rate of German trench raids. Extremely high. Huh. Huh. They really um, want that land back. Um, they've been, the Germans have clearly been doing a lot of intelligence gathering in our, in our trenches because uh, they're capturing a lot of us. They're capturing soldiers. They're not killing them. They just disappear? They're disappearing off, centuries are disappearing off posts at a really alarming rate. Huh. We expect it to happen once a month. But it was happening. Uh, it was happening you know, once a week, sometimes more. What about the uh, village? Could any Germans be hiding in there during the day? Well, we thought that. We thought yeah. that perhaps they were using the ruins as a staging area. Yeah. Uh, for mounting trench raids into our into our lines, and we actually went out there. Uh, uh, October twenty third, nineteen sixteen, last year. We, uh, we actually had a, a very large-scale, company-sized trench raid was that, he, that uh, Major Castle led personally out of into no man's land. First into the range of Major Lincoln Castle. Island. Yep. That's the intelligence officer. No, it's Walcott. Is the, Walcott. Is Walcott. The, Walcott is the intelligence officer. Oh. Was Castle is, uh, is the historian from the... Is historian. Um, Castle says that um, we led a company into no man's land. We... Uh, then got into the German trenches for the trench raid. We used, we secured the Ligon pad, then we set up first aid station there uh, so, so that it would be the rally point for when the wounded would return 
from the from the, from the German lines. Right. Uh, and then when we disengaged from the German lines, we retreated back to the living Um When we got back, our aid station was gone. How many men were there? Three corpsmen, and we had sent back, uh, there were eight wounded that had come back to rally there. Eleven guys disappeared. And they were all gone? They were all gone. By that time, the Germans were really on top of us. Uh, they lit up the whole place with, you know, parachute flares, and we're unloading on us with the Maxim guns. There wasn't a lot of time left to look around. Um, but what he saw in Hilly, uh, of the of the town is, it's down to foundations. There's no structures left above them. Um, there were signs of a church that was collapsed. In fact, there was a bell that could be seen on the rubble. Um, and there was also apparently an access, there was apparently some access to the crypts of the church. And that there you could see where there had been a staircase. That went down. That went down into the church. However, it was filled in with earth. Not rubble from the church that collapsed <coughs> into the staircase down into the church, but dirt with rubble on top of it. Uh, as if it had been filled in before. And how you couldn't tell how long ago it was filled in. No, um... You were uh, busy not getting shot. <laughs> but, uh, you lost 11 men on that, uh, on that trench raid. Now, uh... Were there signs of a German counter-raid? Did they come well, across? Well, he says the, the Germans did not come back across. But... Have more incentives. There was, there was a, an incident in January where the Germans shelled... Uh, there was a massive German bombardment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it fell short. Uh, we thought it was coming for us. It fell meters, several hundred meters short and landed in Heligenbach. It was a, just, not just one shell, it was a whole bombardment. It was a bombardment. They bombarded the village. For how long? For about an hour. They've, they didn't correct it. They never corrected it. So it wasn't an accident. It didn't. We thought it was an accident, but there's no way that the Ford observers would have let the barrage, would no. not no. walk the barrage onto our onto our, uh, our trenches. They, they, uh, but they poured it on for the better part of an hour. It's almost like there's a something else in the middle ground. And they didn't raid after the boat. barrage. No. Did you notice any, um, aside from the crypt, any underground possible tunnels? That I didn't, we, that's one of the things we looked Bosch. for, because when we secured the village, Bosch. We, so, the first thing we had to do was make sure that the, we thought like that the Germans were using it, so we kept looking sometimes. for where their hidden duckout was. We never found any sign that there was a hidden duckout. The closest thing we found to that was a well. But... When we, you know, uh, it was still full of water. Hmm. How deep do wells go? Wells, you know, you guys are water here, you know that these things can go down. You know, the, they they could be as deep as sometimes like sixty feet. I mean, modern wells are a lot deeper than that. But, right. Depends um, on how far the aquifer goes. The, the aquifer's not that bad around here. Uh, hence, you have to. Hence the use of those steel rings. Right. Because you hit this thing called, the Germans called it Schwiemensand, swimming sands, which is literally just like the consistency of quicksand. Um, so you hit something like that, it will, you, you dig a hole down into that, throw some rocks at the bottom, 
and the water will fill up in the back. You know. Um, so the but, well's probably not that deep. Right. We can dig up into it. Uh, at the rate, at, at the depth that you guys are at, you could pass under. You could actually pass under the well. Yeah. But um, beyond that, uh, he says, you know, the this, this section of the line has, rep- has, has developed a reputation. Um, and until the German barrage, the reputation was that the Germans had brought in some Bavarian, uh, some Bavarians. And the Bavarians have this weird have a reputation of being these really good night fighters and hill fighters from the mountains of southern Germany. They go to Ninja. Yeah. Munchen Ninja. The Edelweiss and the whole nine yards. So, yeah, they're... they're, they're <laughs> Uh, well, if you had to wear the hose that was all the, the time, is, um, but <laughs> you would want anybody to see After the barrage, it. a lot of rumors have grown up amongst the men, not really based on anything, just that maybe, maybe uh, on the other side of the lines, there's a German officer complaining about the excellent work the British are doing raiding their trenches. You know what I think? Once so, I, we depart from the, the, that officer, Dunya, the others, I think there's, you know, think about it. There's an intelligence officer who wants us to dig up here. I think one of our own units, or maybe even a few men on our side, went mad. They're hiding in the village and they're killing whoever they want. So you don't there know is a, Germans there is that a, are raiding this? There is a myth of the trenches. Of, uh, there is a, a real myth of the trenches about, um, shit, what they call um, about wild men, shell-shocked, madmen, living in no-man's land, eating the dead, and only coming out of men. That's the kind of... Uh, that story's been heard uh, in different parts of the line. <coughs> no one has ever seen it in person. They just heard a guy who told him the guy who later got hit with a, a shell. God. You know. <laughs> yeah. so, but that's, that's not an uncommon rumor. So, so in other words, you don't know that actually the Germans doing these raids. You aren't seeing the Germans. No one's ever spotted it. We've never disappear. caught the Germans doing it. Their sentries right. and their outposts just aren't there that, anymore. But that doesn't hold water. If it was a, a few mad shell-shocked madmen holed up in no man's land, they wouldn't have survived that barrage. When you did your, when you did your last uh, last raid, did you find any German bodies? No. No, no German bodies, no German equipment. No American bodies. No, uh, we no British found bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Americans aren't in yet. They're not. Because the not Americans <laughs> would kick. <laughs> 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 Team America. Bloody Americans. Bloody, Bloody Yanks. <laughs> colonials. Bloody colonials. <laughs> My favorite Yankee uh, stat from the Great War right now is the Marine Corps, right? Bella Wood, Chateau, Terry, and that kind of stuff. Tiny organization balloons up for the war. You know, goes from like up to you know a few battalions to three divisions. Sixty percent of the recruits in the Marine Corps are privates. You know, sixty percent were college educated. Wow! In America, in 1917. Wow! It's clear that the middle class sent their kids to die in the Marine Corps rather than the Army, which is where <laughs> you know farm kids and, and yeah. you know hillbillies went, like Sergeant York. Yeah. But uh, 60% were college graduates in the Great War. That, that flabbergasted me. <laughs> what? Anyways, um, the, um, 
like I said, it, it, it has developed this reputation, um, and we stopped having individual centers. Everybody, 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 well, that didn't work, so we went to three. Three? Does that work so far? Yeah. Three. When he went to three, uh, he says we haven't had any more losses, but there have been a few episodes. Reports of movement in no man's land, uh, but they're clearly confused, unsubstantiatable. Confused with what? Um, no one could clearly say that they saw a journey. Was just a man or shape, shape, shadow, movement. Movement. So it's like the Germans; they knew you had three men, so they stopped approaching close enough to even attack. Possibly, it might mean that whatever units they were sending out into no man's land were small teams of no more than maybe two or three guys. <clears throat> after it was, after they couldn't take a sentry out with you know two to one or four to one, you know, uh, superiority, they stopped doing well, it. Any more men to, to ambush a three-man post, and it'd be such a large body of men that you'd spot them. Right, but there wasn't an attack where they tried, where they no. attacked the three men and were defeated. And no, they're they smart. They well, this, this is further, far enough along that they've been doing uh, stormtrooper track tactics in this time, isn't it? Uh, this is uh, this is far enough along. So yes, there have been stormtrooper tactics, but not like's gonna not like what's going to happen in Riga and Caporetto. And the uh, operation okay. Michael next year. Okay. Oh no. So they've they've they're still holding their tactics. Yes. Yeah. So Houdier is Houdier is still off on the on the eastern front doing it to the Russians. Right. And they have not brought it west yet. Okay. But the concept of storm or assault troops still exists. They were around for for done, but it's not like it's going to be an eighteen. Okay. Well, I still think it's a. It could. They may not be mad, but it's a rogue unit of some type. And it's obviously one of ours because that's how our intelligence knows about it. They may have uh, uh, become cynical. Maybe they're uh, Bolsheviks, for all I know. Nobody says. We don't have I'm, Bolsheviks quite yet. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Bosch are up to something. I think they may be trying out some new tactic. Really need some drink. I'm gonna go try to find. It seems to be. Try not to kill me while I'm gone. I'll try not to kill you while I'm gone. You are. You are heading off. Aren't are there or are there not? Um, Things of water over there. Yeah. Perhaps returning one to the table would be an awesome concept. Rewardable by not dying yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get back. You die. <laughs> There's a German shell. Uh, you were by yourself. A yeah. of bomber cracked in your dugout. He just disappeared. So we'll leave Major Castle, who will go on to have a great career, then have his family shot dead and become the Punisher, right? Yes, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> At age seven. Well, actually, it's his grandson whose family was shot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where have they gone? I went the wrong way. <laughs> I, was looking over there. There. I was looking over there. I clearly were. They're not we'll safe. We'll, we'll see them again next year. Yeah. When they return crazy and eating people. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I haven't eaten either. <laughs> and you're uh, still here. <laughs> after, uh, after, what, is there anything else you were trying to get out of the uh, major cast before you move on? Uh, if they've had any. Evidence of this, uh, uh, these Germans, like cloth torn in the barbed wire blood. No, we have not found any signs footprints. like that. No. Um, in fact, there's been a distinct lack of German bootprints. Uh, 
around the sites where the uh, the centuries disappeared. Right. I mean, they're performing like Red Indians out of a out of a Penny Dreadful. <laughs> well, maybe that's what they're trying. They're on. They're barefooted. They're wearing minimal clothes. Barefoot in no man's land. You are going to get trench foot before you get back. Oh, it's not the trench foot. It's all the billions of pieces oh, of metal that yeah, are left yeah. out there. Oh, found cups, but all the uh, jugs are empty. All the jugs are empty? Yeah. Are they jugs? Yeah. Well, you go, uh, there's a bathroom on the other end. You can still let You want to sink it up over there or hit one of the water fountains. How about that idea? What do you, what, what, what do you think? Yeah. Oh. Perfectly willing to take a break and try and uh, chase oh. down the appropriate aquatics. Let's tell you what, in fact, the guys we're done with with, with, uh, with Castle. Yeah. You guys go get the water, try to gather the water while okay. Joe Research tries to waste another week. <laughs> okay. I'll keep this running. All right. I will look for some water. All right. I'm also going to ask about. Where are the jugs? They're right over there. All right. I'm going to start asking people about, uh, hey, you all, about Hilden Pot and. You know any stories, folk tales? Okay. Crazy, the name, yes, uh, yeah. the the spelling is H E I L I G E P A D. Wait, spell it again. H, it's Heil. H E I L I G E P A D. Heilish P E D. Helipad. Do we do we know what that translates to? Um, that's a good question. Uh, who speaks Dutch? <laughs> Latin, For Greek. Um, it, it doesn't have enough. It doesn't have enough vowel uh, consonants for me to, to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'll ask people what. We Go ahead and give me uh, either a library use or a modified luck roll. Just tell me what you roll out of your out of your luck. Uh, Fifty-three out of luck. Okay. Uh, you're able to come up with a local. Uh, Flemish uh, uh, priest who still there was a big cathedral in Ypres, uh, so the Catholic Church still camped out in parts of the city. And, and uh, while you're looking for records about the local area, one of the places you'd end up looking in is you know church records. Uh, he can tell you that Eligapod um, uh, is 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 Dutch or, uh, or Flemish, I should say for um, Path of the Saints or the Saints Path um, uh, his, uh, he is from the area He's a, he, this guy was in Ypres before the war and he can explain that you know that uh, it was a small it was a small village the name is probably derived from the fact that it was on a pilgrimage route of some sort. Um, perhaps out of you know leaving leaving uh, leaving the Low Countries and going into France, maybe on its way to like uh, Lourdes or you know something like that. Would you mind accompanying? Is somebody accompanying you? I wouldn't mind a bit. I'm, I'm getting bored. So. Um, well, if we're talking uh, this is going to be priest, ne- this is going to be nebulous enough. That I'm not going to worry about splitting the party in this period of time. Okay, people can be in on whatever conversation. So I'm assuming that you can go back and find people on intervening days and ask them more questions. Right. Okay. Um, is this is this town known for anything? Was there was there anything here 
pre-war? Was, was there a military institute? There was only uh, only a small chapel. Um, there was a house owned by uh, sort of the uh, the first family of the town who were uh, they owned a dairy. Um, okay. And uh, there's like a, a, a there's nothing much in it. At all, just a few of the things that would be in a 19th-century village, you know, like uh, the dairy is the big, you know, sort of cash investment place. But there were, you know, general store, uh, a couple Maybe small shops, out. things like that. You know, would uh, we would, would we be given specific orders not to discuss this this tunnel with anybody any of the locals? That's yes. a no-brainer. Yes. Well, yeah, Absolutely. I, I figured it would be, but uh, in fact, in no under no circumstances, what would you actually, identify yourselves as tunnelers. What I'm What's actually, a tunnel? We don't have any tunnels around here. So we we would have a Royal Engineers patch. Yeah. So we have to be careful what we're even saying even as far as asking about this place, right? Uh, true. Although it's very difficult to find pro-German Belgian Catholic priests. Yeah. In the city <laughs> of Ypres at this time. <laughs> but you never know. Well, yeah. But you never know what little Loose boy he's, you never even know what little boy's with and you yep. might spill the beans. Someone talked. That was yeah. my favorite. I'm not worried about the Germans finding out. I'm worried about our commanding officers finding out. Uh, yes, that is uh, drum that is the drum head court marshal and a uh, quick trip back to, you know, Dartmoor prison or wherever they put people. At Her Majesty's pleasure. Or maybe they won't for, forego all that. And just shoot you. They ship yeah. you to Australia. No, they're not going to shoot us out, outright for that because no. we're, we're officers. I'm um, not. Oh, well, you. <laughs> we got to make an exciting example for the lower ranks. <laughs> How uh, dare you go asking questions? Sadly, the British don't actually shoot that many people. If you want to be in the army that shoots the most people, unbelievably in World War One, it's the fucking eye ties. The Italian army... Is a disaster. It's just this horrible, you know, authoritarian. The, all the officers are, are, are noble class. All the men are illiterate, and they absolutely keep keep order with a, their personal sidearm. The one bullet manager. It, it, it's really that bad. It's really that bad. That's why when the Germans show up in the Caporetto, the Italian troops surrender like a hundred thousand of them. Go fuck it, you know. <laughs> we hate our officers. We hate everything. Oh, you're just gonna chain me up. <laughs> awesome. Do we get three meals a day? Do we get a meal a day? We get a meal a day, and not a boot in the head for complaining that we haven't been fed for two days. Yeah, I'm up. Hey, go for it. We fight for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the, the, uh, the Germans are such a gentle, civilized people. How do you say that in Italian? <laughs> Apparently, uh, compared to the weird Italy of nineteen of, of the First World War, which is still a weird conglomeration of, of pre-Italian Italy states. Yeah, all the officers are from Piedmont, right? And all the soldiers are from Naples, and you know, uh, it's they barely speak the same Italian. It's fucked up. It's like Russia. It's almost as bad as the yeah. Tsar's army. Um, thank you. All Suck right. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that won't save you. <laughs> it didn't save you last time. <laughs> I was more out of uh, concern for the recorder. Yeah. Yeah. Death bite. Squeak. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, he doesn't remember the village being noteworthy in any way, shape, or form. Uh, he doesn't remember 
he, he, he does not remember who the village priest was. But it did have a church. Is there anybody from the village still around? Not that he's aware of. His presumption was that everyone was evacuated when no man's man went to the middle of town. Where they ended up, who knows? None of them had family around here? No. Wouldn't well, there be maybe they do where they were. Uh, you know, go just go down to that crater that used to be the uh, Hollow Records, and you can check the birth and the death records. <laughs> oh wait, um, you can go to Hilikenpad and check the baptismal record. Oh wait, you know the area is in chaos. Uh, Fair enough. So, he, so he's not getting anybody that uh, that you know just happens to mention that they came from there in whatever. He hasn't been in the place since the war started. Probably more to worry about. What was that? Probably other things. Other had other minor concerns like not three not. hots and a cot, not getting shelled, uh, and providing spiritual comfort to what? Yeah, <laughs> but mostly not getting killed. Yeah. Presiding over yeah. hundreds of thousands of last rites and burials. There's a lot of, yes, I'm ready to take your confession. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess at that, that point, it's like, body of Christ, whatever. Just... <laughs> Look, whatever you did, it doesn't suck as hard as what you just got done to you. So, you're, you're, you're okay. <laughs> you and God, you're, all, you're good. You and God are solid, all right? <laughs> Dude, you ran at a Maxim gun carrying a stick. Like, not all, gonna, all deaths are sad. God's thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> you got a Darwin Award, but, you know, you're good. <laughs> all right. Well, what did that do while he, I'm... The, uh, he will tell you that he'll, you know, keep his ears open and come back. Maybe he can find he'll, he'll know something more. Do you drink right rum, Father? What? Do you drink rum, Father? Um, I can't think of a Catholic priest who wouldn't at least have some. All right. <laughs> Even if he's not a drunkard, thank God the Catholics let you drink. That's why my grandfather switched from Mormonism to Catholicism. (laughs) First hit a communion wine's free. You know the difference between a Baptist and Methodist? A Methodist will actually say hi to you in the liquor store. All right, so... Something I want to do, this is a long shot, but we're digging in. Uh, along the northern tunnel. Yeah. Check the dirt. I mean, check. geologist. All right. What you're telling through is that good, solid Belgium, Belgian blue clay. Uh, it's exactly the kind of earth you expect to find yourself digging. Don't even know, huh? Um, you've had so much experience with it. Now, be what's your what's your so what's your geology skill? Uh, Seventy-five. You're positive. But that skill level and what you're going through, you're positive this is the same kind of clay that you've been, working, you've been seeing for two years. Yeah. It's appropriate for this depth that you're at. Right now, your tunnel, um, where they've started digging is probably... Uh, a glob of cobalt-infused clay. Just it's like probably about 40 or 50 meters down. million other globs. Who's directing the... Uh, He's directing this to make sure that it's going the right direction. It's not going up and up and down. Well, what's happening is is that, you know, all that kind of work is done with a plumb and a, right. uh, and a level and uh, uh, a whole lot of manual, you know, tools. Um, and there is a geo, there is a 
special kind of compass that they used that was sort of a free-floating deal so that it would, uh, you could change the, because of the angle of the floor right. or whatever, you could, you could always be level. Like the ship's surface, compass. Yeah, for the ship's compass. Um, those numbers are being sent back to... Those numbers are being sent back to uh, headquarters. Uh, go ahead. Get the food. Those numbers are being sent back to headquarters, and uh, Walcott is apparently looking at them and uh, has not suggested any changes, but apparently will when it's necessary. So we're still proceeding straight north. Okay. Um, oh, you're dead. I have a listen at 75. Whenever I get a chance, um, I'm going to go as uh, far, you know, the very edge of the tunnel. I'm going to put... Uh, the, what's called the work face, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the geophones and do a list. Okay. That's my job. Uh, go ahead and give me a general listen roll. Uh, black is high. Uh, 65 might listen to 75, so... You have wow. no trouble determining that there is no other work being done anywhere near you than you can tell. Okay. Um, I don't need... So, totally silent? That first week, yeah. Okay. I'm presuming there are multiple rolls over multiple yeah, yeah. days. You don't... You're not determining... You're not hearing anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Just now, out of nosiness, I'm going to periodically check 18, 19, and absolutely. 17. Well, uh, we, pro- we probably can't... They- the auxiliary forces probably can't pack anything in 17, can they? Uh, they're having to, because dirt's coming out, Yeah. Uh, no, they're, they're really not able to. Uh, so. so they're concentrating finishing 18 and 19 first, uh, then they're going to you know, try and... Now, mind you, as I understand it, when, that, uh, when the uh, trolley car comes forward back to the tunnel face that little car, it's got to bring, when it's coming forward with the empty bags, they're putting the aminol on there with the empty bags. So your dirt comes back to here, and your dirt goes back to here and it's going out. They are able to uh, bring some aminol either you know, to this point. It's really slow through here. But up to here, they can bring some aminol. They can run it up to here. Uh, when the empty carts come back, with, you know, are going back to bring the bags to the front. They That's can. not a problem. They, they can cycle it this way and of course you know again when your dirt goes this way the empty bags have to go back so the aminol is coming in but yeah it's a lot slower and it's two way traffic um, but the dirt's getting priority moving the earth's getting priority uh, let's see the um it's madness madness <laughs> madness why is the dirt getting priority over the aminol when uh, even assuming the absolute worst, that there's some sort of rogue British unit or, or elite German unit or, you know, some unholy combination of the two in in Heligapad, there's no conceivable way that they can be doing more, that they can do more damage than the Germans who are under position 17 through 19. Well... Perhaps, well, intelligence knows something that we don't about that. That's why they're uh, called intelligence. There's a reason why they, no one's been able to detect them. <laughs> I'm a sergeant. I, I don't get paid to make decisions. This is way above my pay grade. Well, <laughs> shut up. I mean, they can make people that disappear. Let's shut up, sir. Hey, 
perhaps the Germans have some kind of uh, weapon that we haven't found yet. Yeah, why would you feel like hitting it from one spot on the line? Because it's experimental, maybe they uh, only have a prototype. Who knows? Uh, the, 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 you officers think too much. Dastardly you know, Huns with their secret weapons like zeppelins and U boats. Unter Always sneaking about. <laughs> They're the ones who made the poison gas. And zombies. No way. That's later. Yeah, and zombies. <laughs> Unless you watch King of the Zombies, where I think the French army. Yes, it's this odd film from the 30s where the French army... Uh, Is that the voodoo one? Yes, create zombies to win World War One. <laughs> uh, mostly made up, strangely, mostly made up of... And of course, when it's time to create zombies to win World War One, you can't make a corpse into a zombie, you make a living person into a zombie. So the French decide to use uh, their Vietnamese colonial troops. <laughs> Give them the zombie go-juice so they become zombies and attack the Germans. That's, that's you know... That's scientifically possible. Did you, did you ever read The Serpent in the Rainbow? Yes. So, yeah. Well, except for the movie, you know, they're, the Germans are hammering with the Maxim gun and it's just yeah. Yeah. punching holes in the zombie. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm like not saying it'd be a smart I would just like tactic. to point out that it's actually zombie gooks. Um, and uh, I, it's not my fault that it's zombie gooks. I didn't make it up. It's just supporting the zombie gooks. <laughs> Everybody knows Max like, ugh, god damn it. <laughs> um, very odd film, King of the Zombies. Actually, I saw a trailer for a movie called Kong of the Dead, which is a Vietnam War zombie movie. Uh, it was actually claymation. Uh, yeah. I was thinking it would be King Kong as a zombie. That's what I thought when I yeah, saw well, Kong that would of the be Dead. Awesome. That would be tight. But it was the Viet Cong. It's Kong with a C. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I really like the idea of an undead, giant, smelly, dead ape knocking around. <laughs> oh man, I we should totally write that script. <laughs> <laughs> maybe for maybe finally they'll drop the whole love story angle for Christ's sake. When did Kong become? Ever ever uh, first one Kong's the scary abusive boyfriend. You know, ever yeah. since then, oh, he's a big cuddly. If only they would stop shooting at him. Yeah. <laughs> He's only going to eat In the a first movie, he climbs inside the building, gets the woman out and goes, you're not fairy, and throws her over his shoulder when she falls screaming into the street to her death. I pretty much lose all sympathy for the monkey at that point. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, once you see Fay Ray. <laughs> come on. Well, anyway, what woman will yeah. what woman can do with the... I'll tell you what to do. It's Marina, Marina Sullivan. The Tarzan movie. She'll do. She'll do just fine. <laughs> Huge traps of land. <laughs> um, we know Scott's been done that. All right. Yep. <laughs> so, um, uh, especially the pre-code. Ones. What else do you want to? What are they trying to records or information you're trying to access? Any kind of uh, former Belgian government records or information that may have been scavenged out of there? I mean, what, what kind of stuff are you looking for? Um. Yeah, pretty much just. Uh, stop. Um, le- yeah, I'm gonna go with the good old legends and folklore. Okay, give me a luck roll and then give me a, um, a library use roll. Lux 28. Okay. That's good. Although, I wish that was my library use is 37. Nice. Check out the big brain on Lieutenant Hart. <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant Hart comes across a book published in 1913 
called the Directory of the Muse, which is... Uh, M-E-W-S? Yeah. It is a uh, Belgian government... Uh, M-E-U-S-E. M-E-U-S-E. The last time this was published was in 1913. It is a Belgian government publication. It is essentially, you know, the 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 travel guide for the area. You know, um, for foreigners. It's printed in multiple languages. It's also printed in English. Um, it, it's, it's a book that gives sort of demographic information and limited information about villages and towns in the area. Um, you do find that Hooliganpad is mentioned in the directory of the Muse. Uh, what you read is that Hilligenpad first enters the uh, local records uh, in 1252 AD. Now, the book doesn't cite any, the, the director of the Muse does not cite any sources. Like, are they talking about church records or, uh, you know, uh, King of France records or, you know, uh, you know, low country records? They don't have any, doesn't have any, any, any citations. But it says that it stands, it stands in a valley surrounded by wooded hillsides. Well, that would be the valley uh, you're in. Yeah, you're in. Uh, it contains a church called uh, the Chapel of the Path of the Saints, known to be a pilgrimage route uh, uh, on a pilgrimage route to Catholic sites in France. There is a chateau uh, owned by the uh, NIVRO Nivromont family. N-I-V-R-O-M-O-N-T Nivromont family the patriarch of which is also the mayor of the town um, the Nivromonts also own the, the dairy uh. in the town there is a single inn a tobaccoist a grocery and a local bakery wait a bakery Suddenly it all becomes clear. <laughs> the village has been on the decline since the 19th, since the 19th century, with uh, most young people moving to the towns, large towns, looking for work. In 1913, there it remained the home to about 20 families. <coughs> the industries are listed as beekeeping, grains, swine, sheep, and cattle herding. There's, there's census data. The earliest census data is from 1803. It lists 317 inhabitants. 1803. Uh, 1803. The 1851 census data says 199. 1901 says 173. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But so, in decline. And 1913 census is 149 individuals. When I say there are 20 families, I don't mean 20 individual family names. I mean, you know, 20 family groups. Hi, sir. What's up, losers? Not much. Did you clear the skies of the Hun? Or did you, uh, <laughs> or did you shoot, down, shoot down the dirty frogs? And one uh, one uh, overshot had died and ripped his wings off. <laughs> and I shot and killed the other one. <laughs> Killed the pilot, so the plane went down. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I like the part where the guy's wings fell off. Ripped his freaking wings off. <laughs> Which game? 
Uh, Dawn Patrol. Oh, okay, the World War One. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's War. basically what I do in America. I play a lot of Dawn Patrol. I love World War One aerial combat. Okay. Cool. Oh well, we're doing World War One subterranean. We're sort of <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're doing the tunneling. We're doing yeah. the Underdark. <laughs> so only um, less friendly. Yeah. What is Nipramon mean? I knew you were here. I just I didn't know where you were, so I came up. Hey, um, that's a good question. Except Mont means Thanks, man. You're welcome. Nipramon. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, the game master does not know. It. Oh, okay. So he will let you know that it's not a clip. Well, okay then. So the town is a Dutch name. However, give me a, a uh, citizen of a French yeah. name. Give me another luck roll. Oh, eight. I got lucky? Yeah. Just, I just On the subject hit. of uh, what things mean, we uh, do encounter, while well, asking around about this yeah. stuff, um, you do encounter someone who will tell you, some local, who will tell you that um, uh, Hilligan Pod does mean half of the saints, or past half of the saints. That's what the church is called, too. Only was in there somewhere. However, uh, it's kind of a play on words insofar as the word uh, path in Dutch is the same word for toad. Toad of the saints. Pod, P-A-D, means path, also means toad. Oh, man. So they worship the French? Toad of the Saints. This place should have been wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> Thank God the Germans pounded it. <laughs> Thank God they gassed it with the chlorine gas back in the first we'll toast, them with the Saints of the we'll toast them with some sherry. Yeah. <laughs> See the... Uh, Onion, our dumb century with the oh, yeah. Germans neutralized Polish lettuce. <laughs> I saw like this 600,000 die in five inch salt. <laughs> oh man. Or corpse, ar- armies of corpse eating rats, now dominant force in Europe. <laughs> I always liked uh, uh, Cambodia now converted to a skull based economy. <laughs> New five-year plan, says Stalin. Everyone dead by 1938. Or German Jews can sort of hit the Hitler's kill-all-Jews proposal. <laughs> or like the World War II, when it was just W-A, then line, like, headline continued on another page. <laughs> you can't beat the moon, man. Yeah. Holy shit, man Dude. walks on fucking moon. <laughs> we can't believe this fucking shit. <laughs> How could they not say that? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the amount of self-control it takes. Now that... I, said, I, I repeat, we have landed on the fucking moon. My foot is on the fucking moon. I cannot Holy believe Jesus this. Fuck. <laughs> you guys recording this? Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. That's uh, why we're cursing this much. Yeah. <laughs> According to from the Earth to the Moon, Michael Collins, when discussing what the first words should be, Michael Collins in the show says, if you have got any balls, all you do is you'll say, oh my God, what the hell is that? Yes, I did shoot Okay. That would be the best gag ever. All the way to the Moon. Pull that. On eBay, it's about the only place you can find it. And if it, it don't run too much, you can probably find anywhere from, depending on the condition, twenty to thirty. You know, it, uh, it, it usually doesn't. Thousand dollars. Yeah, they're usually not that expensive. 
But he does it every year. Okay, yeah. bye. No, I'm not even talking about him. He's actually got a website in the store. Yeah. It's like somebody who looks like they, you know, scoured, oh, some of those, yeah. scoured the neighborhood and they have this, that, the other, and then they just found it. Not even game like stuff? It looks like a flea market. Not even yeah. game stuff? I'm sorry? Is it not even game stuff? It's usually... bric a Well, not that bad, but it's like, you know, <laughs> maybe action figures or comic books or... But it just looks like a flea market, like a garage sale or something, okay. you know? Dust, it's... It, that plastic, those plastic covers that are just yellow. covered with dust. Yeah, yeah, yellow. Yeah. All right. So, Burning up time, and I'm going to go into a coma at 1.30. Yeah. Um, what time is it? I have no idea. At 11. So, um, having discovered that little tidbit, what's your next plan? Follow yeah. well, orders. All right. All right. I'm going to go start the rejuvenation process so I can function tomorrow. Good luck. <laughs> Ask and, about and, and, and hey, maybe, and, hey, maybe this, wall, this Walcott will... Ask about what? Hey, suffer so a horrible that accident. Looks, that looks familiar. Yes, doesn't it, though? I, I, tr- I traded John Tynes two of those for a copy of Hills Rise Wild. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, got the, a, he, he got the better deal. Yeah, I think he really did. <laughs> I think... But, the, yeah, so follow orders and then get this shit done and we can get back to the real shit. Yeah. All right. I'm just, the only thing is I'm, I'm going to keep fun. checking, listening, because I'm, those stories right. have got me nervous. All right. Packing both my of pistol us. and punch dagger all the time. Now, the tunnel is, you guys get these handwritten orders that show up about changing the angle of descent, changing the direction of the tunnel. Um... Are we going deeper or is higher? Is it angled? Um, it is angled. It is angled because if it's not, the water will pool. Ah. Um, but it's... Um, uh, you're still probably... You, you're, so the rise is very gradual as you're going. <coughs> um, something's... Yeah, something's got to be the lowest point. Now, yeah, in order to be a little uh, fast-forward about this, I will say that... Um, up to this point, you've seen no sign of Major Walcott whatsoever. Um, all you've, uh, the only person who's seen him right now is Captain Boyd, your commanding officer. And uh, again, you've seen evidence of him insofar as these annoying notes that say, adjust the tunnel a little bit this way, adjust the tunnel a little bit that way, eat the note after you've read it. <laughs> now, yes, sir, Major Asshole. It comes to be uh, good, but sir. How fine are the adjustments? I mean, does this seem like he knows exactly where there's something he's looking for, like he's trying to intersect a specific shaft? The or? adjustments are very fine. Oh. I would have thought that you know, <coughs> he's going to make some adjustments because if you make just a slight variation, you go far enough and you've gone off quite a bit. But if, yeah. he's, if he's doing well, fine adjustments... tunneling towards a general area like He's at the end of summer. Heading for a very, very yeah. I mean, with seven, with 
location 17 and 18, it's like you get under some huns. Yeah. Whereas this is... Are we heading towards the church crypt? That's the only underground place near that village I could think of. That would be the only thing under there, yeah. This is start, okay. start tunneling a little bit, you know. Go ahead and give little, me a, uh, either a, more a than, uh, cartography or navigate right. It's yeah. no, no, it's getting his back. Navigate higher. Yeah. Uh, red side. Okay. Uh, yeah, made it. Yeah, uh, you go back, you do your measurements from the spot where the shaft is sunk. Yeah. All the way back, you remeasure every inch of this tunnel you're digging. Um, it seems pretty clear that he's trying to intercept so they can die. Tunnel's dead on course for it. Now, how fast do you want me to... I, I can fast forward uh, to May 7th. Is there anything... Yeah, that's right. The month of April is spent digging a tunnel. Most of the month of March is spent digging a tunnel. At 25 feet a day. So how yeah, far just, would that take us? Uh, let's see. Oh, within it's uh, something like uh, seven hundred thousand. Uh, it's like twelve hundred feet. Less, more than an asteroid, less than something. <laughs> twelve hundred feet. So Are we at twenty-five feet a uh, day? That's, about, that's almost a quarter mile. That's a little way. Oh, no. Who the hell out of there? All right. So um, I say, slipping my. What do you guys want to do before time. the seventh? Um, I'm going to keep checking and listening. I'm going to keep checking the dirt and, you know, let it be known that if, you know, come across anything that's not just clay, yeah. no matter how unimportant it seems, I'm really bored. <laughs> and I will and I will look at anything. I'll climb all the way down the shaft and all the way to the, to the fucking work face to, to look at the Roman coin yeah. or the arrowhead. Or, or whatever any. it is that you find in the dirt. Oh. Or petrified I'm, hog rennet, yeah. Uh, especially if it's an Indian head. Yeah, <laughs> arrowhead, you know, buried underground. Uh, yes, it's only... Belgium would be really, really unique. Indian, <laughs> I, I'm thinking if you find an Indian arrowhead buried 50 meters under the Belgian dirt, yeah. You <laughs> should, somebody should know about this immediately. It was a patriot arrow. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a proto-man. Um... I don't know if this means anything. What's the air quality been like? Just standard, better? You guys are not noticing that the canaries are not freaking out. Okay. Uh, or dropping dead. The rats freak out. The canaries just you know, fall over dead. Um, but uh, are the, the rats, rats freaked out any more than usual? Uh, no. Okay. No, they really don't. really hard to judge. Um, the rat and the rats, <laughs> well, I say freak out. Well, Actually, the, rat, the rat. rats' behavior changes. They're slower than the canaries. Canaries go out first. Tell us they're more agitated. But the rats begin acting, and usually uh, that's the first sign of a high CO count. Okay. Um, although, again, canaries are preferred, but oftentimes you're not getting enough canaries shipped to the front because there's just that much of them dropping dead, and, uh, you know. Logistics. Logistics of the whole thing. So Germans intercept a canary shipment. <laughs> apparently, they would li- they would actually raise rats they got in the fucking trenches. Hmm. These are not lab rats. They just get rats in the trenches, put them in the same cages, and go. Right. Sort of kind of do the job. It's alive. Uh, I'm not going to give it a name or miss it when it's gone. <laughs> That's true. Or give it a German name. Willy. <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm. Okay, Wilhelm's well, I'll, good I'll take it upon myself to be the one to replace the rats. All right. 
Oh, you mean finding rats? Oh, the only other thing is um, you keep up with the rumors, the gossip, with the uh, unit near the uh, village. If they see any activity, any if like three man sentry teams go dis- Hello, disappear. Hello, Prince William. Yeah. Prince, Prince William still That's alive. About it, though. All right. During that during that time, uh, Major Castle doesn't report any more uh, missing sentries. Um, which actually is extremely long. Uh, extremely long period of time for there not to be any missing sentries. So go ahead and make me a luck one. So they should have been. We should have been tripling up all over the line. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you saying it. we should have had a surge right. of men? Uh, because you weren't asking about it, you do, however, work. pick up on the news that um, the New Zealanders to the south of you are now having a problem with sentries. South of us. South of us? So, like, over here? Yeah. Oh. Like, Kiwis probably topic themselves to the next No villages yeah. by there, right? Um, there's no village by there. Uh, and I shouldn't say south. They're, they're south of where your position is on the ground. Uh, oh, you're right. actually, you're at, your actual original tunneling, tunneling starting position is under under New Zealand unit. Oh, okay. So it's actually your dugouts, sentries are having a problem. They're now having the same problem that Castle had to the north of them. Uh, is boy, is our... Uh, Boyd is Boyd in charge of the no, New Zealand. No, the New Zealanders are, are commanded. Boyd's a whole lot not good. Uh, New Zealanders are commanded mm-hmm. by New Zealanders. It's all Crown Colony forces. Uh, if you want to put the guy who's in charge of this stretch of trench in touch with Castle, yeah, I so, would do that. All right. Tell him that you know the Germans Problem. started disappearing, and so put in three man teams. They lose three guys over about a week. The um, Kiwis do? Yeah. Right over your section of trench. Um, before they triple up on the sentries, and it seems to, seems to level off. Yeah. I'm going to suggest that we do tra- do a couple listens up. Is it, our tunnel do, does our tunnel connect up to the trenches where they all are? No. Your tunnel does not actually connect to the New Zealand trenches. If you're talking about the frontline trenches right. and the reserve trench, your start point uh, for the shaft is much further back, maybe 50, 60 yards back. So I, thought it, I thought that after we started digging it up, we then dug up into those just to see them, so it's not just one. We haven't been ordered there to dig one, up. That, that's a, that is a creepy truth of it. There is one shaft into the assault trenches. There's multiple exits into the dugouts, uh, the dugouts and the, the trenches. Those are a maze, all right? So that if a bunker, if, if there's a barracks underground, there are like two or three exits to get out of it. But as far as the tunnels you're digging, and they're not all just two by four. Like, as I said, as you're digging, they build a, a proto dugout along the way, which is like a 10 by, it's like a, six by ten room off to the side of the tunnel where the rescue team just sit and wait and play cards while somebody else is digging essentially so if there's any trouble at the work face bang they and they I'm assuming out. over the course of a month a month month and a half we've had occasional multiple. problems you've, you've put in multiple dugout uh, but we've had occasional problems at the, the work face right very oh, very few very few very few um, you're still deep enough that you're not running into CO2 CO pockets 
there have been there would be problems like okay, um, so and so. There's God. a snag in the, there's a snag in the airline for some reason. It's crushed by uh, uh, a bag of dirt falling off the rail car. Uh, you have to stop work. Um, pull the guys out, pump fresh air in. You know, uh, they have this ridiculous system involving uh, burning. They would actually burn a kind of uh, to, to make the air circulate. They would actually use heat. Right. Uh, that would uh, that would try and make cause the air to rise and leave. Like out. convection. Yeah, they're huh. trying to get the air out by convection. Because they didn't use fans or, or you know, things like that to, to get the air out. Yeah, it was like a bucket of... Literally, they'd put these buckets on shelves down the main central shaft, these buckets of... I want to say it was burning coals, and it would draw the air out, draw the CO out of the tunnels. Anyways, you guys... Um, uh, Oops. Yeah, I want to do listening as close to send him to listen. <laughs> as close to where the centuries have been vanishing as seems reasonable. Of course. Right, do, do we have the do we have the ability to, to order? You, you I guys, saw that. You guys can you go. What? You guys can send guys up to the, the, the front trenches. But yeah, to, to listen ridiculous. to those. It's going to be. You can listen to it, but the the, the trench is going to be made out of a lot of wood. Uh, it's going to have a wood floor. It's going to have a drain in the bottom of it that allows the muck and whatever to run out. Going to be hearing people walking and bombs yeah. falling, yeah, um, or aircraft or whatever, or whiz bangs going overhead, or Jack Johnson's going overhead. Apparently, they named one of the German shells after the American black boxer. I don't know quite why. <laughs> Apparently, it created an enormous cloud of black smoke <laughs> and killed everything around it. <laughs> <laughs> so they need a Jack Johnson. Nice. All right. <laughs> I want to beat that show. I'm on. I'm on Zola, so I don't kill you, motherfuckers. Well, that's a Tyson. That's more of a Tyson thing. Yeah. Yeah. If the shell <laughs> killed and ate them, the shell tore off their ears. Yes. Uh, so right. uh, you can listen around up there, which are going to. I mean, there are. All right. I should point out something else. There's this assault. There is this assault tunnel, but there are also, I'm sorry, uh, other tunnels that are dug down. Some of them are off the main assault gallery. Uh, they go like this in front of your trench. Out into no man's land. And each and of these are, listening are the listening are the listeners of galleries. In fact, these are set up with a very sophisticated system of telegraphs where the guy listening signals what he hears and it goes back via wire to a dugout where one of the officers, probably whoever the attendant is in charge of the listeners, is sitting with a map showing where the tunnelers are and you know a ticker tape and he reads off what they hear and plots where the sound is coming from two guys say it's going from you know it's right. coming from 90 degrees this way or it's coming from 20 degrees this way they triangulate it back there oh, and the it's officer done, of the watch does and it's it. very it's done very quickly it's done very quickly um 
But anyway, so there is the, there are those tunnels. So you don't go to the, tr- the actual trenches and listen. Yeah. You go to the you go to the galleries. But yeah, since they're already manned. Now those things are <laughs> at this point uh, hundreds of feet back from where you're working. You're way out in front of the listening galleries. Uh, you can there are listening posts along where you're working as you're going north. But uh, if you're listening back here, you would not be in as good a position as if you were out listening along. Yeah. In this area. Well, that's what I've been doing is going out, you know, like yeah. get to here and listening. So. Well, give me a luck roll. Okay. Uh, red hot. Yeah. Then um, <laughs> it is uh, the night of May seventh. And while you come out, you are on your way out to listen. take another take another listen. When you are uh, actually, give me everybody, give me a luck roll. Eleven. Okay. Red eye. Oh, good God, eighty. Okay. Well, you missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Missed it. Nope. I could have used the blue guy. Oh, seventy. Oh. <laughs> All right. You two guys start off on this asleep. They're just off duty. These two guys are actually on duty for the purposes of what's going on here. And you are, since you made like well, are actually doing what you said you wanted to do, which is go out to the end of the tunnel right. and poke at it with the geophone. Right. On your way out there, crawling through this unbelievably narrow and uncomfortable tunnel. I'm size 15, by the way. Yeah. Oh, uh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I'm huge. Uh, as you were wiggling your way through this, I've covered your body in engine grease or butter or something. I'll be happy grease once, Lady Doris. <laughs> grease me up, woman. Okay. We've been waiting all evening for that. No, that just came from nowhere. I've been waiting for it. it came from I bigger. see the Scots oh. stingy with courage as well, but <laughs> but no. no, you don't say that to the demolitions guy. <laughs> I've invented something I call fragging yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I see you invented fragging. <laughs> no, I'm more the muse of fragging. He invented fragging. <laughs> All right. All right. So, one of your you time, you find yeah. uh, you are met on the way, coming on the way back. Yeah. Uh, one of your many Joneses. Um, this unit has a fair number of Welshies in it. All right. And um, there we go. On the way, you got you run into Corporal um, uh, William Jones. Yeah. Who's on his way back down the tunnel, heading towards you, bumps into you into the dark. Moses crawling around the tunnels has done an absolute pitch fucking black dark. Because why do you need to see? When there's no, there's nobody get lost. It's one, one to tunnel. Go. You're going to up or back. That's it. Um, which, however, that doesn't mean that you guys don't carry candles. Everybody carries a few candles for emergencies, you know, in their packs and some friction matches, or maybe a trench ladder. Corporal Jones bumps into you, and you identify each other very quickly. And Corporal Jones wants to tell you that there's a terrible sound coming from the front of the workface. What? What kind of sound? Uh, he says, it sounds like maybe machinery or something. Machinery? Yeah, something 
something regular and, 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 wow. and uh, 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 with a piece. Uh, how close was it? it? It's really loud. I don't know how I don't know how far away or how close it is, but it's, it sounds really close. All right. Uh, is anyone else in the tunnel with us? Uh, not where you are, but there are. Uh, you know, from the duty roster, that uh, Jones and three other guys should be at the work face. How close am I to the uh, edge? You are closer to the work face than you are to getting getting back to uh, right. to uh, 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 call this in. All right, um, Jones, we're going to uh, go back, take a look, and then we'll both go back to report on this. Okay. You turn around probably by doing a, just doing a roll. Yeah. Heads back the other direction. Go ahead and give me They're a either listen. Of, we're both armed, right? Or well, um, at the tunnel face, most guys are armed maybe with a knife. Right. Officer probably has a sidearm, but it's close quarters in here. You don't normally carry a sidearm. Um, oh, Bang. Can I make a luck check? Uh, go <laughs> ahead and make a luck check to see if you're carrying a sign. All right, black eye. Uh, 70. Yeah, my luck's 80. All right, so. lucky fucker. You're <laughs> carrying your Webley. All right. Uh, most guys are carrying uh, some of the melee weapons. Maybe one of a, maybe a, a, a knuckle knife or a pushback in case. And it's happened before where they're digging and they just knock through some dirt and hit the wooden wall of a German tunnel from the other side. That's happened before. And a, a, a hand-to-hand fight with picks and shovels has ensued. Wow. Um, Next thing you know, you're in the shot. Yeah. So, um, um, these guys are probably armed with maybe just the entrenching tools at the front, maybe a knife or two at this point. Right. They wouldn't be ready to go. All right. Um, all right, yeah, you move up the front. Give me a, give me a listen roll. Uh, red hot. Uh, still made it. Listen, okay. 75. You're not even up. You're not even. You don't even have the geophones on. Yeah. And you are hearing a sound that sounds like a pulse. I mean, it's, it's regular, but it's not like a machine. It's not. It has a second stroke, so it's like. Um, I'm gonna flick a candle on, take a look at the uh, uh, a visual. What did you say? It wasn't uh, survey. Of the area. <laughs> well, when, you, when you get to the front, you turn that candle on. What you see is three very upset-looking Welsh miners at the front of the work face, and they're you know, oh, stripped yeah. to the waist, covered in blue, uh, you know, hyper hyper clay. You know, yeah. uh, with their you know wearing that crazy. Money Python towel on their head thing where they yeah. put the napkin over their head, you know, and tie the knots at the three corners so they don't get sweat in their eyes. Uh, looking, they don't look, they look unhappy to say the least. Yeah, the sound, right? Yeah. You can hear it, you can hear it in the ambient area, in, in, in here with you. Alright. Uh, I'm going to tell the men to withdraw that uh, this is not good. Uh, Everyone, go on. I'll lead the way back, or I'll be up the last one out. So. Ah. <laughs> I'll bravely lead the way away. <laughs> Sorry, the officer caught He's it. He, he got it. All yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you going to stop and use the geophone? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for a second. <laughs> Make a listen roll. All right. Black oh, he blows. Up, see if you can pick up the guitar. No. Yeah. yeah. I make it. Pick up the guitar. Give me an idea roll. <laughs> guitar roll. It's modified. All right. 
Yeah. My base is 80. That matters. Walking speed. Yeah. Am I a tubular bell? Marimba. You would say it sounds like drums. Drums. If you didn't know it was clearly impossible, you would say it sounds like drums. All right, I'm going to huge kettle drums. I'm going to impress upon the men that they need to get their goddamn asses out of here. <laughs> Troll faster! Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have the Webley drawn, they've too. They've made a tunnel so big they've got a marching uh, band. Now, also, I'm going to look at the, uh, the... See how the dirt dirt is shaking. See, like, it's, does it look uh, like something's about not, to breach? The dirt is not shaking. It's clay. So it doesn't look like anything's about to breach? No, it doesn't look like it's pushing through. You see no signs of it. All right. With your, you know, little candle. And you're in there with that one flame flicking around in this little hole. All right. Once everyone's go, I'm going to be, you know, uh, eyes towards away with the wobbly trot, pointing Scoot towards on your ass backwards. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, while everyone's crawling forward, we can just sit your ass on the little uh, cart with the wheels on it, <laughs> the track, and you can just, you know, yeah. push yourself backwards with your feet, aiming well, over your neck. Right, I'm also going to while we're going our way up. He's size 15. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's about like that. He's, he's probably laying on his back. I'm limber. You know, he's probably laying on his back with the cart in the middle of his small of his back and he can push with his feet. Yeah. Just that, you know, your head will want to flop backwards. Also, on the way back, I'm going to tell the men that they better not repeat a single word of what they've heard or what they think they've heard. Until, um, the, until yeah. the officers have sorted it out. Right, exactly. Okay. Um, when we get to back to the edge, assuming nothing happens... Those two men as sentries or guards keep an eye out and get the other officers and rouse the hell out of them. You rouse the brain trust in about 10 minutes, 15 minutes because it's so difficult moving down down, uh, in this area. But you do wake everybody up. Grabbing my sod off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To find out what the other listening posts are. Yeah, send someone to find out and see if they heard anything. I heard something down there. Well, I'm going to grab. It must be a new digging machine because it makes a it makes it's a pattern. It's like this rhythmic rhythmic thing, almost like a, a drum or something. It must be an automated digging something. I don't know. Early in the war, you guys know that people tried automatic automated digging and filling devices, and they were freaking loud and noisy, and you never snuck up on anybody with yeah. an engine powered. And of course, you also asphyxiated your crews with all the carbon monoxide from the engine. All right, who's a good listener? Who's a good listener? I am. <laughs> you are. You are. Yeah. You two. Well, send the here. Enlisted here. Enlisted. By the way, my uh, well, my character sheet has no well, skill. Uh, I was going to send here and here or is that? Shotgun. No, that is very distant from the work face. Well, don't they already have reports what? from the uh, telegraphs? Oh yeah. Um, there's no reports coming in from those stations saying that they hear this sound. Right. Uh, I'm going to go listen there. You guys listen there and there, and we'll see if we can triangulate how, it. How long do you want to wait and do this? Because there's, there's, there's no instant communications between these positions. Uh, uh, there's no radios. There's no Right. Ten minutes rendezvous here. Okay. Uh, can I get someone to go to location 17 and give it a listen? I'll do that. All right. Who's got good ears? I've got I don't think ears. I have any listen... I, I, I have. I have. <laughs> he's, he's duffing himself with the fucking experience. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine because what I want from you is to get one of those augers. I don't have and a one of those uh, torpedoes. Torpedoes. All right. I don't have a skill and maybe prepare anything uh, bigger. Okay. Oh, you're right. It's base. Base. Okay. Yeah, you're. It's gonna okay, be base with that. Then I'll just have my Webley and uh, well, actually, my Webley and my 
medical kit. I'm, I'm going to get a torpedo. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. I'm going to have the... You go to the arsenal, too. you uh, pull out what these things, they call them as a... They call them a sometimes call them a torpedo, sometimes they call them a, a camouflage, which is like the old medieval term is there anything for blowing up a tunnel. Anything a bigger and smaller than a canister of... Well, explosive, but bigger than the standard thing for collapsing a tunnel is one of these shaped sort of cylindrical charges that you, you bore a hole in the wall, stick it in, and it blows the wall out. All right, we'll um, have one of those. You could also certainly come up with a couple of cans of ammo, uh, Aminol All right. and rig those up for whatever you have <laughs> in mind. we got plenty. Just Let's remember, just it, will, it, it, will, it will absolutely collapse the tunnel, no problem. One can, you're... Well... If you packed it in with sandbags and set it off, yeah, we fucking okay. So I'll gather all that together. All right. Uh, you also have the option of uh, gathering together a number of enlisted men who are also on the demolitions team, so you're not doing shit by yourself. Sure, Ralph's the Nazi. So right. ten minutes rendezvous at the joint. All right. Okay. Uh, for those, uh, you give me your listen roll. Yep. Give me your listen roll, and you give me your listen roll first. Yep. Like I. Yeah. All right. oh, 33. Yeah, 33 out of what? 75. And what'd you roll 33 out of? What'd you roll? 61 out of 75. Okay, what'd you roll? Uh, 54. Okay, out of? Uh, 75. All right. You guys, even with the geophones, do not hear anything. Huh. Now, as far as uh, oh, distances go, well. when you guys had your training, um... The, when you had your training, um, the farthest distance you're able to hear with a geophone underground is about, in this kind of condition, is about 200 feet. Right. So you're not hearing anything from here and here and here, but that's because this, this is, is not. More than 200 feet. This is more than it's more than 200 feet to this uh, to the, the assault. Okay, you can gallery. start the game now. We're here. All right. <laughs> to the assault gallery. Well, Chances are, clean yeah. so sweep. No. <laughs> what you're hearing, though, yeah. some hacking. Depending on how loud it is, because you're hearing it well, in, I knew uh, that in the ambient space. Yeah, you yeah. saw that. It's closer to 200 feet. Watsy, then Watsy took one, one of the other ones. It's very close to the to the north tunnel. Yeah, it's very close to the workforce. Or if you wanted to be uncharitable, it might even be. It might even be like. Uh, 50 feet from the work face. If you're not hearing it here, but you're hearing it here, yeah. it's yeah. fucking close. You could be a day or two away from whatever it is. Walcott, Walcott is not around. He's back at, at some chateau uh, drinking Chateau Lafitte. Or we could be three inches from it. Yeah. No, I don't have. Well, then someone better. We better try to get a message. All right. Uh, yeah. You guys employ Captain Boyd, your CEO. Um, what do I hear when I get there? Uh, let's see here. And I rolled two zeros. All right. So yeah, no. You rolled. You fumbled. I fumbled by listening to scary drums roll. All right. You get there. Um, you can hear it. It sounds like a throb. You you do not. It doesn't sound to you like drums. It sounds like machinery. Well, I said it was a machine that sounded like drums. <laughs> we're not hearing drums. We're hearing machinery. It's some so sort of machine. See, I'm already rationalizing. The character's already rationalizing. Ours, your concern, us. The idea of drums underground scares. Uh, make another listen. Uh, 
Are you that, there by oh, yourself? Yes. That one succeeded. Yeah, I'm okay. there all alone. Oh, man. Now, um, how long do you listen? <laughs> well, I'm as long to as meet them at, in 10 minutes to okay. consult. consult. It's still going on, that sound, that sound's still going on by the time you leave. Now, that means that since he turned up and listened to it, has been about 25 minutes. Oh, good but we don't know how long. Presumably the guys at the fucking work face were scurrying back with the news pretty darn quick. So this may have been, this may have been going on for half an hour. Right. How are they doing? Yeah. Get up there, listen again. I, I know yours are better. Uh, tell me if it's louder. Tell me if it's changing direction. Go. Does the captain know yet? Wall. Yes. Yes, he does. Wall. See if you can. The captain's response is, "I'm not telling Walcott anything until I know what this is." Roof, floor. All right. I'm taking it on all five sides. I'm taking the other listener to contact Walcott. And here, until he's taken an opportunity to determine for himself what this is. And is he going up? Yeah. He'll be down. The captain board will be down here in the hole with you guys, um, and we'll actually go to the face to listen for himself. All right. Well, Tom and I um, are going to go first since we're both listeners, and uh, the officer has given me the uh, sawed-off, so we're going there doing a whole survey, listening to each wall to try and triangulate the position. Go ahead and um, make me a couple of listening rolls. All right. Yeah, I'm going to... Now, yeah. someone's got to talk good. to Boyd, right? right. Boyd's coming down. Okay. Boyd is actually right. down here making his way to the right. face. I said two He's going to get the intelligence off. Oh, six. Ah, five. All right, um, give me a navigation roll. The captain oh, doesn't want the intelligence off. Six. Six. No. Yep. He's heard right. it. Well, I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> made that? 20. All right, you're positive that it is, that it is directly in front of you based on the listens in your, in your, in your navigation roll. You rolled an 06 and a... On three. And you rolled a... <laughs> For which roll? First roll. The first roll was a thirty-eight. Second roll was a five. Then a twenty right. for navigation. You guys are listening. <laughs> and uh, I, I would love to take you to the next room and give you the information so you can come <laughs> back and give the bad news to them. <laughs> but well, where are we? Are we? You are listening to it, and you are positive that it is not just drums. Uh, what else? <laughs> Does it sound like? Well, maybe if it was a steam engine, it made strange. You know, there was sort of a sound of steam escaping through pipes. It has kind of a piping sound. That makes sense. It's steam powered or some sort of. And uh, why? How long are you going to listen there? Yeah. How long are you going to listen? Enough to determine with certainty that it's fifty feet or right ahead. And then we're then we're. Yeah, not staying there, not okay. longer. No. On that second, on that second roll, you rolled an 06, mm-hmm. and you rolled an 05. Yeah. It's second. <laughs> the uh, you are positive also that it when it, when I, I told you I had this. It's, it, it picks up a tempo. It's moving faster, 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 faster. Positive hearing screen. <laughs> yeah, uh, did any sentries just disappear tonight? <laughs> what? I've got explosives and I've got lots On an of 05 and 06, you are hearing screams. Like, sir, I know this is not my place, but uh, this is fucked up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all in the name of king and country, sir. <laughs> good boy. Uh, uh, like, all due, respe- all due respect, sir, but 
fucking Get the fuck out of here. Let's talk you more crawly. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they, they bravely scurry back. Uh, and, uh, well, where the you... fuck is Boyd? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Captain Boyd says, well, what do you hear up there? It's just like... They have something big. It, it's a machine. It's making noises. Some, like, pipes. Steam escaping from them. There, there must have been an accident. Someone... I, I could have swore someone screamed. Someone screams. sir. Where is this intelligence get? He suggested sending for him. Boyd did not want to send for him. Why not? Well, he's the captain. He doesn't need a reason. We can send in it. He wants to know. He wants to know what's going on to the best of his own ability to determine before he comes and has this guy show up and tell him a different story. I don't. He didn't trust him. Should we? We can push him through the tunnel. Plus, if it's nothing, he He doesn't want to feel like an idiot. Boyd wants to go down and hear this. I'll take so, it. All right. I'll take it. Here, you take the sawed off. Should yeah, we? I'll take the sawed off. Should we take the torpedo down? No, you shouldn't take the torpedo down. What I want you to do is, I want you to take the torpedo down, uh, halfway down the, partially down this tunnel here, um, but far enough off so it's uh, it's sort of out of the radius of this mine. <laughs> and yeah, not because smart. I was not to set off the mine, but I don't want us collapsing this tunnel to signal the Germans that there's work in this area. They'll hear it when we blow the tunnel. I want you to take that that uh, the torpedo and install it partway down this tunnel so we can collapse it. All right. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I think you'll know when it's time to collapse it. When it... It'll either be when I tell you or when it's clearly time to collapse it, all right? So we'll yeah. collapse it this tunnel? To put your... This tunnel. The tunnel we've been digging. Yeah. All right, sir. I'll... Right. Uh, no, that's what I mean. We're collapsing this, this one. one. Yes. Yeah, it'll tip off down. the Germans. If, well, it could if, it, if the now this is all not the scale. What I'm saying is if we if we collapsed it closer to this gallery, uh-huh. which is going to be closer to this mine, there's a chance that the explosion will be read by the Germans. The Germans will know that there was work in this area. I'd rather have them think that there's work hundreds of, of, of yeah yards further Under. north, out in the middle of no man's land. Yeah. So yeah, they will yeah. think that it went off out here rather than under their lines. Are you sure you only want it halfway, not a little closer? No, halfway sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I don't really. No, come in. Hear the drums. It's fun. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. He does want the he does want the mine positioned halfway All down right. the tunnel. All right. So right. I guess I'll, I'll be there waiting. Let's go. All right. <laughs> How are you, sir? What you end up having to do to position that counter flat is literally to take a crowbar, pry the wood off the wall out of its position, and then put Which that auger in and just start. Drilling out Oh, good lord. <laughs> I'll give him I'll give him both. Alright, I trust you. You get up there, Captain Boyd takes out the geophone, starts listening. Uh, and it was you, audible without the geophone. Yeah, it was audible without the geophone. But you didn't hear that. They heard this. They heard you heard oh, the screaming with the geophone. No, we, were, we were still after it was very, very, very. It's going to be best game product of the year or something. Uh, right. Now, without the geophone, 
Uh, it sounds like a kind of well, I'm imagining this. We're in a tunnel like this. So there's no light. Somebody it's black. pitch black. It goes on for 60 yards. When you're listening to it, the geophone is just... And we've got a... We've got some weird noises in front of us. And there's explosives behind us. And they're hearing screaming. Screaming is hard to freak. What you got going? Captain Boyd starts listening to it. Ah. Definitely coming out of here. He stays listening to it. About, you know, five minutes go by... I'm not, like, don't leave till he does. That's the yeah. deal. <laughs> and then it comes to an end. Um, Captain Boyd looks at his watch. Takes off the geophone. Um, says, see if you can hear anything. Listen. Right. Yeah, well, if You're there's not anything. Any sound. Huh. Um, and so he just sits there watching his watch, you know, Waiting and waiting, and probably you guys sit there for another ten minutes and didn't seem to start again. Um, and he crawls back. He says, All right, let's go. Crawls back. They come back to the. Uh, well, you're, if there's any place you guys are meeting in, it's going to be one of those little proto dugouts, Wait. which again, early is the one of the one of the dugout one of the proto dugouts that was made and then abandoned while they built a new one. It was closer to the work phase. Okay. So you've probably crawled back down the tunnel uh, south of where the mine is installed. You've probably run the wires back to the dugout so you can sit in the dugout back there and turn it. Now, mind you, once you set it off, uh, you've got to get out fast because the carbon monoxide is going to follow you. In fact, it's usually best to have be proto-suited up. Uh, and have a dugout. Proto-suit skill. Then the proto-guy will suit you up. Okay. And then accompany you out. That's how it would work. <laughs> That's me. Your job. That's me. And me. He's and not your medic. He's not suited up, right? Uh, nobody's suited up at the moment. So I Absolutely. guess we need to get suited up. Just in case. Well, okay. Uh, I got a proto suit at 30. So. I've got it at 60. One of the well, proto suit guys would have to show you how to get into your gear. Here's how you do it. <laughs> or I could just go back there by myself and let you guys do that so that there's not one more body in, in the way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do this with as few people as possible. When uh, Boyd gets back, he says, all right, um, we're going to leave one of the uh, non-commissioned officers on the plunger here with one of your proto-men and the people serves under you in the rescue units to be sitting there at this tunnel as lookouts. They're going to be equipped with electric lanterns. And the rest of us are going up top to have a little talk. NCOs, that NCOs, and NCOs and officers. Everybody comes up top. So right. we've got two men left here. One with the plunger. One with uh, everybody else out of the hole, including everybody else who's working together. But we're not going to blow it now. Not yet. No. So somebody's on my. Well, I think we're supposed to capture that machine, whatever it is. Oh, not yet. They, Boyd leaves instructions for the uh, for the men that if there's any sign that the tunnel is breached. That there's any that the Germans are coming into the tunnel, they're to blow it and get out of the uh, get out of the tunnel. Um, he stops. He he makes sure that uh, runners crawlers are sent down to the other workspace to tidy up all the men and get everybody out of the mine right now. So he wants to have a little chat. With yes, up uh, up up out of the environment of the mine. <laughs> uh, so we're actually going to be up under the open sky. 
Well, no, because then uh, the we'll Germans be, drop shells on you. You'll be up we'll in, be in, the, in a less <laughs> confining underground environment of the dugouts. I yeah. use the, That's the bunker system that's, that they... I mean, the dugouts have whole cafeterias and bunk beds and offices and telegraph offices and, and everything, you know, <laughs> all set up underground. But they're not the tunnels that you guys are digging. You guys built them to house all these troops. All right. Uh, so these are what are connected. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go up to one of those. Got it. Uh, Boyd says, I listen to the, I listen to it and it doesn't sound like a machine. You disagree completely. Well, on a double line. <laughs> what else could it conceivably be? I don't know, but it sounded it. It, um, um, it didn't sound like a, it I'm didn't going, sound like any machine that I. I'm going heard. geology. All right. O2. There, I can't think. You the the problem the thing that you come up with with a geology wall is it's fucking close. You guys are maybe like I said, fifty feet through the dirt to this thing, um, but. There's more than that. There's something about that sound that sounded like it wasn't the sound of metal against clay, which is what any machine or any tool is going to be. It's going to be metal contacting the earth. This had a different kind of resonance that almost made it sound like it was sound, as if the machine was sitting in a room making noise. And the room... Open room. An open room, and the room was lined with a a, a denser, uh, more brittle material than clay. Stone that had a higher resonance. Stone. So I'm, I'm trying to think of some kind of natural process that would produce this kind of deep. With an O2, absolutely not. No natural process. There is some sort of artificial human intervention there. They have built would some sort of gallery. How close are we to the uh, you guys are really the only reason they might be, be doing that is if they had an assault team. The Crips. We're next to the, the church crypts. Maybe, but the church crypts would have to be 40 meters straight down. Preposterous. In a small village like that, the church crypt is a basement built under the church. Yeah, right. Now, um, I mean, if, if the Germans started shelling the, the village, it wouldn't sound like that. No, in fact, when you get up top, there's no sound. There's, there's no report that the Germans just dumped another 5,000, you know, 7.7 centimeter rounds on, on Hilligenbad. Well, there's obviously in some sort of pattern. structure. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a yeah, with, with a beep. Yeah. The Germans are not known for this. <laughs> okay, they have some fine, fine, you know, marching music. But. So if we contact attack with the uh, intelligence guy. Uh, it's next. Not going to be any tech now for another seven uh, years. One thing that Boyd will point out to you guys is that, um, uh, as far as he can tell, that uh, sound stopped at 1 a.m. You guys backtrack and do the math. How long did it take to get there? How long did this get to do? Started exactly at the start there's of a midnight. Very, there's a very... It looks like it could have been very close to midnight if not starting at midnight. But it fell between two hours on a man-made clock. I mean... So there's a shift? Huh. There's... There had, if for it to start at midnight and end at one, it's not natural. It's, it's, a, it's a human... 
I'm going to mention I'm going to opine to him that it sounds to me that they've built some sort of gallery there and they've put some machine perhaps for air circulation and they've got some sort of shift going well he agrees it's obviously time to get Walcott down here to um, to provide some answers so he goes and picks up the field telephone, cranks it up, and gets put through. And you all spend, uh, you know, 15 minutes waiting for the call to go through. And, I'll put it on. Uh, you know, well, Major Walcott's gone to bed. Well, get his batsman to wake him up, you know. He said to call at any time. <laughs> is, I think that's the term, right? That's yeah, the term. That's, that's right. the term. Uh, actually, actually, it's wrong. <laughs> I, I was doing the research, and I found out batsman is World War II. Oh, really? It's, uh... But boy, they literally called it something like the little literally something terrible, like a soldier servant. Wow! It was something or, or sailor servant. It was, it was really it was a terrible term. It wasn't anything cool like batsman or major <coughs> or, or, or 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 valet or, or dog's body or anything like that. You know, had a terrible. The official term was terrible. I don't know. And batsman doesn't turn up until. The Second World War, and apparently it's uh, it's a it's an Indian colonial term, huh. not a not a English you know metropolitan home army term. So get his valet to wake him up. Valet might be good too. <coughs> this boy, um, this boy. <laughs> uh, if you listen to uh, Major Boyd talk and give his report. Major Boyd asked the questions you would hope he would ask. You know, what is this we're encountering? You've obviously, you know, you know, we're, you know, we know we're under Hilligan Pad. What exactly is the objective at this point? You know, we've reached this. What do you want us to do? You only hear his side of the conversation. He's like, well, no, the sound stopped. No, I don't know if it started up again. Yes, I can find out if it started up. Started, started up again. Uh, well, I don't think that's advisable. What else do you? What, what other information do you have? Well, that, that simply isn't good enough. Um, and and when, when do you think you might? Uh, uh, come down. Very well. I will see you then. Goodbye. And so, the major seemed to think that as long as the sound was gone, we should proceed. He'll be down tomorrow morning to check on the diggings. <laughs> Nobody's going to go down there and dig. That's my order to you. You didn't hear you didn't hear anything that Major Walcott said. I talked to him on the phone only. We're not digging until he turns up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. All right. So the major turns up. I'm. Yeah, we'll just relieve. We'll, we'll keep those uh, sentries down there. Yes. Triple sentries. I would recommend also switching out the sentries. 
Yes. Very, very regularly, like, you know, putting a guy down there in and out every couple hours. All right. I'd say every hour. And, and, and perhaps somewhat, well, well, there's two of them, right? So two. So keep each other awake. <laughs> Let's go with three. Somebody said three. <coughs> Wasn't there yeah. a problem with three sentries up and down the line? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you guys put uh, three red shirts down there <laughs> doing their doing their shift in the dark, mostly while she's in uh, Cornishman. Almost as um, uh, It's probably not long now. Um, despite uh, despite the, the order not to tell anyone, um, those of you who are... Uh, those of you who have any experience with working with the Welsh or the Cornish will probably notice very quickly that some plates have been left out between now and tomorrow morning when the major's going to turn up. But a number of plates and uh, uh, rum rations have been left out uh, inside the dugouts and also inside the tunnels. Uh, that's your traditional uh, Cornish Offering to the Tommyknockers, <coughs> which is the supposed spirits that uh, knock on the walls of a tunnel before they collapse uh, to warn the miners. And if you leave out food and drink, uh, they'll always make the warnings. Uh, obviously, they're listening to the, the stone and earth and the timbers strain, is what they're hearing. But you can't tell them that, so. Over the course of the night, those those little uh, accoutrements begin to appear uh, in the tunnels. There's a story about the, the drums, the drums in the deep, uh, circulate <laughs> amongst the rest of the men. What rot! The next man I hear spreading such absolute absurd rumors will have his rum ration cut for a week and be lucky, and count himself lucky if he's not caned. <laughs> awesome. Now he he's a lieutenant. Uh, After all, I'm sorry. Cambridge caning cured everything. Yeah. He's a lieutenant. I'm a second lieutenant. Yes. So he outranks. Yeah, he outranks me. Uh, but it means also that we're probably not too too formal. I mean, he's only outranks me by a couple of months. Yeah, but he has a full. It's not just some matter of seniority. It's a full grade in rank. It's the difference between a captain and a major, a colonel and a general. Can I, I'm going to try and appeal to his. Uh, to, to him from a sense of morale. Um, I have a 25 occult, so I know about this legend. Yeah. So I'm going to appeal to him as these these men are these men are superstitious men. They, they, they live underground for most of their lives. I think it would hurt the morale to disrupt this ceremony. It's, it's harmless. It's I, harmless. If they want <coughs> to waste their rum ration. Leaving it out for the boogeyman. I have no issue with that. But I will not have this story about drums in the deep agitating them and making the situation worse. I think we can agree on that. Tommy Docker's story is supposed to be like uh, a positive thing, right? Yes, well, they are, yeah, they're, but they're, um, obviously I will, it's it's some sort of supernatural. Let's let's uh, go ahead and make me a cult roll. It'll be okay. modified. Your cult is really a matter of having dealt. Fifty. Fifty? And by occult's twenty-five. Um, yes. The Tommy Knocker story is generally considered to be uh, positive insofar that they will warn you if you're nice to them. Right. So, Tommy Knocker's rule! <laughs> I, I, I think we could order the men to keep... We could, 
we will order the men to say that. Yeah. Why is it potentially there's something no happening with the Germans? Do not sound spread yes. the word. Keep it, keep it quiet. But at the same time, I don't see a reason for us to set out your plates, but don't have this great potential. I agree. Best horror movie I've right. So we've decided that they can set out the plates, just don't spread the. No poly, poly rumors about drums down in the beak. That's none of that rot. None of nonsense. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lieutenant Tolkien is Balder taking Dash. notes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm saying, like, like, well, he was out there. He's out there somewhere. Lieutenant Tolkien is out there in the trenches somewhere at this very moment. Get Private Tolkien up here. Send him down there. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like, there's fucking drums. I, those are fucking drums. <laughs> you're, you're fucking I, it's like, and they're screaming. They're you screaming are too. You are too. You were yeah. probably back. Like, okay, dude, those were freaking drugs. And I was screaming. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I got... The Welsh left out the rum. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> so I'm drinking it all. I'm just going around drinking it up, voicing up. This one's got a cigarette button. It doesn't matter. It's six wet. seasoning. When do they smoke? They smoke underground. Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> these places, literally, the, the stories of these dugouts are these musky, smelly, filled with unwashed soldiers and cigarette smoke, and that covers the stink of the men with the cigarette and tobacco smoke. Uh, they're underground latrines, underground kitchens, uh, ammo storage, hospitals. But at least it doesn't rain on us. The dugout areas are electrified. There are light bulbs surrounded by you know metal cages, uh, and there's there's wires strung all through. Now the dugouts, the, t- the, the standard the tunnels are, are like are, are literally the standard tunnels are like six foot six exactly. And about five feet wide, so two men can pass. And for the for the big tunnels on the ground that are designed to get reinforcements from the back area up to the front lines, those can be as wide as eight feet. When you need to rush guys to the front in a big mass, uh, and there's like all these communication tunnels, and then there's like one or two big straight shot, you know, uh, reinforcement tunnels that are built parallel to the structures for, for moving guys around. Um, it is. It is a, a massive maze down there, built in a weirdly temporary way. Apparently, even today, they're having problems where these old tunnels would fill with water uh, after the war. Uh, the water would not be able to be compressed because, you know, it, it doesn't it's compress, water. but it would rot away all the wood. When the water levels dropped, these old dugouts are collapsing and they've been collapsing since the war and they even happen every once in a while now where some farmer's farm will just disappear into a hole, into these holes in the earth and they'll find it all full of gear. I mean, they'll find the stuff full of, a, you know, hundreds of old Mark III landfills, just abandoned uniforms, bunks, and literally, they just walked away and left these things after the war. If you were having a scenario set in the 19 or 20, or maybe even 21, they might still be able to be navigable and not completely filled with water. Huh. You know, 20 years later, you know, and by the way, one of the mines for this whole mine attack thing was a bit was, was abandoned by the British, it didn't go off during the attack, and it went off in 1963 when a lightning strike hit some pasture and the lightning went down through the ground and hit the detonators that were still in the pile. Wow. Blew some farmer's cows into orbit. <laughs> Didn't kill anybody, 
but it just all of a sudden 1963 boom it's right the bosch the bosch are back you know <laughs> well they're still finding stuff down there my, my friend when he was there uh they there was a neighbor whose son died because he found one of those mills grenades oh no. well it was worse than that he decided he was going to clean it oh. so he cleaned it with a grinder Wow. So he's got this spark. Huh? How old was this? 20 something. And he decided, well, I'll get it nice and polished. And he took a grinder to it. So it's sparking Darley's and it's shaking it. <laughs> and boom. Wow. Well, that's another Darwin Award. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, you want, if, if the, if the, if the 200,000 pounds of ammo will go off in your field and blow you up as a farmer, I can forgive that. I mean, it's not like the British said, oh, the British didn't tell anybody yeah. that they left. <laughs> this giant mound of explosives under the skies. We'll just pack up our bags and go home to England. Yeah. Go back to Blighty, and Wars that's over. the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Won the war for you. Uh, the, like, See you next time. See you in Dunkirk in thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll laugh at it. <laughs> um, all right. What are you guys going to do before Major Walcott makes his appearance? Drink. Try and get <laughs> some rest. Well, the captain has actually gone so far on the CYA department to uh, assign some people, starting around 7 o'clock, to be ready to run down to the work face and look like you're digging. (laughs) (laughs) When this guy's guy's, uh, car shows up, you're, you're, these these three enlisted men's job is to run down to the workplace as quick as possible and look like they've been busy. People are smearing themselves in mud, you know. You know, because we're not moving another teaspoon of clay until we talk to this douchebag. <laughs> and I take it Prince William's doing okay? Yeah, it's just okay. fine. Okay. So, 8 o'clock rolls around. I assume everybody wants to be there to meet the douchebag. Hell yeah. Uh, I can't wait to hear the explanation. <laughs> smoking, hungover, and... Yeah. <laughs> getting that good, Looking for solid British breakfast piss, British and bully off. beef yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee. All right. So, um... Holy <laughs> <laughs> <Bully> beef cigarettes. Holy <laughs> beef cigarettes and scrambled eggs. What a war. <laughs> like the gin and tonic did in India. <laughs> One clock rolls around, and sure enough, uh, uh, you get a call that you get a call saying that the major had arrived. Uh, again, at the you know way back at the reserve trenches exited his vehicle and is now working his way through the dugouts to come up to your to your uh, position, your barracks. Slack you guys off are team, not, slack off team, in a position. You, slack off team, in a position. <laughs> uh, the, you, guys are bunk, you guys are bunked and barracks inside these, you know, dugout with the enlisted living in three, the three, tall, three tall bunk beds and the officers getting one or two getting a, literally, a, the officers get a, a, a four like a five foot by eight foot area to call their own. It's like living in a submarine. Um, however, you guys, uh, you know, the officers' club. The officers' club being and you know, has has been cleared out, and there is an 
you say that like a joke, but they really would have these sort of small rooms, maybe you know, twenty by thirty feet that they cleared out, that were you know, that were that would be turned into quickly converted into into impromptu bars and taverns, you know, and it would be filled with all the typical. I mean, they got nothing to do. People, people would be in the trenches forever, have nothing to do, so they would create signs and you know from their old favorite pubs and carve it out of a piece of wood that they you know a piece of an airplane an airplane propeller that fell in the trench there's all kinds of weird trench art it all turns up all over the place uh, shells that are made into drinking glasses and you know, all kinds of crap well they actually have these like little clubs and little drinking and eating you know sort of private areas for like officers and even for the enlisted built underground just to keep them sane enough to stay in the trenches and not shoot their officers well, Walcott turns up with his valet. Actually, he doesn't come with his valet. The valet stays with the car, you know, because you wouldn't want to leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> what a bad neighborhood. Not with a wheelchair, right? <laughs> Anything get up. I hope one falls on it. I hope it be so hard. <laughs> Walcott turns up. Walcott is quite a, is tall for this age. He stands about five foot nine. Uh, most everybody is, you know, literally. Their malnutrition, turn of the century, you know, births. Uh, so what size 15? Size 15 is big bastard. You're over six foot tall. Size 10. Uh, size 10 is an average size guy. You're probably five, six, five, seven. Size 11 is about seven. Yeah. Um, Walcott's a little taller <laughs> than that. He shows up looking annoyingly clean. Of course. <laughs> wearing a, uh, you know, wearing a uh, staff <laughs> uniform. Um, carrying his uh, his uh, cap under his arm. Regulation uh, uniform, or has he modified it? Oh, he's he's regulation. Everyone start coughing. Asshole. Asshole. I beg your pardon. Um, <coughs> I was just a mouse. He uh, <laughs> he surprises you immediately by being See strangely something you love. <laughs> in that. When he comes in to meet Captain Boyd, he say, he, he basically says, Captain Boyd, and Captain Boyd salutes, and he goes, Major Wolf. And he sticks his hand out without returning the salute. Huh. Uh-huh. And he, he, he comes off as a little bit like the soft spoken. These are your officers. Well, you've done some stunning work. We're very, we're, we're very pleased with you. With you today. Uh, perhaps uh, I could uh, take an opportunity to uh, uh, hear your reports from last night. Uh, who were your uh, Who were your observation posts? Who were listeners last night? Yes, and um, uh, could I um, could I get your impressions on the um, on the kind of sound? There's drums, officer. No, I'm just, I'm not Sir, the bush. just a second. It's you drums. said you said it's unlike drums. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, did he just did he just say wait a second to the lieutenant the lieutenant? <laughs> yeah. Talk to the sergeant. He said drums first. Yes. Uh, tell us about the drums. <laughs> um, uh, do you think they sounded like um, tom toms or perhaps um, heavy drums? Uh, perhaps uh, a, a wooden drum, like a hollowed-out log, or perhaps oh, something, with a, like, something with a stretched skin. Oh, okay. It was like a... Is he having fun at this guy's expense? Is he 
jerk. Does he look maybe, maybe like psychological? Oh yeah, that'll that'll do just fine. Wait, sir. Yeah. Tell me. Okay. What kind of drums do you play over screaming? <laughs> they're screaming too. Hmm. And pipes with some sort of steam leaking. Oh, through. yes, yes. That's, that's that would be uh, consistent. World War One. Consistent. Absolutely. Oh, do tell. <laughs> do tell. What? Consistent with what? Um, with what we expected. Um, you expected this? Have you this? encountered any uh, stonework yet? We yes. think we heard it. Drums. It was it coming through stonework. Yes, I beg your pardon, Lieutenant? Um, I did not hear any pipes or anything other than a rhythmic noise. But uh, I'm a geologist. I know the difference that... uh, I know that I can hear the difference between sound passing through stone, sound passing through air, sound passing through through clay. Mm -hmm. You come down here and listen a lot and you learn these resonances. And that was, there was, it, it passed through air to stone to clay. It, ah. it, there is stone ahead of us, and that's not, that's not some, is that something? No. That, yeah. not that's deep. not something that should be here uh, in, in a state of nature. Oh, well. And it's close. Clearly, it's, it's, clearly it's not a state and, of nature. It's close. Clearly, there have been alterations. The Germans have constructed a stone chamber. Oh, I find that unlikely. We constructed a stone chamber? Found a stone chamber? The Belgians? No. <laughs> Not the Belgians, and so, except insofar as perhaps we're talking about the people that occupied the geographic location that is currently called Belgium. What? You uh, really couldn't you really couldn't call them Belgians and such as that that entity didn't really exist at the time. So Roland? At what time? Last night? Mm, no, no, certainly not. I, I, I imagine that these uh, structures could be um, gold, perhaps from before the Common Era. Common Era? What does what what this Common Era is talking about? So the Germans uh, have found AC. these ancient stone AC. chambers? Oh, in the year of our Lord. Yeah. Um, that's Anno Domini. This is, this is what scholars use. Uh, that's what I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Oh, God um, damn it, man, I'm a doctor, not a scholar. <laughs> oh, this is, um... So what, did... did uh, so you've known that these you. Germans have found these ancient sure. stone tunnels and... Oh, I don't know that the Germans have found them. Then, then who? I found them. You found them? them? Of course I did. Why well, who the hell's in there could now? You, could you present this in more of a chronological order? <laughs> oh, it might be easier to Yes, follow. well, um... While, uh, while examining um, um, certain uh, documents, and uh, both at school and after I um, got here to uh, uh, Belgium, Belgium, <laughs> I uh, I came across some indications that, that uh, suggested that there might be some uh, uh, structures in the area that uh, could be of um, well before the war. There would merely be of archaeological curiosities, but um, if uh, they pan out the way that they, they could... They, the man's um, waffling. They they could be uh, of some tactical advantage. Well, we are. Maybe not strategic, but at least tactical advantage uh, to the area. And um, uh, Field Marshal Haig found my um, uh, found my presentation quite convincing. Something else found them, or someone else found them first. Well, that... It's not the Germans making that noise. It's not us making that noise. 
It, uh, I wouldn't rule out the Germans, but I, I certainly never, during my research, I never found any material uh, you know, in German uh, that made any uh, reference to, to the site. Um, some of Occitan, uh, but none in German. Um, Occitan? It's one yes, of the regions of French. It's a medieval language. language. Um, it's a lot like Catalan down in right. Spain now. Well, wait, that's it. The Belgians, their village was, uh, when they were evacuating, some of them knew about the old tunnels, so they hid under there. And now they're uh, picking off the Germans and us when they can. So that's it. And we got some crazy villagers. The timing was interesting, though. How so? It seemed to start around midnight, exactly. At midnight. And ended. Do you have an almanac? Do we, do we have an almanac? <laughs> Luck. Luck. <laughs> no. No. It's 13. Of course I have, I have, I have one right here. <laughs> uh, would you mind checking the um, uh, the moon phase? Wait, the moon? I, I remember the moon. <laughs> and it is full. Oh. Uh, not only is it full... It's mega super full. <laughs> and the clips? It's dreadful. It's super saiyan full. <laughs> <laughs> it's over 9,000. See what I did there? <laughs> What'd you do? That's very clever. <laughs> so like a dumb dread. Yeah, the dreadful. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I, it's, I was it's, expecting it's very, very a triple long time. It is a full moon. Roll under a cult. For history. Tip. Oh, nine. Hey. Oh, wow. Mine is 25. Nice. Now. It's not just a full moon. May 7th is Beltane this year. <laughs> What's that? Beltane. Beltane. Celtic. This is the start of the Celtic, oh. uh, the, the, uh, the Celtic summer this festival. Like feast where, hey, let's get drunk, or, hey, let's kill somebody. Depends, it, depends on how far <laughs> Oh, okay. Yes. Are the Celts in this area? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Uh, Caesar never Caesar never conquered this area. It was one of the areas that uh, stayed outside the uh, Roman Empire for. So we had bloody Belgians pretending to be bloody Celts. Uh, <laughs> in ancient stone structures. Bloody hell. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. We haven't confirmed it yet. Well, who else could it be? And won't until we uh, actually uh, reach the now. Uh, what structure. was your plan for this structure what tactical well, if it, uh, were you if hoping it, uh, to provide plays out the way uh, I, I imagine it uh, might based on yeah, my research uh, it might uh, there might be uh, pre-existing uh, underground structures that will uh, reach uh, under both sides of no man's if we find them first we can exploit them first and, uh, you know, consequently be able to infiltrate soldiers uh, behind the German lines. Well, let's just shoot those bloody Belgians first. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna, like, well, we're going to have to clean out what's ever in there. Well, there's a machine in there. Oh, well, there's we know something the in there. found it first. No, we no. The well, German, perhaps there's don't. some natural explanation. Oh, that's right. The Germans never some used geological well, explanation. No, no, they don't call people. No, no. 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 Like no. no to that. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They wouldn't bloody well Sir, celebrate with all that. Celtic quality. <laughs> Not uh, known for the drumming. I'll go I have a degree in 
geology and no. <laughs> there is simply no way. There is no way whatsoever. Someone is in those tunnels already, in that structure. He says, well, yeah. clearly we'll, well, we'll have to take a look. What if the, the sound mm-hmm. may, may start? Wait, an ancient place like that is probably full of gold, right? Oh, I, I wouldn't agree with that. Oh, you wouldn't. All those bloody ancient kings and whatnot, they all had jewels and Sober gold. up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sawed off. <laughs> you forget yourself, sir. Uh, forget your butt. <laughs> I'm cold again. I'm a second I'm lieutenant. lieutenant. Oh, okay, I rolled an 03 on a cult. Yeah? Um, hey, you're yeah, already made with a nine, so you're already... Yeah, well, what I'm wondering is, uh, this is this being Beltane... What it precisely is Beltane known for? In, if you go back far enough. Well, let's see. Just uh, a lot of the. Uh, there is a fair amount of that. There is a fair amount of that. There is a lot of noise. <laughs> um, you. you uh, it's <laughs> not as it's uh, generally speaking. I'm no <laughs> not as uh, bloody-minded as say uh, harvest right. and spring festivals because. That's when you gotta break out the big guns to make sure the gods don't starve you over the winter or fuck your heart, you know, fuck your planting season. Uh, so it's uh, generally speaking not considered that bloody, but certainly to listen to some of the Romans, you know, tell the story. And of course, you have to remember the Romans were big on saying terrible things about their enemies in order to make themselves look like the good guys. Um, the, the Celts would occasionally, you know dismember people and stuff their bodies inside hollow trees that had a special significance to the druids and uh, leave them to uh, rot and fill with with crows and a kind of, I don't know, obscene display of fecund life and death and... A crow's mystery. Yeah. Certainly uh, certainly that's where a lot of uh, General Varus's legionaries ended up in the Tudorid Forest, but that's much further west. That's the Dirty Huns. That's, That's German... Black Forest stuff. Uh, certainly, the, the Belgian Celts. Well, again, if you listen to their, you know, listen to the Romans, bird people in wicker baskets shaped like men, and you know, occasionally Edward Woodward would get torched by you know Christopher Lee. Um, <laughs> well, then, then I will say out loud, hmm, Beltane was a happy festival. It was, it was a celebratory you were on, I guess. As well, it, uh, the hell, the, I want to just see the damn tunnel and. Get it open. Get it done with. So when you say we need to look at the tunnels, we, we, don't we? Yes. Well, I, what use would I be to... What, what use would I be uh, swinging a pick? I mean, you know. I don't have any skills in that department. Oh, we, we don't swing picks. Well, once well, we... There you go. Clearly I am so once not we get it open, that sort of work, and I'm sure you will carry on in the best tradition. Well, once sure that, that chamber open, you will, of course, be accompanying us because you have the vast knowledge necessary to assist us. Oh, of course. Point. Absolutely. Okay, good. In fact, I insist <laughs> on it. Well, then. Do Can not... we get some better equipment? Um, define better. Electric torches. Absolutely. Uh, electric lights would be no problem. Now, the electric, now the face, the work face is usually electrically lit. Okay. All right. Uh, no, I most want handheld the, electric yeah, torches. Yes, so that's not a problem. <laughs> now, mind you, the the uh, some of the uh, electric lights of the era are hideously pathetic. But there are 
reasonably powerful flashlights that you can get that, that very much look like the flashlight that we think of today. It's a cylindrical battery. It's a big light on the front. There's a reflector. Uh, you drop it, it's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Um, most, a lot of soldiers are equipped with these little ele- little electrical lights are about the size of that thing with a single tiny little bulb in it. Is a, and it's a flashlight because you can't hold, you don't turn it on. You have to hold the button down. It's just a, just a little flashlight. That's where it came from. Uh, the Germans have lights like that. The Americans have lights like that. They're, they're very common. However, they're not very powerful. They're not supposed to because if it's really powerful, then somebody else can see you. Yeah, right. But well, he can certainly oh. he can certainly get you guys hooked up with some proper, proper torches. electric torches. Yeah, sir. I mean, uh, Tommy gun's been invented yet? I'd really like one of those. Well, the Tommy gun has not been invented. No, no. Uh, the Bergman's not even out yet. However, shotguns. Uh, there, uh, shotguns is a lovely idea and very common in tunneling warfare. Yeah. Is, oh, the sawn-off SMLE. Yeah. Is that, course, oh, no, that's a rifle. The sawn-off SMLE is literally like when long? they took uh, the old oh, put it in the card. cut it down in front of the magazine. So the barrel's about that long, right in front forward. of the magazine with a bolt. And there's a stock, and it's just this it's small enough to turn it inside the tunnel. Well, then let's get that tunnel dug. It's ridiculous, but it works. Yeah. As far as the weapons list, let me go ahead and throw this at you. Pass it around. These are your typical tunneler weapons. Now, I will note that I have the word flamethrower on there. Don't get too excited. Because <laughs> should, you, be bad. should you set off a flamethrower in the oh, tunnel, it will goes flood up. the tunnel, it will suck up all the oxygen, yep. and then flood the tunnel with burning gasoline, which will suffocate everybody. The only time I've ever heard of a uh, flamethrower being used underground was the time the Germans used it. And what they apparently did was they found a British tunnel that they ran into. So they broke a hole that stuck, a, stuck the flamethrower into the other tunnel, turned it on, and then ran. put dirt over the hole so it would only burn on the other side. Oh. It would only suck up the oxygen Those on that clever side. huns. We Those should totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> Those dirty, clever Bosch. Yeah, so so firing one down in. the tunnel would just literally suck all the oxygen out of there and and suffocate everybody who's not wearing a proto set. So clearly, well, you think it's a good idea. Yeah, I want my revolver. Sounds like a wonderful plan. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful plan for me as I put on my proto suit. <laughs> but uh, probably the nastiest thing on there that you guys want a piece of is the Browning Auto Five. That's not very good at shotgun. Automatic shotgun. It is a semi-automatic shotgun. Uh, four magazine, one into the one in the breech. Left in it. And mind you. they sawed those things off right to the magazine. So it's and the sawed off, and sawed off the uh, stock. And yeah, it's, it's pretty handy down. I'll carry one of those. It's good with a shotgun. Shotgun is rifle skill plus 5%. Now... Call it through the rules like making rifle and shotgun two skills. That makes no sense to me. In that version, they, the option is and to I'm, make it one skill. I'm good. Good. I'm yeah. quite skilled at it. So they, <coughs> they took it. They took it from Pagan. Sixty. You've got the directional hand grenade. Then. <laughs> nice. I'm sure we can come up with a bandolier of shells so you can look like Pancho Villa. I have and 30%. Just, uh, 30 yeah, yeah, I'm standing on. right behind you. How many things that explode can I carry with me? Um, all of them. <laughs> all of them. Um, <laughs> Max, that doesn't uh, can of am- Really moving a can of Aminol, at least through the tunnels, 
you really can't effectively move more than one can at a time, only because the, the space is so small. It's got one hand. They got one in each hand. You'd have to be Billy Barty, uh, you know, to be able to hold both of them and move through the tunnels unimpeded. But um, at the same time, uh, you know, maybe carry one. You could carry on your person a single torpedo. But again, it's an unwieldy six-foot-long thing of explosives. Uh, or rather, actually, it's not that long. The idea is that you can, in short sections, you just keep linking them together and shoving them in the hole. And you just build it as long as you want. It's not a <coughs> six-foot thing you can't turn so, like, around. So how many if I like, took a satchel and filled it with sections? Uh, what's your throw scope? Throw, throw, throw. It's alphabetical. I don't know my alphabet. 25. All right, well, it's base. Oh, shit. Uh, 70. Well, then, um, and if necessary, you're better at throwing a grenade than firing a shotgun. Uh, it might be just as well to uh, load you down with a satchel full of Mills bombs. Um, you know, link them I together. Feel and, good. No, no, no. <laughs> you're right. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily have to throw it. I could link them together and rig it for detonation. As far as the, the demolition skill is going to be for um, rigging I spent explosives. very little right. time firing. Uh, so that's what I'm gun. thinking. I'm not thinking of using them as grenades. I'm thinking carrying it with me in case I need to set them and rig them. Ready to you can create if they don't already exist, a satchel charge, which would really be little more than a uh, map carrying case with a uh, with a, uh, a shoulder strap, of, you know, some sort of rubberized waterproof satchel that you would stuff in some bricks of aminol uh, connected to probably a pool-fused detonator. You just, and it burns down in 30 seconds. Don't be near it when it goes off for however, many, however long you want the fuse to be. One of those. All right. The kind of thing you're going to leave behind you as you scurry out of the tunnel? Yeah. Alright. Damn it. So, you've got grenades. Mm -hmm. You've got the satchel charge. That satchel charge, a rifle, and a revolver. A rifle, you've got, a and you've got Oxford education. Um, actually, <laughs> I'm going to take a shotgun because my rifle skill is really, really good. Yeah, I, I can take a shotgun too. Your rifle skill is well. Uh, yes, 25, that's probably so. just as well. Yeah, and mine's 25. Again, that shotgun's going to send a, a, a pattern of pellets down the tunnel that's pretty much going to fill the tunnel. <laughs> I mean, hard to miss. It'll be very hard to miss. Yes, you can put it in the roof and put it in the floor. But yeah. My handgun. Shotgun. There's not a lot of cover Central. down there if something is coming towards you. Yeah. I mean, in one. Someone is. All right. Now, is the sawed off shotgun a one handed weapon? Or? Uh, you can fire it one handed, um, but. Uh, if, it, if you're size 11, can you fire it one-handed without it flying up and breaking your nose? Well, the good news is in this tiny little tunnel will just bounce off the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good news, is it? Yeah, that is the good news. Can you, can you pump in the next round? <laughs> no, no, the rounding auto five is a semi-auto. Oh, semi-auto. It was around at the turn. It was, it's around like... Oh, do you want to fire it one-handed? One so that I can hold the flashlight in the other hand. No, we need some peacemakers. Oh. You tie the flashlight. Well, I'll carry a pistol so I can have a... <laughs> you get one yeah. shot before you know you have gas the shotgun apart. There is the possibility <laughs> of attaching attaching the... Uh, since it's not a pump shotgun, you could attach the um, flashlight to the stock. The bad news is... One shot, like there's a very good chance that you will knock out... You'll, yeah. you'll drop yourself in the pitch darkness <laughs> the first time you go, boom, lights out, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you better hope you got it with the first shot. 
or right. start firing wildly to get. Oh well, firing wildly is a perfectly viable option. room full of and, and you'll get the muzzle flashes for when the thing. I'm sorry, person, you'll get a strobe effect as it gets closer. We, and closer. we once had an alien parasite inside a inside an autopsy body in an operating theater. That when we opened, did the Y cut and opened the body, the thing stuck its head out like the creature from Aliens and jumped I out. This in. was in a game. You're yeah, <laughs> it was an old Call of Duty game, and so somebody came up with the bright idea of, well, he's on a mental autopsy table. We'll find a way to hook my jumper cables up to the table and then with this wall socket over here and then we'll electrocute it and the monster will have to come out of the body and then we'll gun it down. So everyone's standing around the table. They hook it into the wall socket. I can't go bad. They flip a switch. The guy fails his electrical roll or whatever. Uh, if he'd succeeded, he would have told, don't do that, you're going to blow a fuse. He turns it on, the body jumps around on electricity. The overhead light goes boom out, just as we hear the monster shoot out of the hole in the chest like a pop tart out of the toaster, and then we hear it hit. And then the lights go completely black, and then we hear it slithering around on the floor. And the next words out of my mouth are, "Nobody fire! Nobody start shooting!" And then the GM turns and says to somebody else, "He goes, you feel it against your foot. Roll sand. Uh, oh, no. Fail." You start shooting, and then it's just a strobe effect. Everyone's ah, everyone's diving to the floor. Ah, guns are going off. Was this the proto matter? No, this wasn't. This was something that's going to show. Uh, shadow plays. Uh, no, it, this is going to show up in um, uh, 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 targets of opportunity. Oh, um, and uh, I threw myself on the floor. Two players are are hit by a player gunfire and out of the game. They're not dead. But you're you're not bouncing back. I throw myself on the floor and land on it. It then begins attacking me. I'm <laughs> screaming, for God's sakes, don't shoot it, I've got it. And end up beating it to death against the edge of the table <laughs> like a baseball mask. I was picturing like basically I helped to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, when the smoke cleared, we were well, the party had been cut in half, and you know, my character's like, oh, my, I, all my injuries are in my hands because I had this horrible scaly shark skin exterior. Now I can't hold a gun for the rest of the scenario. Every time I want to fire Maybe a gun, it's like, as well. ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that, that went right in the crapper. <laughs> Just. For just that moment, we thought we were going to be able to hold our shit together. And then... Oh, man. <laughs> the saddest right, word. Speaking of rolling sand, let's dig that tunnel. I look in the roof of the mirror. No, I don't. Too late. Roll sand. <laughs> no mushroom. Shouldn't we go back and rescue him? He's dead. I can still hear him screaming. He's dead. <laughs> like, I'm not dead. Yes. As You're imagining things. He's dead. Keep running. As we're paddling. It's time to move on. As we're paddling away from the big giant steamship that's overrun by the children of Alaknaka. The whole thing's just alive with spiders. As we're rowing away, we can hear the player character we left behind knocking on the sides of the bulkhead with a with a wrench going, I'm still in here. And like, I hear nothing, nothing at all. Just go back to the boat. We're leaving. Sarah's over. Oh, this is going Blair's, to Blair's never, Blair's never forgiven us for leaving him on a boat full of giant man-eating spiders. I think that's where most of his bitterness comes from. <laughs> what adventure was that? Oh, it was an unpublished thing that Crow, Crow wrote for us years ago where we'd go find a derelict ship and find out it's just 
spider. You know how you get like a little spider's couple with baby spiders and you squish it and they just go everywhere? Yeah, that was the scenario. That was pretty much how the scenario was. <laughs> Good times. All right, Good times. so Good times. satchel of grenades. grenades. Satchel, satchel charge. Satchel charge. Uh, do you want to additionally have the shotgun with the taped on flashlight? No, does that no. sound bad? Actually, yeah, I'll take a shotgun. But no taped on case. flashlight. No taped on flashlight. I will have a flashlight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, go with the good old Webley because at least I can hit stuff with it. And it does fire a bullet the size of a brick. Yeah, I'm taking a Webley also because I have my does raising it an really, really. <laughs> 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 when you're shot with a 455, I just don't know that it matters. It's like a, it's like 45 long Colt. It's just a... It's just a supersonic brick. It's just, it's like it's, the, the M203 hits you. Yeah, it, yeah. it's it's used elements. for knocking down uh, Afghans and Moros and you know other uh, uh, dusty, swarthy people of the empire. It's it's quite effective. How much damage? All right, so I've got flashlight and brick uh, flinger. That's what I'm going with. Dude. I have the protosat and my first aid kit. And no weapons. No weapons. Uh, and my. Uh, We'll take a knife. All right, a revolver. Right. Well, I've got a knife. Well, I do have a knife. I can tell a Welsh knife. Right, so you go. can at least right. your own throat. I've got a Welsh knife. What did I say? Webley pistol bayonet? I swear to God. I swear to God. They mounted a bayonet on a pistol. They did this crazy-ass bullshit. yes. World War II was the most metal war of this bayonet on the pistol, and they could slap a stock on it to shoot it like a rifle. But I suppose if you just want the bayonet so you can go, ah, blam. And yes, I will allow if you if you... Stab him with the bayonet and it impales. Yes, you can pull the trigger and blow it. <laughs> blow the guy's heart out the back. <laughs> That's totally okay. Wrong. Yeah. I, it was a more chivalrous time. <laughs> yeah. I have it. I'm so my to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, there is a Webley bayonet. It's ridiculous. It wasn't very popular because it was a little heavy and it dragged the barrel down and it hard to aim. But it existed. It, it, it did. And you can pull it off and stab people with it, so. So, let's start to take it. So, right. what right. really was the problem with it? All right. I'll just go with the push dagger instead. Impractical in real life does not mean impractical. I do have, I apparently have a Welsh, I apparently have a Welsh knife. Or apparently uh, the, uh, A Welsh knife is about the size of a gladius, just in case oh, you're wondering. <laughs> uh, it's a traditional medieval weapon that turns up uh, in the trenches. Uh, as a trench weapon, and it's literally about the blade's about that long, and it's a leaf blade, and it starts small, gets really oh. wide, and goes, and it's it's just a crowbar with an edge. It's, and uh, you can use it as a serving platter. Yes, it's <laughs> yeah, it's about that wide. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. I, I plan to use it for for uh, for surgeries as well. <laughs> <laughs> hold still. Hold still. This is gonna hurt a lot. <laughs> this may sting a bit. <laughs> you hold him down, I'll, I'll cater his head off. I must stab you, Dave. So moving right along. Right. Yeah, the the next two days of digging. Her probably may not be as quick as the previous two days. Yeah, but work you slags. Give me guys. Go ahead and give me guys a, a, a set of luck rolls. See who's up. Uh, the balloon. Who's on duty when the balloon goes up? Oh hey, I bet I'm sleeping. Oh, you made your luck roll. That's why I thought I was eighty. <laughs> I actually make it. Yeah, you're snoozing. 
You're not on for the. You're blissfully <laughs> ignorant of this. 36 out of 55. Are you sir? Squamous women. Oh. <laughs> Squamous. Oh, Shark under uh, under nine, uh, 70. All right. In 70. that case, the two guys with the lowest luck rolls here would be Greg and. I'm sorry, your name is? Alan. Alan. Um, you're at the proto- the nearest proto station to the, to the work face. You're at the work face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is lucky. Is that tobacco or perhaps laudanum? <laughs> I think we just hit stone. You are correct, sir. One of you guys, the guy at the push pick, gets a clink of a metal pick hitting stone. Right. Lads, we can play off the stove face. What time is it? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. Now? Let's all be... It's close to 12.44. No, I was thinking in game. Oh. <laughs> it's, um... It's actually the morning shift. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. But underground, who fucking knows? So, with their hands, they start pulling the clay off, right? So I guess someone should... You start help. exposing this thing, and what you get in front actually, of you... Two of you, one go back, fetch the other officers. All right. They start to act ready. Well, I'll be the the first officer on there since they're going to have to pass me. What you found and the rest of you guys will be gathered up in about 15 minutes, about 10 minutes to get everybody together. What you find is uh, a, a, a worked piece of stone, not a natural piece of stone. It's a block. You've actually found a seam between two of them. There's a block of basalt. Well, actually, make a geology roll. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> geologist. Well, him. Yeah. No, I'm a yeah, geologist. It's basalt. Well, I'm up there. It's, it's, it's I'm basalt. Up, no. I'm up there, too. Uh, well, it's very dark gray <laughs> basalt stone. Um, carved that, block about... Is that local to the region? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I go up to it. The closest basalt is in Scotland. We're not there yet. Only... Uh, I am. Because I was That's at the right, were. Well, no, you were at the station. Yeah. You need to be up there in two, three yeah. minutes. Stop. So I, I go up That's there and I take right. a, I take a, like a pencil and a, just like I do with wounds, I tap it and kind of clear the muck out from yeah, the, yeah. the clay out from the yeah, bits. Yeah. By the huh. time you get up there, you've got a hole opened up in this thing. By the time you're getting up there, everyone has noticed the same problem. This may change how you're reacting. Okay. You're clearing off the stone. As you're doing that, there's this uh, sound like a baseball card going through the spokes of a, of a bicycle. You very oh. quickly realize that the canary is bouncing around inside its cage like it's bananas. So it's not smothering. But... It's not smothering. It's just going berserk. What about, what about Prince William, my rat? Uh, it's it's gnawing at the bar. Do we know anything? Have we seen this behavior before? Do we know what this means? Oh well, I'm going. To, uh, well, obviously they're in distress. I'm running back for a prototype. Uh, quick question: Do you have any uh, zoology or natural history skills? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Under N for natural history. Yes, um, I have ten percent in natural history. Go ahead and make a roll. Can I? You both of you against, against your base skill. You never know. <laughs> Not so good. 
I yeah. recognize that it is a rat. Yeah, who is distressed. It's clearly a rat. Or perhaps a mouse. Maybe a gerbil. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then bring the rodent. Not a hamster, though. It's clearly not a... It's clearly not a horse. Or a I'm almost sure... You can rule out capybara. <laughs> almost certain. Squirrel? Nope. Uh, All right, so you immediately retreat. Do you say to him anything to him about it? Or, or the other? Uh, well, uh, the... the they're in distress. There must be something in the air. I'm going to go for a proto set. You suit up. I stood up the proto set. I don't, I don't do. You fail? <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Just, but it looks good to you. Suits on as far as you're concerned. It looks awesome. I once, I once put on a, I once put on a dust mask without taking the little blocks out of the filter. Yeah, that's so, sort of where oh, we are. Like, that's where we are. Okay. Uh, you breathe, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Roll me a sand roll. Oh no. For a sand roll of the night. All right. Watch it, watch it. I mean. <laughs> Did you watch it? Is ninety nine a botch? <laughs> well, I don't botch sand rolls. I'm sorry. I I uh, I will not punish you extra because you rolled double lot. Because you know what? It sucks hard enough. <laughs> Crap. You lose a point. Uh, you know, it's got, it's got a one on it. <laughs> Anyways, um, what, while what did he roll? He did a six-sider. Uh, while you're watching, the can- you're sitting there waiting for him to come back. The canary gets more and more hysterical until... Oh, huh. <laughs> uh, shit, it's dead. Sure looks dead. Rat's still flopping around. Well, I come. Rat is very, very, very seriously working its teeth into the bars of the cage, trying to gnaw its way out. (laughs) Do I come back? Do I smell anything? Okay, so I'm back here with a protoset. I see a dead canary and a a, a distressed bird. (laughs) Put it on him. You start putting his set on him. Yeah. All right, go ahead and see if you get his set on right. Wow, you're it both. looks exactly like mine. Yeah. You're two of you are both now okay. <laughs> it's call of stoops. <laughs> the proper way to breathe is to do this. Three nose and out your mouth. Right. Yeah, in your mouth and out your nose. If you start giggling hysterically, you'll know something's wrong. <laughs> right. Have the other officers been informed? <laughs> Well, um, uh, yes, somebody's gone and got them, but, you know, again, horrible small tunnel, a lot of wriggling to get through it. It will take about ten minutes to bring somebody to the face. He's been gone for about five. He sent somebody off to get the officers as soon as you saw it. You probably got another Maybe we snap. need, maybe we need to pull back. Me. There's obviously bad gas here. Okay. But you, what but you, you put on the I'm trying to listen to see so how they're thick you're it fine. is. Yeah. Well, for 30 minutes. Right. Go ahead and make me a geology or a listen roll. Yeah, that's geology, sir. Uh, made it. You're betting that this thing is a couple of feet thick. If this is a basalt block that's Wait, two feet on two feet on a side and two feet like a foot or two deep, uh, it's going to weigh about twelve hundred pounds. Where? Fuck. I can head back to the. 
You and me can take care of course. There's not no I'm not pulling out without collapsing the whole tunnel. We'd have to breathe to get there. There's that minor detail. But you don't get to collapse the whole tunnel. We'll breach this thing. No problem. Just pack every can of ammo. I'm sure we'll get through. Bye, sir. Major Walcott, you stay here and make sure that the breach actually. Trust me, sir. Everything will be fine. The explosion will go all that way. We've. We've tamped it down with the sandbag. In fact, it'll help professional. you push. You hold the sandbag in front of yourself. It'll absorb the blast. This is cordite. You're fine. It's safe. All right. As we what back was up, it that sounded me? Was it seeing the... The bird just drop dead. I think it died in of panic. As, as we back uh, out... I'm going to make a no roll. As we back out... We're, yes. It is... Uh, it is not uncommon, or it, it is a common trope that uh, birds, especially small birds of delicate constitution, can die from being overly agitated, even fright. Um, and uh, it's it's kind of like an old wives' tale. As we're retreating, I'm going to grab the cage with Prince William All right. and take him back with us. Uh, you're part way down the tunnel, and he stops freaking out. <laughs> It's like, it's like like on a dime. Uh, he gets calmer. Yeah, he gets calmer and calmer the farther away you get from the, the work. Indeed. Is it, it, with this, okay, so, so we stop, and the, the rat is, is not doing it. It's sitting and hyperventilating. This, this, now, this isn't... That was close. When I saw Tweety go, I thought my number was next. <laughs> I thought the stupid monkeys were going to try and work the block out of the wall and try to go through. Thank God they want... What are you going back for? No, no, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> don't be an idiot, don't be a fool. Uh, come yeah. on. Now, it's if there perfectly was... perfectly fine. If there was gas, though, would it have dissipated or would the... Uh, uh, go ahead and give me a uh, medicine roll. Okay. Uh, no, you wouldn't. You're not sure. Oh, okay. The uh, animal seems to. It takes men hours and days to overcome carbon monoxide poisoning uh, up in the good air. Uh, the animal should recover that fact. Huh? Now, the animal doesn't right. seem sluggish, or uh, but it does seem. By my estimation, a little calmer. A little calmer. So calmer. about this thick one, well, extraordinary thing. The block, the individual block may be a foot and a half to two feet thick. Kind of engineering. And how big? Well, the blocks are about, they're a little longer than two feet, and they're a little shorter than two feet. <clears throat> okay, so prying one out is far from impossible. Oh, um, it's not, it's only thing it's impossible to do it is an utter, complete, and total silence. If you guys got in there with crowbars... The best way to pry it out would be literally to well, pull it straight back and drop it into a hole. You dig a hole in front of you for it to fall into. Or push it forward. You push well, it that's forward. That's assuming that, that we can push it forward. We don't know what's back beyond there. Yeah, let's, it let's might do be that. A double, it it be, might be a double thickness wall, but if you pulled it out, the best place to put it would really, rather than try and move it away, <coughs> we would move some dirt out of the way and just drop it into the hole left by the dirt. Oh, uh, we should make the intelligence on that before we do anything. Screw it, let's we do don't it know anyway. if it's I went in. I went in now. <laughs> I must see. I must know. All right. And hey, other Kirby famous last words. Talking sense. No, that, that will be. Ah. 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 Yeah. He became a Cinnabite. 
as, as I said, and Hellraiser too. We we those, need, those were Blair Reynolds' last words as he went into the cave full of giant bats and mysteries of Mesoamerica. America. What? Uh, no. I was like, Blair, let's wait till tomorrow. No, I must see. <laughs> I must know. Actually, his last words were, ah, fuck Lancey, don't leave me in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, share, share it with Hellraiser, too. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, yeah, what I was to thinking. take a, a, like, what, like a core sample? Um, well, I'm thinking first we need to get a, 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 a geophone mm-hmm. up first. We don't know what's beyond this. This it is human created. It could, be, it, it could be a sister. Full of water. <laughs> well, it could wow. be. <laughs> Sorry, the suck level there would be. Oh, you really are an optimist. You've <laughs> <laughs> almost got the stone out. <laughs> <laughs> ah! You had that for about an instant before it did. Yeah, I'll come down with the phone. Check it out. So, uh, yeah, I, I want I want to know if I it's hollow beyond. You go closer. You take uh, Prince William closer. Yes. He freaks out. Huh? Obviously, the air is still bad up here. Clearly. So I'll pull Smack. Prince William back. Do you I have any intelligence skills? Yes. Uh, give me a roll. I don't think we should ask the intelligence guy. Oh, I wear the hell out of that suit. It's, it's, it's 13 out of uh, 50. No, it wasn't for you. I wasn't sure that I don't think you'd be worried. The information is just saying bring guys, tell people and bring guys forward. Nobody said the air was bad. You show up with that 13, you go, you're wearing it wrong. Take the take the nozzle out of your ear. Put it in your it's, it's, it's like, it's like oh. you're wearing that wrong, sir. <laughs> you instruct the officers oh, on the oh, proper wearing of their suits. And they that's, get that's, suits. that's bloody well better. Thank you. And, the and of course, like, the first thing is, what we're just testing you. Captain, you know, Boyd's question, okay. I'm sorry, why are you wearing your suits? What's wrong with the air? And like, why sorry. haven't you told me about this? Oh, The bird died, <laughs> but I suspect it may have died of... Uh, <clears throat> the animals were not dropping over as they typically do. They became extremely agitated. So why are you wearing a Brito set? Because he put it on me. He didn't tell me how to take it off on his own. <laughs> so uh, he didn't he, tell me this, sir. I thought he, the, I thought the animal had died from bad from bad air. Uh-huh. So what did the rat do? The, the rat was uh, was agitated. But when the farther we got, uh, was from from when off, we got close the to the door, the rat wall. was ag- agitated. I'm taking the suit off now. Basalt. <laughs> <laughs> Big Captain Boyd's uh, geology skill is big, thick blocks of it. That's not right. No, it's a damn long sight. Right. Oh, okay. Go ahead and give me a listen roll. Ninety-three. Yeah, you missed. Yeah. Ninety-three. Your head explodes. <laughs> oh, man, it's like scanners. <laughs> you don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sounds quiet to you. Certainly you don't hear any lapping waves, so there's not an underground sea on the other side filled with plesiosaurs. Well, so that's while, a he, good, while he's like, doing this, um, I'm a doctor. I've got a stethoscope, I imagine. It's not as effective as this thing, but you can listen. You can make well, actually, I'm just, just, just going to report. Like, nothing, I, don't, I don't hear anything. I'm just curious. I'm good. We're all there now. Now, mind you, again, you guys are now about this close together <laughs> yeah. in the dark in the tunnel. There's We're no used room. to it. So. All right. It's, uh, it's that You've got listeners, all right. Yeah. Right 70, 72 under 75. All right, I'm going to listen. Um, with, uh, with the stethoscope, it helps some, but it's not. You, you, it's going to be modified by the fact that this is not the same piece of equipment. Right. You don't hear anything. What's your own? 47 out of 75. 
You're not hearing anything on the other side either. All right, let's it's, get this little rock at. All right. Well, this is uh, this is clearly. Um, well, first of all, that's enlisted men working. Second of all, Walcott said to contact him when we reached. Well, we'll dig the, the hole. Stonework. Let's contact him. All right. I said. You just want to get your dick in it, don't you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be, well, there we can actually dig the hole for the stone. Yes, you can do the prep work yeah, for prying it out, get the pry bars up, get the two smallest, earliest guys you know. I'm thinking of all that gold that's in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gold. Is that what the kids are doing? For Colonel, sorry, for Major Walcott. Uh, a number of canaries are brought forward. And fritz out. A number of different rats are brought forward and they have the same reaction. We'll try it with Welsh. What was that? We'll try it with Welsh. Are you nervous? Are you nervous? Uncle Jones goes up there and says, Ah, this is for Tenno. I'm leaving now. Bill Jones. Ah, the Tommy Knuckers. I'll stay with some whiskey. Yeah. Uh, you guys being clearing off this uh, <clears throat> this wall. It's not very long as you're packing your dirt up and moving it out, waiting for Walcott to drag his dick down here. <laughs> you find, you clear off, I mean, you know, you could go up as, uh, how high up do you want to dig? I mean, you start digging the ceiling out of this thing and out, out the sides, you're finding it's it's going, uh, actually, you're the cartographer. Yeah. Give me a cartography roll. All right. Cartography or architecture will work uh, on this. Black high. How about archaeology? 92. That'll work. <laughs> or, um, or mathematics. Or mathematics. Missed it by one. Right. Ah. I've got 10 in mathematics. Well, so is everybody. Ah, two. Yeah. On math. On math? Yeah. Well, what's your math skill? 10. Damn it. All right. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, Mr. R pi R squared. Uh, as you... As you as you uh, examine the surface of this thing, you uh, you realize that there is a curve to the outer to the, to the stone. Right. Uh, that is to say, the outer side is curved. You appear okay. to be uh, facing. Let's see here. You appear to be facing. <clears throat> let's see. Here, two feet wide. Opening up into this work face, you appear to be facing some sort of uh, whatever this is. It's not a flat wall. It's a very gentle curve. If after doing the math, if it continues at the same rate, it would form. If it continues to curve, it would form a, uh, a circular area about. No, it's not the scale. About fifty feet across. All right. Oh. I inform the others, and then I draw a map. Okay. What I think it would look like. How big it would be if it, if it maintained yeah. the same level of... of, right. of, of and there's of, no reason to assume it does. And there's what? No reason to assume it does. Yeah. It might be lozenge-shaped. It could be a giant funnel. <laughs> All right. It's a so, UFO. I'm just going to let you know that I've tried playing the worst-case scenario game with my Game Master, and it never works. No. <laughs> Whenever you're speculating, like... Oh, we found Bigfoot poop. We found Bigfoot poop. We, were, we had it sent to the. Uh, it was a big. It was in a box, an old uh, trunk in the university from 1908, filled with Bigfoot poop, Bigfoot fur in little jars, and casts of Bigfoot footprints. 
locked away in the basement university. And we, we thought, oh, it's gonna, we know it's going to happen. We're going to test the Bigfoot poop, and it's going to turn out to have human DNA in it. It's going to be the fragments of human bones from some carnivorous fucking Bigfoot, you know? And we're, <laughs> and we're just sweating it out. It's like, oh, it's a, you know, any minute the report's going to come back. And finally, after, you know, another week of investigation, the report comes back from the DNA guys at the university, and they say, I'm like, it, it, it was human DNA, wasn't it? It's, a, it's bits of old, you know, like uh, flathead Indians, right? And he's like, no, it is not human DNA in the Bigfoot poop. Thank God. It's grizzly bear. Oh! <laughs> I turned to John Tons and I'm like, this thing killed and shit out the biggest land predator in North America? Tons looks at me and goes, no, the, I, I, actually, yeah, the second biggest. Second polar bears biggest. The biggest. <laughs> I quit the scenario. I leave. I bury the trunk in my yard. I never look at the elements again. Fuck cryptozoology. We're done. It's cryptozoology. Cryptozoology. <laughs> so that right. game never works. Yeah. Egg. Uh, duh, All don't right. worry. All right. We're be... waiting for Walcott our shows yeah. up. Now, um,. Go ahead and everybody give me a luck roll. Oh. Uh, who, uh, I got roll? an 11. He brought us candy. O2? <laughs> yes. I, I got a 25. Safely beat an O2, you. please. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Nope. I missed completely. Now, not everyone's not down at the face all the time. There's right. shit to Hell do. No. Yeah. Um, while there's, you're away There's from the- covering up to do so the enlisted <laughs> men don't freak. Yeah. Uh, while you are I don't want to hear going back about to black you know, take, take one of the you know, return the dead canary or whatever to the uh, dead canary bin you know yeah uh, it's a little birdie on it I guess <laughs> the halo put it in with the 75 others that are in there <laughs> there's an area that's actually kept it's where they keep the birds uh, you know near the opening of the, the, of the tunnel the yeah. shaft down and the rats as well uh, make me a spot hit man, please. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Major wall could arise while you're there. Yeah. Um, doesn't really see you or acknowledge you. Walks past you, asks for directions, you know. Um... Someone to show him to the to the That's face. Directions. Well, literally, he, comes to, he shows up at the. At, yeah, he doesn't know what's going. He shows up at the actual shaft opening and, and oh, okay. asks one of the listed men, uh, you know, how do I find the the new work fix? Uh, he says, "Well, I'll show you." The, oh, Gavin, I'll show you this way. Well, as he's doing that, every single canary and rat in the fucking zoo you got there waiting to go down goes berserk. With his presence, he walks by. They freak out. Once he's going down that tunnel ladder, they come down. (laughs) 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 I'm getting a shotgun. I'm getting the auto, the semi-auto shotgun. It's obvious what the problem is. He's eating too much bully beef. (laughs) 
Why did no. you shoot the commanding officer six times in the back? <laughs> I had a damn good reason. <laughs> because it doesn't hold seven yeah, shells. I am going to get uh, the uh, uh, shotgun. And, uh, <laughs> Soldier, why are you running away? Because I can't fly, sir. <laughs> and other stupid questions officers ask in a perfectly reasonable situation. Oh, fuck. I'm going to... Yeah, I, I'm getting a shotgun. Okay, <laughs> just start putting the slugs and the buckshot in it. All right, then then I'll find the others and I'll tell, just whisper to each of you privately. We need to keep an eye on him. What happens is ahead of you. Yeah. Um, Walcott goes down there with one of the one of the enlisted men and is directed up to the work face. Uh, so he's ahead of you. He'll be with them before you get there. Like, you'll be coming up behind him on the, on the yeah. side. <laughs> so that, that'll like have to do. But if you shoot him, you splatter do. his blood against the basalt, it'll probably summon it. <laughs> Once the blood's on the altar stone again, so try not to get any blood on the altar stone. Well, that, it, he won't bleed if he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, some, that's some first class thing <laughs> That's some first class thinking, you know. I thought he just—I thought you just strangle him with your web gear or something. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, pull the cord, Tom. Just—you uh, died for a good cause. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like, sir, why am I doing this? <laughs> for the best. For king and country. <laughs> I'm enlisted. I don't give a shit. So this tunnel still has my torpedo in. Oh yeah. However, it's behind you right now, I should note. If it's set off now, you're just all trapped on this side of the cave-in. Well, I'll be, be uh, uh, bringing up the... Rear. Yeah. But not necessarily Good luck, guys. to have happened. Uh, Walcott <laughs> finds his way down to you people. Yeah, and and seems cheerfully uh, ebullient about it. Like, oh, this is, this is magnificent. This is exactly... Yes, and he looks at the stone. It's like, mm, yes. Yes, the age is about right, too. Mm, yes. What right, are you um, expecting to find on the other side? Um, <laughs> a chamber. Yes, definitely a chamber of some sort. Um, <laughs> so, I, um, why is there a hole here? So um, that when we pull the block out, it will drop. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> uh, well, then, please, let us... Uh, well, now that we have authorization... Let us, let us proceed. All right, let's right. do it. I think this is... A job for enlisted men. That's what I'm here for, you. <laughs> so you uh, you direct the other enlisted men. <laughs> There's so many lower rank than you, I promise. Uh, <laughs> like, all I can do is like, hey, that's what these officers How many enlisted men do you think will be? <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, uh, go ahead and... Um, can you shoot him next? Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, do you have? Uh, do you either have mining like skill or um, craft mining? <laughs> all the mining or tunneling skill? I think there's actually a mining skill on there, but I'm not sure. Well, I have craft mining according. Craft is in the craft. Yeah, mine's on the fourth column. The last column yeah, on the right. But has two thumbs. Doesn't give a crap. Let me take a look at this again. Actually, you know what the problem is. I just remembered that this particular listener, uh, yeah, I generated this guy as a um, as a actual uh, trained infantryman who was good at listening, who's just drafted into the tunnel. So you actually have that's why your combat skills are to the roof. Okay. Um, 
and you'll be the first to die. They probably will also. Then that's another what are, reason they who won't has be. who has the who's what is what is your craft mining skills look like, uh, Greg? Craft mining skill. Uh, mining isn't really a skill, so I uh, I threw it in under craft. I think. I don't uh, see I it anywhere. I don't see it. it. Might have been on the fourth column. It's on the fourth column. At the like end. the last oh, skill listed. I don't have one. Uh, am I the only one with it? I guess so. Please, <laughs> 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 <Good job, guys. laughs> well, I'm not there. Has to leave the... it well, was good you'll enough. get there. What do you do when you get there? Uh, wonder where the other guys went, and I missed my check. Okay. Uh, what was that? I missed my check. But when you get there, everybody's up there, including the good major. Oh, okay. It's, oh, the lit major. By, it's lit by an electrical lights here. Okay. Um, we'll do a structural check to see, make sure that the ceiling, the wall doesn't collapse. All right, that's just a regular engineering. So, uh, either like that. architecture or... Um, I have geology. Uh, oh, I got geology. <coughs> I, got I mean, it says I have a degree in civil engineering. It doesn't give me. check the character sheet. Walcott's first name isn't Nigel, but I mean, I'm a civil engineer, but I'm not. It's Nigel Walcott. Nigel Laptop. Geology 16. Creatures and cultists. Nigel Laptop instead of Nigel Laptop. Operate heavy machinery, which is all the digging equipment, cranes, engines, and things. I didn't. No, other than mining, but. As far as checking ceilings go, double your skill and roll. All right. Well, I would have made it. All right, go ahead and roll them. We'll take that as we make it. Um, well, then now I rolled a five, so... Now you rolled a five for the second roll? Yeah. Second roll is getting the block out. Five means that, well, you credit it for one thing, uh, since you rolled less than 20% of your skill. Yeah. Um, you get the block out without dropping it on anyone's feet. You get the block out relatively quietly. What you find on the other side is more blocks. Um... They're offset insofar as it looks like there's an outer wall of, of block and then there's an inner wall of block. They do not mesh stone to stone, they're offset, so they're. So this is gonna yeah. be. So you're gonna have to, to get through this thing, you'd have to remove uh, three more stones on this side to remove one stone on the other side. We found the or, of the kilts. Or, or blow it or up. Blow it up. Blowing it up would, don't, would, yeah, would collapse this top. Oh, or, just, or, or just drill through it. Stone, With, can't drill we don't stone. have Stone, you can drill. The auger, you're turning through dirt. Or we yeah, push it inwards. Yeah. Uh, you may be, you may have to push it inwards. Well, actually, it depends. Could, we could actually if this drill through the stone. This though, it's gonna take wall weeks. is built like two layers of stones, and there's a curve to them. They're going to kind of have a a, a shape so that they're wider on the outside smaller on the inside um, if they're Endless. wider on the outside you won't be able to push it out the hole right you'll have to pull it through or <laughs> pull it out rotate it oh yes it yes that yes so we, you couldn't push it directly out so right. unless they're not that expertly shaped and it's just filled in with mortar or something there's no mortar so these are just completely There's no mortar. These are pretty expertly built. They're extreme. The, the, the level of technical precision that it takes to uh, have stone resting against stone as opposed to mortar together. Yeah. Huh. Well, let's do this. Good God, like we're talking the about like, uh, Yeah. All right, <clears throat> go ahead and give me another roll, and we'll call this for the rest of the operation. Getting the stones out. All right. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, the rest of us probably have time to what go have dinner, get a little nap. I'm never paper. alone in the room with guns. <laughs> I'm a soldier no, no, no. with guns. No, I'm, real, I'm, the, I'm the one real soldier So you're stuck at the front of this. Yeah. Have them uh, confirmed and transferred to another shack. a couple of times. <laughs> Make me a, uh, an idea roll or a spot hidden, whichever side. Um, idea is 80, so I'm going to use that. Uh, yeah, I made it. I'm presuming that you spend a lot of time looking at the major. Oh, yeah. Um, The one thing you notice right off the bat is that uh, he has a satchel with him. Uh, Almost like a, uh, like one of those gym bags, you know, around on two ends. Almost like a, I don't know what to call it, not a sea bag. A duffel bag? It's it's kind of like a duffel bag, except as big as a full duffel. But it's a small bag like that that he has carried down into the mines with Besides his, uh, you know, uniform, cap, uh, Webley revolver on a lanyard. And, yeah, you guys have all got your Webley revolvers on lanyards, so when you drop it, you know, it doesn't go flying off. Uh, <clears throat> find it again. Um, but he's certainly keeping it uh, right next to him in his hand on the bag. Hmm. Does he ever open it or look nope. into it? It's zipped up shut. All right. Can I see anything about what's inside it? Does it like leave an impression through the bag? Go ahead and make an idea roll. All right. Yeah? You have absolutely no idea. All right. Can you tell how heavy it is? Because when you see someone move with something, the rate at which it swings. It appears quite light. So it's not explosives or a gun? Oh, no, 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 no. It might not be a gun. I mean, it didn't swing with that kind of weight at all. Huh. Uh, like something but a paper. couple. Uh, <laughs> not a <laughs> here. Uh, this would be this swung with the kind of weight that one might expect from Magadad Canaries. Uh, tea kettle, okay. or maybe a teapot, ceramic teapot. Yes, it's a teapot. Or a <laughs> yes. Yes. Or a human skull. Skull talks. Does it? Does Hi, everyone. Hello, Toto. Very glad to see everyone. Is it? Is it? Ten o'clock show is completely different from the nine o'clock show. I wonder if there are any grizzly bears in here. Let's go see. Is the bag sagging in the middle, or is it? No, it seems that whatever it is, it's long and it fits through the whole bag. Like a like a knife or a knife would have more weight to it. Well, let's get this some bitch like a scroll. Or like a map or something? Okay. Well, you have no a idea. giant dildo. <laughs> Only if it's made out of, like, I don't know, glass. Paper mache. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll be keeping an eye on him. You know? All right. And uh, I'm not. Go ahead at all and go ahead and make a, a spot hit, please. Fifty okay. percent. No. All right. That's all. Alright, it takes a couple of hours to get this uh, done. Particularly, it takes a couple of hours to do it with relative quiet. Uh, New holes are dug. Um, The uh, blocks are slowly worked out. Uh, No, they're not quiet. But, you make some listening ones. No! Uh, Make another one. (laughs) My God, no. Alright. Jesus. Uh-oh. All right. Um, Everyone make a luck check? No, 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 no. I already made the luck check. 
So anyways, um, uh, you probably can't hear because they're grinding a big piece of block of stone and it, it's, um, it's, covered, it, it, it's, it's interfering with your ability to hear. Mm -hmm. uh, I use the GFO. Um, Alright, you uh, uh, get the, you know, the stones are removed. Uh, you're getting down to the last stone. Right. Where they've got they've got a, a bite on it with the um, with the crowbars and can start moving it out. Are you going to tell anyone else you're doing this? Or are you just you and Major Walcott going to open this bad boy? Hell no! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hell he's no! There with them, right? Yeah. yeah, just the two of them. It's just well, them, Major Walcott, and a couple of brawny. Uh, that's about all you're going to be able to fit it. And I, I uh, just got guns already waiting. For okay, the we, we, to be moved. We, we have to assume they're. Well, where are these? Uh, where where are the rest of? The... They've probably moved back to one of the old uh, 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 proto. Okay, uh, uh, but they're uh, nearby. Dugouts. They're within a hundred yards. Okay, it's not a quick uh, appearance. They'll okay. not make a quick appearance. And I should note, there's not a lot of quick retreating. All right. It's crawl for your life. <laughs> send back one of the brawny dudes to get us. Well, we'll send a we'll send a message down saying we're we're about to open it. Uh, be prepared for anything. Like setting off the explosive and sealing us in here to die. Or yeah. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you're with the plunger now. Are you? Just, Count on All right. Yeah. Well, at one point, I'm going to get Tom. necessarily the worst uh, outcome. I'm going to whisper to Tom I, and I'd tell him. i like to aim a little higher than that. <laughs> Wall cuts not to be trusted. Yeah, I'm whispering that to him. So keep an eye on him. No matter what. So. Yeah, it was like... Sir, I, sir, being a little paranoid. Is <laughs> 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 it? Oh, I'm towards like, oh, uh, whatever, sir. I'm more just focusing on like, okay. It's like if anything comes out, I'm, I'm fucking killing it. It's gonna die. If Walcott right. doesn't do anything, he fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> so you're watching Walcott, and he's watching the door. He's watching, watching the, the, the open. Hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, go ahead and make a spot in. <clears throat> no. Nope. Okay. Thanks. Walcott's watching you. Okay. When he said, "Sir, are you being a little paranoid?" Walcott. <laughs> and he's looking at you, and he yeah. apparently he, he saw you looking at him, and now yeah. you're not looking at him, and he's looking at you, and you're yeah. not looking at him. I'll back up right. a little bit. Let's, let's light this firecracker. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they start pulling this uh, block of stone. They pull that last block of stone out. I get my shotgun like It makes horrible noises. Flashlight. Yeah. Actually, I'm just got. Got the flashlight. Should, shouldn't the one here. true soldier actually go first in case? Yeah, no, go go ahead. We're, we're thrilled with that idea. Says, <laughs> oh, please, says the major. I'm sorry. Is there some procedure for this? It is. You can go first. <laughs> well, well on the check. battlefield, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, then uh, they, they pulled that last block out of the way. Uh, go ahead and make me a spot hidden. Are you I using think, a flashlight? Yes, I am. Are you turning off the light at the at, at the Work face to plunge your side into darkness. Do they have? Do they have any way of making the lights red? No, because they were doing that in submarines at this point. In World War One, yes, they were. The lights would not be colored that way because the the, the presumption of these bulbs they have to be a bulb or a cover. Yeah, the presumption is is that this is never going to be exposed to the enemy. It's unless you're countermining, in which case it's a special case anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, then I, I would say that the Knowing that we're going to go in there and there's a possibility somebody might be in there, we would douse the light just before we take out the last block. With the possibility, you know, you want to jump in and go, turn the light on. You don't want to see them, let them see the light out shine out. The, well, the in block. that way, in particular, maybe I'm being paranoid, but if we 
turn the light on off our on our side before getting that last block out, we'll be able to see if it's lit on the other side. All right, you'll find out in the dark when they're moving this thing out. There's no light coming from the other side. Ha! Huh. Good, good. Uh, the, the, the block is moved out in the dark um, with, uh, with at the very last part a candle is lit so they can put it into the hole without crushing anyone's feet uh, it is dropped in with a resounding thud but <clears throat> the first thing you get now, now so what you've got is this uh, you know this essentially this hole like this couple of feet up with a, with a block down here that's just come out, a block in front of it, which is in the earth, and they've also moved some of the other blocks over here, over here, and, um, and, uh, let's see, and the hole goes back like that. Yes, I'm drawing that right. Yeah. Uh, almost had it right, but that's basically close what on. you're, yeah, that was close, and I failed. Um, so basically... Failed that Yeah, I failed that drawing. Arch, not my forte. <laughs> so you've got this big, uh, this T-shaped hole. This gap. All right. With one hole, one block pulled on their side. Again, it's about about two feet wide, about uh, 18 inches to a foot and a half tall. So it's kind of a squeeze getting through there. But go right ahead. Uh, <laughs> spot hidden first. Is Mongo here going to be able to be or listen through? Or listen to listen to <laughs> Mongo smash. Mongo make his oh, own hole. <laughs> They need, they need to make it big, bigger. Uh, listen, no. All right, you hear nothing except nothing. Spotted. Right. That I made. Okay. Uh, you don't see any light sources in there. Um, that's a spot hidden before you turn on the light. It is dark with the absence of light. Uh, you get there's there's no sign of any kind of illumination on the other side. Okay, then hit the flashlight. Literally. You get, you see the stone and the scrapes on it from all the, you know, the mm-hmm. rocks are moved out of the way. Go ahead and roll another spot hidden. No. Blackness. It's, it looks like you clearly pulled out this block and entered into, um... The abyss? Space. It looks, it, it's, it's like that area right behind the moon before mm-hmm. you get to Mars. It's like that out there. It's absolute blackness. That's all you can see. Course, it's like, it's kind of like you know, shine it downward. That's like. When you shine it downward, you'll very obviously see stone, basalt, these black, these very dark gray stairs. It's like, there's a staircase. It's below you about... You're going to crawl out this hole and have to drop down about three feet to get to the staircase. Oh, God, is it like a circular staircase winding down? Oh. Why does it have to go down? Actually, it's like, yeah, it's crawled away. Because all staircases go up and down, you know? But yes, there's... You, <laughs> Why could it be a staircase? It's a, the staircase is about 10 feet wide. Oh, it's nice wide. And it does seem to go up, uh, and it seems to go down. Yes, it's asking too much for a up. handrail. No, no handrail, just abyss, just black. Yeah, it was just um, sucked back then. <laughs> it was just sucked back then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how, how many of those lamps do we burn? Uh, everybody's got them. I mean, like, do we have any extra? Uh, yes. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, once I kind of crawl through, kind of drop down the three feet. Drop one. Okay. We don't and, have and any just, rope. And skip back up. And, it's only three feet. Yeah, there, there's plenty of rope. There's Actually, plenty of rope like, to tackle. I'll tell you, pass, like, pass me one of the lamps. Okay. 
floor on the actual, rope. Turn it on. Clatter. Mm -hmm. Oh. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear me say lower it on the rope so it doesn't clatter? Because I said not. lower that's it on the okay. rope so it doesn't yeah. clatter. It doesn't clatter. What do you mean? Oh, that's clatter. even worse. Make a listen check. Make a listen check. For the love of God, make that listen check. Yes, I do. It doesn't clatter. What'd you roll? Uh, Look like a 10. Yeah. Uh, uh, did it make a splash? No. Oh, did, did it, it make like a hit? spot hidden. Oh, yes. Yeah. You made it? Mm-hmm. Make a sanity check? Make a sand check. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe lose a point. You lost track of it. I mean, it went, and then it got smaller. You didn't hear it hit anything, and <laughs> you lost track of it. Oh, my. Just... One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, four one thousand. That's still going down. And as it went down, it passed staircase, 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 staircase. At ten meters per second square. By the way, you rolled a, you rolled a ten. Mm-hmm. You're fairly certain that um, you saw something on something down there that uh, another structure besides just staircase, like maybe a, a, a wide, a flat area that didn't have any stairs. So stairs up then is. Yeah, let's see like, if what's the purpose. Well, careful, there's a staircase. Sit in one of the end red shirts. <laughs> That's what you say. Be careful. Well, just there's did. a staircase. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just did. What's that in that chair? What's that in an unnamed room? An NPC. Yeah. Uh, an NPC. All right. Send in one who minds and doesn't kill things. <laughs> well, we'll call for the other guys to cut, start coming in. Right. We'll start moving the whole party. In. Yo, Jones. Yo, Adrian. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> there's a certain amount of echo in here too. The voice is definitely magnified by the space. Oh, All right. Yeah. Actually, uh, actually, while I'm at it, shine it upwards. Yeah. Uh, what you're seeing up above you is um, there's just the bottom of the staircase going up. Now you really can't. You're not because these light, this little hand light, is not real strong. It's a little difficult. And again, when you dropped it, it fell in over hand, so it went around. It blinked on and off and went down. Um, you're seeing the staircase going up. Uh, but you kind of lose track of it because the light source doesn't go that far. Right. Uh, now, is this one of the big torches, the electric torches, or is this just one of those little hand flashlights? Yeah, actually, it's like bring one of the big lights through. All right. All right, I'll come through next. All right, we've got... Uh, I'll go after Walker. Lance Curve with Conroy uh, over there with you, who's slithered out with a, you know, sawed-off uh, Lee Enfield rifle. Okay, uh, bring in one of the big lights in. Okay. And then I've got shine the big lights. Um, you see this thing that's about this. This hole's about thirty feet across. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The staircase is about ten feet wide. Um, it uh, doesn't. It it, it 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 doesn't appear to be anything more than slabs of stone stuck into the wall. There's not a supporting structure. Oh. Wow. Um, um, I'm gonna look at this <clears throat> from an archaeological standpoint. Excellent. Seventy sanity Ooh. points is too <laughs> Twenty-seven out of fifty. <laughs> Fascinating. Make an idea roll. Yes. Make a sand check. <laughs> Made it. You lose a point. It's uh, it's absolutely positively not in the archaeological record. It's not Celtic. It's not 
Roman, it's not Egyptian, it's not Easter Islanders, it's not um, anything you've ever seen. It has a blunt, hard, rough kind of quality to it. Um, At odds with the smooth... Well, well with it's, the fitted toge- it's fitted together tightly. It's been tooled and worked. But there is a kind of uh, uh, incredibly minimalistic style to this thing that is almost utterly without um, uh, any kind of uh, uh, beauty or, or uh, style, fancy or style or, or fancy. It's, it's nihilist architecture. Yeah. It's absolutely nihilist. nihilistic. It's not Babylonian. It's not Egyptian. It's no, there's, not there's, no, there's no carvings on the walls. There's no fresco going on. If I down. had to guess, I'd say early boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> So major come through? <coughs> yes, yes he does. All right, I'm right after the major. I'll come through. All right, I must keep him inside. Excellent. All right, um, flush it. Uh, down Were this you way. expecting this? Uh, most of it. Down this way, I think we should. Think we should uh, what are check. you expecting next? Um. Well, uh, if uh, my research holds up, um, there should be a large chamber just put up. And what are we going to do in there? Sir, I just dropped a light down there. I still haven't heard anything. Well, the chamber will be, you know, before that. Oh, well, Ah. I I think I did see something like that. Excellent. Well, then, let us proceed. All right. Well, he's the major. (sighs) And he just starts... I mean, he takes three steps down and goes... You're all coming, aren't we? Actually, I'm, uh, following I'm coming. The major. I'm, coming like, I'm coming. Like I can't have a major die on my watch. Take a spot hit. Upper please class. Love what I, I hope it Ha! Ah, Eleven. I made it. Out of. Don't put me 50. in the same category with that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're walking down there. Um, try. Let me try something else about me. Actually, um, perhaps I, perhaps I shouldn't be leading the way. Um, no, you, you, you Sorry, should. Sure, why not? No, you know what to expect. I, I was like, oh, yes, yeah. Sir. All right. <laughs> I don't get to question orders. <laughs> I say in my head. <laughs> <laughs> if he turns uh, to look at me, Ben, I'm going like, to pass. He's going to pass the major. Who's on the outside? On the outside. On the inside. So that he's. Fallible. Yeah, you're you're closer to the edge. He goes right. He goes right by him. The major doesn't. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm getting ready in case you're looking, the major though. does anything. Now you're holding a flashlight and you're holding a flashlight. I got one. I'm uh, having actually. Uh, you got the shotgun now, right? You yeah, put the yeah. lights. You got the flashlight. Who else has a flashlight? I mean, I do have you, a flashlight. Well, I have one of the biggest. Oh, everyone has the big flashlight. Everyone's got one. Okay. Uh, All right. Now well, I'm gonna you really think you go ahead and this? line this up. Well, now, the problem is, uh, well, because I don't want to leave I you behind. I think I would have a small um, one. Too, I think the, but we're gonna have to uh, bring you forward with the satchel charge, probably used to blow up this end of the tunnel. Um, and we're gonna leave somebody else on the detonator behind because otherwise you might survive the scenario. All right. So <laughs> can't have that. Can't have that. <laughs> um, so up at the fa- up at the face, we have at least one uh, uh, other NPC, and right. you. I can't remember what your name is, but it's Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin will start up up here. Major Wolcott and you four plus Captain Boyd are going down this way. Okay. Oh, Captain Boyd. Right, yes. Down we go. Um, uh, uh. And he's got a flashlight and a 
and a uh, webby mm -hmm. bag of grenades. Yeah, yeah, like you do. Yeah, you know? <laughs> bag of grenades. Well, strangely, <laughs> World War One did, didn't like clipping your grenades onto your uniform like World War Two seemed to, and every other conflict. They'd give these giant haversacks, yeah. and they just put twenty fucking horrible grenades in it, <laughs> which actually makes more sense to me because it's just a big, you know, it, they don't fall. I mean, my roommate keeps telling me that whenever we went, he went on maneuvers in the army. Guys, we, the grenades were just falling off of them. The moment we had to crawl on the ground, it'd come off, you know, and you'd just be crawling along, and there'd be somebody's grenade that they dropped, <laughs> you know, in front of you. And it's like, you know, they're all dummy grenades, but it was, un, it was disconcerting <laughs> to notice that they just kept falling off of the gear. And, you know, I think we could do better. Yeah, you think we could do better. Not all right. So um, he started, uh, uh, the sergeant. How long is the fuse on these Sergeant Kelly. It's, uh, it's going to be, uh, you throw out this combat round, it goes off next time. Which I believe yeah. is the name of the sergeant from Doom 3. I'm, I'm not sure if that has anything I'm to do with I'm just trying to think that if I drop, if I pulled the pit and drop one straight down. Mm-hmm. 1,000 to 1,000. How many feet? Yeah. I know what they were in World War II. I don't know what they were in World War I. Uh, it's a long, it's a, it's a six-second fuse, I believe. Six seconds? Yeah. They went longer in World War II. It was 850 in the British Really? All right, uh, I know they're really short. I know the one uh, they're now they're like four seconds. Uh, yeah, a lot shorter. Um, all right, you guys start tooling down this thing. Uh, your footsteps are making a fair amount of equity racket. Okay, keep an eye out behind us. Well, now, was someone going to stay at the head? I'm actually, behind, right? you're up here. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and put um, Sergeant Winner, who's an unused player, uh, possible player character. Up here with the uh, let's see here. He's still uh, with the Wubbly revolver and uh, you know a, a, a trench knife and a winner's yeah, winner's not a rifle shooter, but he's uh, he's fine for close quarters, stabby stabby kind of work. <laughs> um, actually, what's Boyd's rifle skill? Boyd's got a really good rifle skull, so maybe we'll uh, leave Captain Boyd up here with the long arm. We'll send Winter down with the rest of you guys. So it's it's six of you. Uh, all of you want to go with them? I think you need to go with them. Otherwise, you're, you're just sitting around. Yeah, there. I mean, living. Living. <laughs> Playing cards with Boyd. So, so we'll, go ahead put, the we'll go ahead and put Boyd and Winter up here watching the top while the Blair characters and uh, the Major descend into the gloom. So, going down, 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 down. Two dice. Down, down, down. It's usually the one in the front or the one in the back. Okay, great. I'm in the middle, so it'll probably be changed. It'll be the one in the middle. Since the one... Okay. Uh, make I am a, uh, hugging make, that wall. Make a, uh, <laughs> a spot hidden. Everyone? Everyone? Yeah. That's not good. Yes. Hey, when did I get it for making that last spot? <laughs> oh, aught nine. Aught nine? Oh, wow. He made, he made it, it, an aught aught. Double aught on the spot hidden? <laughs> Don't get to die. You, you see nothing. Luckily, that, see was nothing. Like, luckily that was not when you pulled the trigger or you had shot a player character or yourself. <laughs> I see nothing. You see nothing? Oh, 27 oh, under 55. I got an aught nine. So I probably and see 37. I made 27 yeah, under 55. All right. 
uh, running along the edge of this staircase all the way down. And it, yeah, let's see if I can draw this properly. Um, Is it a gutter? Yeah, it's a gutter. Good work. It's kind of a rounded uh, gutter set into the uh, wall. Um, oh, why? So that the blood can drip all the Is way down. Is there a fluid? And uh, it, it kind of it spirals up the outside. Is there a fluid in the gutter? Mm, no, but it does appear to be shiny. Leave my sheet. Uh-huh. Oh, so your sheet? I wipe a piece of cloth on it. There's some kind of, I don't know, looks like maybe um, uh, used engine oil. Oh my, you're wearing a fucking engine or screw or something. Wait a minute. A drill. Wait, 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 wait. You mentioned this out loud? Yeah. Like, it'd be like, would it be like, would it be like something to illuminate this place on the way down? Well, if you light it on fire, um, it will be burning in the way of the, the hole you well, how high will it burn? I don't know. That's a good question. Why don't you light it and find out? Well, <laughs> Maybe it'll be a wall of fire, why, right? Why don't we take the rag that has some of it on it and see how well that burns? Excellent. It doesn't light. Well, then that was a problem. Is ah. it blood? No. Okay. It does not smell like blood. Ooh! Roll a sand roll, please. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Made it. Okay. No loss. Just, ah! Uh, make a con roll, please. Well, your constitution times five. five. No, sir. You made it or didn't? I failed. He I'm up gonna, chucks. I'm gonna oh, barf. What right is it? He barfs right. He barfs. What? He smelled oh. the ooze on the thing yeah. and barfed. Oh, it's that nasty. Yeah, I'm oh. blowing the chunks right down into the abyss. <laughs> I believe uh, uh, the criminal. Uh, sorry, um, the. Major Walcott says something like, oh dear. <laughs> what is well, that? Mean, you know, that's, that's three times he said. What the hell is uh, I mean, with this uh, gutter? <laughs> I vaguely considered making the character a colonel, and I never really got around to fixing it. Colonel Kurtz. Kurtz. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you quite all right? There's a new shoulder. Go ahead and make a psych roll, please. A what? Psychology roll. You, everyone's got a base of 05. Some officers have a little bit more so they can read the man. No. Okay. He pats you on the shoulder. Quite all right. <laughs> Apparently, no. psychology was not part of my medical training. I'm fine. He threw up looking at <laughs> doing this. Yes. Uh, something something Is it possible for me to do anything with medicine to see what this might have been that caused him to, to Just throw something up? Nasty. Why don't you smell it and find out? <coughs> right, I will. Go ahead. I, I am a scientist. You walk. <laughs> rather than put it right Right up next to the face. Go ahead and make the con roll. <laughs> Woo. Well, it's a zero something. Don't get another zero. So that's a... I have one in roll, ten chance I have here. to roll that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So zero seven, I make it. Ah, uh, you do not vomit. But, <laughs> oh, it is, it is not... Pleasant. That's not right. It's uh, it doesn't smell. Why does it, smells it smell chemical. like dying? <laughs> it doesn't. It smells like chemicals. It doesn't smell biological. But it won't. It doesn't work. smell bi- like bile or you know blood or excrement or 
Indian does it smell, other things does you it smell like any, medical process. Does it smell like any of the gases that have been uh, going out? And so does it smell like mustard gas no. or chlorine? Or no. Oh, it smells like pizza and fascism. <laughs> pizza and fascism? <laughs> That's awesome. Where's that from? Pull that on your ass there? Yeah. Welcome to Italy in 1929. El Ducci has everything well in hand. This is ground up Italian. It's made out of people. <laughs> well, technically. Made out of Italians, really. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the right 19th century answer. Thank you very yes. much. I can say that. I'm for the, that's all right. for uh, the purposes of the recording, all responses. <laughs> Are in character. Purposes of the recording, comedy comes before taste at all times. <laughs> of course. And besides, we're British. This means remember the, the phrase "wog begins at Calais." <laughs> <laughs> Anyone south of Dover is a wog. <laughs> right. Back to the horror, right. shall we? <laughs> down, 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 down. What's all right. What's so the oil, Major? What's down. the oil for? What does it do? I don't know. Where does it come from? Who are you asking? Yeah, that's the Major. <laughs> if I go well, temporarily it's, uh... insane, I just want to say for the record, my uh, temporarily insane action was to shoot the shit out of the Major. The first conceivable opportunity. The first, ex- first excuse the Game Master gives you for just dumping the whole magazine in him, reloading him, putting a couple more in him. Pat, Actually, I think my first action will be shooting really bad. <laughs> All right. All right. After taking a number of turns down this spiral, there you go. It's not mine. Can I see where Boyd is up above us? Yeah, so you can actually like see the light. lights up there. Yeah. How many stories have we gone down? You've probably gone down. You know, each trip around this 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 circumference is taking you down about uh, fifteen feet. Or orbit, um, and you've gone down like uh, you said it was a 50 foot diameter, yeah. Yeah, if you could do better math than me, tell me because I, I haven't actually worked out the math. Uh, circumference is two pi r, isn't it? Nah, just quite uh, it's too late for this. Yeah. It's long way down, <laughs> it's non Euclidean, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, stop talking that geometry shit. You know, it's not gonna work here. That's right, for everything, six, Ross. Pretty much, it's 30. Okay, so it's uh. Don't drop the pen. What do you mean it's going to No, that black pen. Oh, it's Oh, actually, that works out not bad. It's it's uh, going around about... It's dropping 15 feet for every 300 feet it goes around. Okay. It's very gradual. Uh, I may make it steeper then. Um, you guys uh, are coming around one, one of these things, and, and you will see it uh, long before you, you encounter it. There is actually this this the staircase is ten feet wide. Actually, encounters a platform before it keeps going around. There's um, uh, it it uh, it's it's actually oof, it's recessed. Strike that. No platform. The stairs just go by, but they stop going down between here and here. It's a flat stretch, and there is a recess in the wall. 
the recess is about uh, 24 feet across. I mean, 24 feet across, and it goes back into the wall. Um, let's see. About uh, about 10 feet. Go ahead and make your spot hidden walls, please. Nope. Oh, eight. Turn. Five, seven. We rolled something yeah. like zero at the end. We're both going to lose Santa. Uh, what your... Nope. Uh, some people see it first. It's not going to make a great deal of difference, but <laughs> what you're, you know, you guys see it first. Yeah. Santa's a nightclub. I made it. What you appear to have in front of you here are two, in this recess, are two six foot wide at the base, about 12 feet tall, uh, green doors made out of some kind of green metal. Aww. So wait. Door. I realize my, 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 uh, my, my, my uh, diagram is completely off, but uh, these, these are the doors over here. Uh, you said they're about six feet across at the bottom. Twelve feet high. And it's about twelve feet high. Um, Eighteen on my geology roll. Can I tell uh, what they are? If it's green, it's probably uh, if it's green and metal. Copper. So it's likely a bronze or copper. It's my got some sort of copper at the oxide. God, what is this here for? Are they decorated? Uh, everyone gets a sand roll, please. Yeah. Now that you've got a good solid look at the doors. Yeah. Oh no, that's a big old fail. Ah, ninety-four. Oh, excellent! It's all going downhill now. <laughs> now I got mine. Zero six. Say the guy with the guns. Did you make it? Yeah, yeah I made sorry. it. It's uh, which what the guy with the most guns made it. Explosives. <laughs> Did you make it? I made it. Okay, you get three. Uh, that's not enough. I mean, oh. Greg gets four. You take yeah, those. we're just <laughs> chewing that right through there. How much have you lost so far this game? Uh, <laughs> like six sixty-five. Yeah. Okay. The door. I started in sixty-two. No, lost any Bloody wealth. <laughs> the door has a thing. Each door has <coughs> a thing in it as a relief uh-huh. cast into it. There is some sort of. Stylized um, monster on each door, um, or maybe it's a stylized wave, uh, but it's got a face. Insofar as what you've got is these, these sort of twisting, curling, uh, clearly liquid, and that it's designed to look like it has sort of. Flowing. Almost wave-like qualities to it. Viscosity. Uh, twisting up and leering overhead of these two. I guess they could be faces that kind of have eyes that are set. The thing has kind of a diamond, you know, sort of a diamond shape. But it looks like a. It looks like a. It it it, it, it leers down at you from twelve feet up, looking like a big green. Um, Again, personalized anthropomorphic wave almost. 27 on archaeology. This is more boogeyman architecture, right? Would you like to make a sand roll? I think you do. I, think it is. I made a no eight on an occult. I made the sand roll. Okay, no sand loss. I mean, more sand loss. <laughs> no uh, additional. No additional sand loss. Uh, it's. Uh, 
Right? It's no mythological it. creature you're familiar with. But I'm convinced that this is a an unknown mythological creature. You're, you're not you're not seeing this uh, as a well, and as an archaeologist. There's this the nihilistic brutalitarian architecture of the spiral. Yeah. This doesn't seem to match that, does it? Um, or certainly, is, there is no there is no benevolence in this image. But it's There's decoration. No, um, or perhaps a keep out sign. Right. Like, I don't think we're going to use this to any uh, tactical advantage, quite frankly. You yeah, think? I think we should just go back. And we should go Nuke home. it for more, but that's the only way to be sure. It is a curiosity, but uh, I agree. <laughs> Not a militarily significant. Major Walcott goes right up to the door. And... I think we should leave him to his work. What do you hear, Major? Absolutely nothing. Um, let's go ahead and get these open. No. He pushes on it a little bit. I'm sorry, what? I said no. There's no tunnels leading to no man's land behind it, past the Germans. There's nothing here. You're on some bloody crusade, some quest to find your own damn holy grail or unholy grail or some damn thing. I believe thing. the term is damn fool idealistic crusade. Yeah. It's all about idealism. I don't care what you're Major trying to Wal- do here. Major you Walcott says, in here for all Lieutenant, you will be quiet now, and the rest of you... Go on, put your put your backs in it. Let's get this thing open. He starts pushing on the door. I I get the shotgun ready. He's like, "Don't do that, Major." Uh, I'm taking a step backwards. <laughs> Actually, I'll use your dice. In fact, I'm taking oh, a couple of steps backwards. Major turns around and says, "Look, there's no time for us to chicken out or to, to lose faith and lose nerve." In what? Behind this door are treasures unimagined. Weren't you wanting gold? Not anymore. <laughs> so just beyond here is the answer to everything we could possibly hope or dream for. Now, men, there has been a certain amount of misdirection as far as the, the, the as far as the reason behind this mission. We're here now, and we are this close. What's in the bank, if I may inquire, Major? Our protection. Indeed. Is the Major armed? Uh, he has a, you know, wobbly pistol. Major, perhaps there's a minor Major, question. Everyone make a spot in and tell me right. what you get out of what. Nice. 71 out of 55. 25 out of 50. Nine out of sixty. Forty out of fifty-five. Yeah, we're good. We're the spot hidden crew. Uh, Sixty-one under over fifty-five. You say nine out of sixty? Mm. Come with me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this in front of the other. You're just gonna have to deal. Here, take the recorder. <laughs> oh, no. bitch! Um, oh, this. Well, it's, it's for posterity. Oh, well, he can explain long, it to us. Yeah, we'll all, all die. Fake, yeah. racist. Racial and sexual jokes. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna game. edit this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, our podcast has a lot of uh, uh, usually profanity on it, anyway. So this is uh, anything. We're not gonna come. We're not gonna come across as dicks, are we? I doubt it. Uh, I think it's a little late I now. Yeah, I yeah. don't know about you, Alan, but I, Cord Wayne Bird, <laughs> am confident that everything I have said sounds fine. Um. I, Greg Stolze, am absolutely positive that this will not reflect poorly upon me and upon my work. Exactly, exactly. 
Uh, and I'm Alan Cummings. Personally, I, I just want to see if that I major mean, cast I mean, a shadow, a, and if so, what go ahead. And what is it that you do? Do uh, please do say you? shoot him in the face. Actually, yes, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> I shoot him. All right, go ahead and roll to hit, please. Ten. Ten? You rolled a ten? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and roll a 20-sided die here to figure out how close you were standing to him. Do you have a shotgun? Was it a shotgun? You were standing within ten feet of him when you set that thing off. Uh, essentially, that doubles your skill. What is your skill? Sixty. Well, plus five is sixty-five. That makes it uh, 130 because we're doubling it. Your dex is better than ten? Yes. So you're at dex range when you did that. You just went... While you're arguing, he just kind of... <laughs> um, go ahead and roll, please. 8d6. Uh, you don't appeal with a shotgun. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not okay. buying into that whole... You can crit on it, all right? That's the point. It's a Holy crit over here. That's cool. yeah, that's, and uh, look at all those sixes. <laughs> 12, 22... I kind of like that rule, actually. <laughs> Man, that was uh, the players love that. Forty six. Forty six. All right, just out of just, just out of random, give me a percentage dice here. Well, actually, I know I left that. Uh, I left that book at home. Never mind. Never mind. You were good for um, hit location. I, I left my. Uh, I left the uh, hit location table. I was thinking maybe you get him in the face. I don't know. I'm just gonna say you go ahead and put it right dead in his chest. Boom! He splats all over the door. Falls against the door. Everybody make a sand check. Me too. Yeah, Alright, fine. I made it. Yes, I made it. I made a sand check. Oh, no. right. I made it. 11. I failed. You yeah. failed? Roll a d6. Yes, I made it. Five. Five. Excellent. Everybody else make it? Yep. yep. So so he six failed six. the Go sanity. Go ahead and d6 roll, too. He's failed the sanity because he wasn't the one to shoot him? I think so. Alright, have you lost any sand? Uh, Actually, one. it doesn't matter. Uh, you gain five sand points back. Wow! Because you just killed him, uh, and you and you lose five five sand because oh my god! By the way, make an idea roll. Oh, oh my god! He just killed him. Um, no, I actually failed that. Excellent! You don't go temporarily insane. <laughs> <laughs> you make your idea roll. You go temporarily insane. Think it's a roll some random insanity thing like I must get the doors open or I must jump off the cliff. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. You Ooh. blow him open. Ah. He splatters all over the wall and uh, what you have laying in front of you is an enormous reptile wearing a British ah. military uniform. Okay. Oh, I, holy I was. Oh, that's 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 His right. Head's about this big. It flops open. This tongue goes out of the deck and. Um, you know, his blood's all over the place. He's blown in half. Just like spit it, just spit on it. And there's the tail's all. The tail does the classic reptile flop around a little bit. Excellent. Is we don't have to follow his orders anymore. Is the what? Excellent the job. Attack. I'm going to yeah, write well, you well, up well, for a commendation. Just <laughs> like you spit on the corpse. What, I, I, uh, what I did I you down see it? that made you? I looked down at it. He says, like, he says, his shadow. Oh, God. No. I, I, I looked down at it. You guys are rolling those spot ins. If you're spot in, you go. That's not right. Okay. Okay, now, and I'm going to take this duffel bag, take the duffel right. bag and right. open it up. Inside <laughs> in the duffel bag is um, this series of <laughs> a series of uh, pipes and uh, glass tubes and glass spheres, kind of of a purple color. It's this weirdly. It, there's a big ball of glass. There's a lot of veins running through it that almost look organic but uh, are made of some sort of crystal. There's some tubes that point out this way. Um, it, it 
it's it, maybe you put it like this and it's a hookah. It's hard to tell what it is. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's like, take a moment this? and consider. <laughs> By the way, boom, 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 boom. That was the sound of the shocking going on. Yeah. All right. What I recommend is that we put his gadget on his body, your satchel charge on that, give it a nice long fuse, and run like hell upward. I, well, we could I, push it on the. I, re- I recommend well, that we drag the body up top, show cap- the captain, and no, let him no, decide how no, best no, to handle no, it. No, no, no. God does not want that to exist. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, it doesn't. <laughs> it- it still exists. It's still there. It's going to be existing until it's on fire, until it's thrown <laughs> off into the pit, into the abyss, back into the hell sir, from whence the high-ranking one now that, you know, right. the being major very, is dead. You're being very the dead. orders are as follows. Prepare the satchel charge as instructed. The rest right. of you, get up there. All right. All right. What, just charge. exactly what are you going to tell How long a fuse are you going to put on it? The, the major didn't ripped. make it. The longest, time, I guess. I don't know. What, what do you think is good? Uh, 30 seconds. Satchel chart? You're putting it for 30 seconds, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make that. Well, that's. But th- how this long, has no handrail. How, how long? You, you could, you, it took you, you know. Um, 20 minutes of walking? No. No, it only, of, it only took about uh, five minutes. I, I oh, take, I'm taking the corpse, though. That's no. No. Yeah, that, no. This no. is a direct order. Leave it here. Chop <laughs> <laughs> it off with a Welsh knife and put it over your fireplace when you get home after the war. <laughs> that's a good point. story for the grandkids, wouldn't it? It's it works. best. To it works leave for it Star here. Trek. Can I take over because I'm the medical officer? No. Huh. Didn't think so. You really want a trophy. There, there's this <laughs> tiny, tiny man telling you no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, and I have a smoking shotgun just blowing the highest ranking officer here. He away. gave you the promotion. If so. you have a problem with the orders, you shouldn't have given him the promotion. <laughs> nice. So take the head. Uh, no, <laughs> we have to show the captain. No. No. How much fuse am I? Carrying? People die. It's a war. Uh, People die. They don't ask questions. Uh, Here's what happens. They don't ask a question we'll, as to we'll why he died. Together. We're the only we'll, ones down yeah, here. We'll, we'll back it's a cave each other in. up. We're, we're in a cave. It caved in. Yes. I don't know. The, Getting two we minutes were walking away is and, the, and it fell yeah, from underneath him. It caved in. The steps collapsed. sound of ancient bronze hinges. I'm gone. Yeah. Set it. R- I'm running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you two minutes are just running. Uh, I think. Uh, Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. You guys are running. All right, running it is. Running it is. All right. And you guys since we're flee. British, Yakety Sax is playing. The <laughs> <laughs> All right. You drop that down. Thirty seconds go by. Everybody, give me a luck roll. Actually, give me a demo roll first. Okay. <laughs> I get the sneaky suspicion. If the demo roll has failed. The luck roll is not new. You'll be happy to know. Let's see here. Thirty-nine under seventy-five. All right. Huh. Second question. Um, does anybody look back? Hell yes. no. <laughs> that cuts it. The that wind slows down. Is significant. <laughs> okay. Right. You flee up the staircase. Forty-seven luck back. roll. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> crazy. I can't. I can't. Isn't, isn't looking back a matter of just looking down? Uh, you, actually as, so you're, well, as you're going by, somebody looks down aside. I'm looking back. I'm looking back. Alright. I'm not I'm just waiting for the boot. What was I running rolling for? Luck. 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 I made luck. it sixty under seventy five. Everybody made their luck roll? Hang on, I still need to First roll. First roll is luck roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Fifty. Wow, I barely made it. And now who who looks back? Uh, now all, everybody made their luck rolls, right? Yeah. yeah. Who wants to look back and get the full <laughs> I kinda have to. I'm crazy. Yeah, and I, I just 
I gotta, like, I gotta, I don't know. I, I killed my commanding officer. I gotta do something. I gotta look back. Yeah. The door, uh, the doors are being pulled inward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as it pulls inward, something. I thought the blood was going to start something. Sort of pours out across the floor, almost like um, somebody emptied in a gigantic cauldron of uh, pitch, tar, or unrefined diesel, just crude oil. Kind of spills and starts to spill out across that that floor, and then the explosive goes off. Um, boom! Staircase collapses. Now, there's a lot of places for the explosion to go, but boom, the body vaporizes. The doors actually slam open. They were just opened, they just opened a little bit, and then boom, they're slammed open by the explosion. Um, the platform in front of the staircase starts to crumble. And, and, and fall away. The explosion is absolutely deafening down here. It's boom, boom, boom. You, know, you guys can forget making listen rolls. That's done for the game. Alright, that is done for the game. But that's what you see. Alright, now yeah. what? You're just going to keep looking back or just keep running? Running. Oh, still running Alright, right, you're running. You're running. Um, uh, so, alright, you guys... Uh, uh, go ahead and make me. I guess it's going to make me way. some dex rolls. That'll be how fast you run back. It's uh, going to dex times four, please. Okay. Got four. Sixteen out of. You're fast and fucker, aren't you? I didn't get to be an officer by being slow from running away. Um, <laughs> zero one. You are the fastest yes. guy in the group. <laughs> I was also the one right. saying I was getting up from first. There he goes. I miss. All right. He's Wait, falling behind. Dex, so You're, it's dex times four, you, right? Dex, dex times four. four. Oh, oops. <laughs> I was reading as 37, not 70. All right. <laughs> you guys pass him. He is now bringing up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you spiral up the stairs at the top speed. You get, you get up there and it, you, know, you, you, you see the, um, the Sergeant Winter and Captain Boyd. They're still standing near the hole. In, in, in these captain in, in, in. <laughs> well they see you running back and uh, you after know after the large boom uh, captain winter says something booms. who knows what he says what would you guys mean deaf and all uh, he points in the hole and winter goes in the hole and he starts waving you forward so you for, what's your size uh, I have a size 11 thankfully okay. I don't get captain winter's going come on come on and he goes oh. <laughs> he's clearly upset by something that's behind you I take a look <laughs> awesome, roll the sand check. Alright. I'm shoving his feet. Uh helping <laughs> excellent lot. Oh roll out, please. That's gonna be That's only a D ten. Five more! Awesome! Right. Make another idea roll. Here. Wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, made the idea roll. Excellent, you're temporarily insane. Let's check it out, shall we? <laughs> yes, I have. I haven't had to. I haven't had somebody go temporarily insane in such a lovely. Is this long the time. cosmic revelation as well? That, uh... <laughs> oh yes, you now get your five points of Cthulhu Mythos out of the deal. <laughs> out of here for the first time, you go temporarily insane. Yeah, so the next time you play explosives. this character, that'll be important. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the scenarios are supposed to be designed to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, TPKs? Well, no, uh, they're supposed to be uh, the sort of, um, 
Order One scenarios are supposed to be designed to create a backstory for why your 1920s characters uh. are investigating the occult uh-huh. into it during the war. So here comes the first dose of Cthulhu Mythos knowledge. <laughs> uh, yes, you get your five points. Please feel free and roll um, uh, percentage dice, please. Okay. Uh, 38. Okay. Now roll me uh, a d10. Eight. Eight. And roll me a 10 sided die. 10 sided die? Uh, three. Uh, you descend into physical hysterics, uh, laughing and crying at the same time as you, well, stagger I, up the stairs. Either stagger up the stairs or run into its embrace, uh, boiling up the staircase, uh, flowing in fact up the gutter, yeah. is this patch of black, sticky, fat, snot-like blackness that is filling that gutter. In fact, you can see it that it's. Um, it's not just flowing upward. It, it is sort of vomiting and puking out these sort of uh, big sticky uh, pseudopodia, which it is sort of grabbing hold of the rock and pulling, sort of flowing up its own pseudopodia as it moves forward. Yeah. It moves with a lightning quickness and a uh, uh, decided malevolent intent, and boy, it's really close to them. <laughs> you see, I may be crazy, but I'm not the slowest. <laughs> Dropping the flashlight, pulling yeah. the gun lanyard off, anything that will narrow me down. <laughs> so you're ditching all the gears. Yeah, I think I'm in pure fighter flight. <laughs> have I got him where... shoved through the hole yet? Oh, yes. Uh, I have. I'm, then I'm through. All right. The, the, uh, uh, I see the captain hesitating. Uh, the captain, you're trying to push the captain through? No, I was pushing him through, and then I was going through. <laughs> well, with an 01 run, he just he passed you. He's through the hole. Just oh, okay, flying. so then I'm you're you through. Know, I was throwing my shot. Do we have Getting the little cart thing in front of us? What the cart? That's cart in the, the, tunnel. the tunnel. Oh, that's in the tunnel. Yes. Yes. So, so I've, you, I've been pushed through. I'm in the tunnel now. You would get in there, and you, yes, could be the first person on the little kick go cart. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Pulling down any Jones that gets in front of me. Uh, so, you with the hysterics as you look behind and go, <laughs> what do you do? I run away. Have you lost enough sand for the day? Uh, yeah, pretty okay, much. Good. Um, Captain Boyd <laughs> takes out his pistol. Well, actually, no, Captain Boyd takes out a grenade. Yeah. I'm not really paying too much attention to his heroics. As you guys are running past, he takes out a grenade and lobs it like, looks like he lobbed it right at you. Uh, <laughs> this is totally not my day. <laughs> Thanks, Cap. Yeah. The grenade comes flying, you know, down. The Mills bomb comes flying down right at your head. Um, who rolled the night? You two are out the hole. I think you were the next highest dex roll. Yeah. Of him. All right. Are you looking behind? When you're going up, you see you the captain pick up the grenade and toss it back. Do you, do, you, do you bother to look? You check your rear view mirror. Yes. Make the sand what was that? Yes. You lose a point. You see the horrible black snot rearing up, looking like it's going to leap upon the tail end, Charlie. Uh, no. it's, 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 just, it's, it's just coming up from straight below. It's not coming it's up swirling from below. It's swirling up the gutter. Consider the Mills bomb blessed <laughs> blessed relief. What do you, how much explosives do you still have on you? Um, I basically used whatever I had. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So I've got some fuse, so... <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah, I don't want to look behind me because I blew up a, a a lizard thing 
and the captain is freaked and throwing grenades at me, and you're laughing hysterically. I know I don't want to know what's behind me. So you take me. your one sandpoint <laughs> hit from that. Yeah. Uh, grenade flies over your head. You see the grenade disappear into the into the uh, into the oil, and it goes off with a kind of giant soap bubble in a you know in a, in a mud uh, well a fart in a in a in a, in a, in a mud bath. Okay, it goes all with <laughs> splashes kind of. Um, not on me, not on me. <laughs> on you, on you. No. Okay, good. Um, but uh, go ahead and make me a um, uh, a luck roll, first of all. Luck, luck, luck. Nope. Failed. No, make your luck roll. All right. Uh, give me a dex roll to see if you're knocked down by the concussion. Is it still dex times four? Yeah, this will be dex times five. Five, so that's easy. 75? Yeah. Yeah, I made it with 20. All right, you were not knocked down by the concussion. You're looking by, as you're looking behind him, you can see that it goes off and the snot, the oil, the whatever it is, sort of, it, it expanded <coughs> up and popped. It sort of spun back down into itself and then almost reared up like a, it almost rears up like a serpent made out of just inky black nasty. So what do you do? I'm take one of my grenades out of the satchel. Yeah. It was like arm it, put it back in. You're <laughs> <laughs> throwing the satchel. All right, it's awesome. it's it's running up the. You're running up the stairs. It's right behind you. Make a uh, throw check. Go ahead and make a throw check. Yeah, you don't want to botch uh, that. Out. Fifty nine out of seventy. All right, uh, you throw the the, the thing into it. Um, uh, it is now getting up where it is really close to all all three of you. Then I'm getting fucked. All right. I'm going to get it, aren't I? <laughs> or maybe blow it up. Or, or maybe blow it up. up. Crashed in the tunnel as it goes and off. And hey, and if you are blown up before you're eaten, you're welcome. I'm reading your character's mind, and your character is thinking, well, normally I would object to Lieutenant Charles trying to crawl up my ass but I you guys make dex rolls please and it is uh, the British Army <laughs> yes. I'm not implying anything but uh, yeah I made it actually it's more of a case of the Royal Navy but <laughs> rum sodom in the lash uh, oh 81 I failed uh, he's in front of you and he's going slower than you <laughs> Go ahead and make your next roll, please. As you're scurrying up, the I obviously ran the, out of speed. The, the retreat is a lot of get out, get out, get out. Not that. All right, you're you're sort of catching up, being backed up behind his ass and his ass. <laughs> Not that you can hear him laughing, but right. satchel of grenades falls into this thing. It takes. I'm out of breath. I'm staring at the eyes of the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clean menthol vapors will help you <laughs> Unfiltered, too. All right. Uh, this thing whips out this, uh, you, as you're looking, this thing whips out this very, you know, I always think of, uh, uh, of uh, Bill Murray in, in Ghostbusters. He has the slime and he goes, and flips that off of his hand and leaves that horrible trail behind mm-hmm. that hook. Oh. It sort of does something like that, which, um, uh, <laughs> smacks him uh, across the back. You feel like somebody just opens you up with a bullwhip. You take six points of damage. Yeah. You do. <laughs> um, 
I tell you, you're gonna wish you caught that grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a luck roll. Damage, damage, damage. Actually, hold on. Six points. Ouch. Who took six points? He did. E. Ouch. <laughs> okay. How many hit points you have left? Seven. Okay. Um, well, Lisa has the swallows. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Softening me up first. Oh, you give me a dex roll to not fall down after being whacked like that from behind. Dex times five? Dex times five. Oh, three. You do not fall down. Apparently, it just sped you <laughs> on. Uh, you know, the the bag of grenades goes right into the middle like of that. it. You know, and sploosh. Into the middle of it. Um, whatever it is, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I don't care what it does to my ass. I'm not going to tell you. I'm pretty sure I don't want to see what it you is. You did make the luck roll I asked for? You did. Um, no, roll. I made a, a dex roll. Did you? Oh, make it a luck roll as well. Nope. All right. What's your luck? 55. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Considering, you know, I sell bombs for a living is probably... <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, the, uh, the, there is a, uh, uh, another one of these pseudopodia slashes out, um, gets around you, not, doesn't actually, um, uh, do any damage, but slides around your waist, uh, and then the grenades go off. Um... Tell my bombs I love them. <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> There's a lot of grenades in that satchel. There's like 12 grenades in that satchel. Oh, good God. And they go off, and the sad news is that you don't pick up the maximum amount of shrapnel, but you take 11 points of damage. I am dead. Does you in. Boom, you're blown up by the shrapnel. Um, just as it was about to suck in, as it was uh. about to grapple him and pull him in. Again, it looks a little discombobulated. Uh... Thus I die. But um, now I haul ass. Now you haul ass. All right, makes it down to years. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Um, Are we have the torpedo yet. That's a darn good question. Oh come on. <laughs> so you guys Where's, are. Where's our, our commanding officer? Our baby crawling. He's uh, in between. He he went in after. He goes to the door because he's being British. He's up there standing next to you going bang, 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 bang with the lovely revolver. Last man. In the, in the, <laughs> Sir, it's time to go. I've already gone through, right? Yeah, you already okay. went through. You're in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting that. Now, there's a couple other people in this I tunnel. There's a couple of the diggers. They're on their way out. You yeah, know. they may have caught the hint. Tears, pee stain, mad laughter, boots full of shit. Yeah, he's he's got tears running down his face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which you actually will continue doing for another fourteen combat rounds. (laughs) Uh, Which may be the rest or the rest of your life, whichever comes first. Um, all right, uh, you're you're uh, coming up this tunnel. Give me some. All right, uh, give me that dex roll in the front. <laughs> Boom. Dex times four, please. That no. Ooh. Doesn't matter what you roll, does it? Um, well, give me a dex roll, please. What I roll to punch him in the balls and hit him <laughs> Dex times uh, four. Yeah. No. Nope, don't make it. All right, you. We're all screwed. Yes, 
clearly we all haven't been smoking enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, doctor. Why couldn't you tell me that? I just wanted to live ago? so I could pass off my crazy mythos knowledge to others. Uh, apparently, the captain has a good deck. Did you make your deck yes. roll? All right. I just wanted to um, ride a diary. You guys are very quickly catching up with yeah. his butt filling the tunnel. <laughs> not going fast. I was like, move that ass. <laughs> it's yeah, right behind you. It seems to be a lot, <laughs> says, to be a lot of that uh, in this tunnel. Worst yeah. case, they're just shooting with a shotgun, and you know. Oh, by the way, I'm going to go ahead and presume the shotgun's nowhere to be found at this point. Yes. Okay. I, I figured we were oh. grenades over the shoulder, shotgun somewhere down the abyss. If I had <laughs> thrown everything non-essential aside, <laughs> would so be getting spurred right now. <laughs> I Do you want to try and climb over the top of him? I well, I How haven't. Hard with I that? haven't make ditched, a dex times three roll. I haven't ditched anything. I've still got my doctor's bag. I've still got the whole thing. Yes. Well, oh slowish. no! That's you, what's slowing you right, down. No. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I still got the first aid kit here. And uh, he like, tries to climb over you. That I brings you to a com- that brings it that brings you to a complete halt. <laughs> I knock him off. <laughs> you want to try and make it a uh, make a either a, all right? Tell you what, make a grapple attack to throw him off. Grapple twenty five percent unless you have any skills in it. No. <laughs> uh, Fifty eight. No, you you do not succeed in throwing him off. But right. Greg is now impeding your prize. Well, I'm going to back off. <laughs> All right. And then try and help shove him forward. All right. And I will try to start running again. Well, well, well I'm rolling. Well, I'm also pushing this cart. This, Calling this, at this epic speed. on top of the cart. And you, you, well, you, you, you cry. I'm still pushing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's been my problem. Apparently, you, I'm going to go ahead and say that you got enough of a look to go, why is he pushing the cart? Get on the cart! <laughs> okay, but of course he can't hear me because he's deafened by the explosion. <laughs> so I'm shove him up on the cart. Already, I climb on the cart. Make I it hope. a deer roll. <laughs> 39, yes. You make the idea. You can get on the cart. I carry him on the cart. I pull out my knife and I tap it on the rail. Don't know why. It just kind of hits me. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a great, great escape move thing, yeah, and it's yeah. not going to work here. No. All right. <laughs> uh, you are now sort of on. No, you're not using your hands. You're just kicking with your feet, and you're going. Make a dex times five roll. Him or? Yeah. Uh, 68. Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. Dex times four crawling along behind him. No, sir. <laughs> uh, you're still backed up behind him. Uh, you guys are still seeing the, the back of these guys. You just have to be you climb over the top of the next guy in front of you? Well, that's, uh, well, that's never going to work. By the way, when you fail your next roll, you haven't stopped. You're just not going as fast as you wish you were. Right. All right. Nobody just well, even ceases when I, of being able to crawl. Even when I pass it, I'm not going as fast as I wish I were. <laughs> All right. Why are you so slow? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, mind you, Captain is screaming horribly. Oh, God. <laughs> I would have followed that man to the hell. Who's <laughs> the last one? Followed by the sounds <laughs> of... Uh, <laughs> earlier position. <laughs> uh, some more Webley gunshots. Bang. Would have passed that instead. I'd like to withdraw my earlier statement. 
That whole, yeah, that whole falling the hell thing. I don't, know. I don't know what I was thinking. That was clearly stupid. Like what actually happened? I never thought we'd actually go to hell. <laughs> Jesus, I never going to hell. It was, said I, it was easy to say. I'm back in the comfortable spot. Yeah, I know. It's so much easier to say when you're just in the comfortable trench. Shallow. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those halcyon days, those salad days of the scenario, and all you had to worry about were German shells splattering you all over the place. <laughs> that would have been too. Deal, look for you. Just keep going. Uh, keep going. Uh, all right, uh, you're a gunshot. Uh, you're another gunshot. He was um, a good man. He's dead now. Dex roll. Dex roll. Dex roll. <laughs> Oh, 29. I have oh, that is held awesome. it on the ah, All I needed was wheels. Oh, two. Let's see. Okay. 19. Dex times what? Five. Uh, four. Four? All right. Uh, let's. Just missed it. All right. Apparently, now that I've figured out the card thing, he's the one falling behind. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're quicker on the card. <laughs> You've passed the torpedo. Okay, so I'm coming up on the torpedo control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you should just go right past. <laughs> I should? Well, I mean, you can tell them you can tell them to blow it now, and that will fuck them, but uh, don't stick around here. There's just not going to be any. Well, there's proto-sets. I guess you've got the proto-gear, and you can be okay. Yeah, that's worked so well for me. <laughs> but I putting that stuff on will take two, three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Or the rest of your life. Or the rest Whichever of your life. Whichever comes first. Comes first. Oh, it's uh, that's stopping to gear up, not going to work. No. At this point, it's just ah, and you either you either. What are you going to tell the guys at the at the um, at the station? Actually, the station is literally like uh, two hundred feet away from the explosive. Right? Yeah. So, you know, you're, it's too close. What, did, what were we thinking? <laughs> Well, we learned, obviously. Mr. Shredded up hey, I did what I was ordered to do, all right? <laughs> yeah. And right. they don't have protogear. Uh, proto- yeah, the Nuremberg yeah, defense. They, 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 <laughs> they got protogear on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when I get to them, I uh-huh. grab the first man. He's an enlisted man. I grab him by the shoulders, and I pull him close to me, and I say, when the last one of us comes through, blow it up. You see anything behind it? Anything else? <laughs> well, who's the last man? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You run off, having given that ridiculous <laughs> Awesome. The fine tradition of the British. But I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel good about myself. <laughs> oh, excellent. You hear another gunshot behind you. Third combat round. Bang, but it's a little farther away. You put the. Whatever, whatever's going yes, on behind you. Either, yes, uh, the, is, I don't know. The uh, captain's working. Whichever his last weapon. wasn't. Webley rounds. Um, uh, you guys start struggling past the uh, the actual spot that the torpedo is installed. Which I want to live. <laughs> I want to live. No, let's go with that dex roll again. <laughs> I want to live. How's that working out for you? Nineteen. All right. Uh, I failed. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> All right, you're falling behind. Obviously, you. obviously you're my way ahead. Down. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Yeah, I've obviously. Well, I slowed down to have to talk to the guy. All right. Let's see how Captain's doing. Wrestling with the critter. 
captain's still alive? Yeah, you keep hearing gunshots, Bob. He keeps hearing gunshots. Damn, Bob. he's hardcore. Every <laughs> Each one, I, I tell, I think, okay, that's the bullet he saved for himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's the bullet he saved for himself. And it's like, okay, now he's just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It actually didn't make it past the the, yeah. the breach, and he's just going back. There. It's like, ah! <laughs> there's there's a there's a fourth gunshot from behind. You. All right, you uh, and L finally getting up to where you know you guys are now. He's actually backed up because he got slow, and you guys made your dex roll. You guys are passing with the torpedoes and stuff. Uh, the thing's actually the thing's actually dead, and he's just signaling us to tell us he's still alive. Well, we're all dead, so we can make well, it. Well, be <laughs> if they set that torpedo off now, it would be bad. Mm-hmm. However, anytime after your pass, it'd probably be a good idea, since the way you saw that thing move, if, even if you left it 50, 60 feet behind you, it could be on your ass like that. It moved like a, it moved like a snake. It does not have to... Yeah, it can make its way through these tunnels quite happily. So, uh, get that ass moving! <laughs> you probably still have your knife. <laughs> you guys have all made your dex rolls. Uh, let's go ahead and make one last one. One last set of dex rolls, please. Oh, eight. Aught eight. Yes. Made Welcome it. to the aught eight 45, club. I made it. Oh, you don't have to. You're past the... You're past the... Oh, we're, we're both These guys the... squeeze up okay. to the... These guys squeeze up to the firing position about the same time. Okay. Um, since you all made your dex rolls, you're already kind of bunched up. You guys squeeze up to the front. Fine, but you do not hear a gunshot this round. Oh. What do you do? Yeah, uh, you're I'm at the firing look- position. I'm looking at him. Um, what's the hand sign for captain? Uh, the guys... The, the, <laughs> the, 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 they actually weren't big the, on hand signs at this point because they the, were still lining up. The detonation crew uh, is, is yelling... But we Is can't there hear anybody him. behind you? Is there anybody behind you? He can. He wasn't near the explosion. Oh, okay. All of his explosions were muffled by the giant pile of snot or were far away. Although it did sound like you were inside a trumpet <laughs> when they set that thing off. They're saying, Is there anybody behind you? They're screaming in your face. Is there anybody behind you? Everyone else go. And I I know how to detonate one of these, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Go. 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 I, I'm, I'm yeah, you're you gone. still right. I'm probably you now. 100 feet past where the explosives are. You set it off now, it's 100 feet away down the tunnel. Uh, it, the question is, is the monster 100 feet from you or 60? It's just blackness down there. <laughs> Boom. He sets it off. Everybody gets to make a con roll on Tom's five. I'm heading straight for the surface. I'm oh, three. All right. Ooh. 13. So close, you needed that. Yeah. Huh, 29. It's like, on. I made it. All right. Yep. You, all, uh, you all begin to feel the effects of carbon monoxide poisoning when you stop the explosion. There's a... Uh, the explosion goes off. The this tunnel collapses down the way. I was telling you to go ahead of me. <laughs> um, uh, you all begin to feel the effects. Temperature goes up. Uh, you can't get enough oxygen with each breath. Yeah. But you're still moving in the right direction. And the two guys in the detonation area actually had proto sets on. So they're 
they're uh, actually trying to bring up the rear since if anyone drops, you don't want it to be the tail end Charlie. So you guys are sort of being hustled up to the surface. Um, you get to the surface uh, without any further pursuit. Um, the question is, Lieutenant, what happened down there? Where's the captain? Where's the major? <laughs> well, that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I need lot <laughs> enough. Vast quantities of lot. <laughs> I don't care to discuss this matter <laughs> I drink now. Pass out. Now, technically, we could go back, and you guys might check it, take another decide you wanted to take another crack at the wonderful city of Heligenpod, the Saint Toad, the town of Saint Toad. But chances are you wouldn't. Uh, you'd just be glad that it's buried under no man's land and leave it alone. Do you want to know what the problem was? Yeah. Yeah. Problem is, is that it's. Uh, I read a story um, in the Sathago cycle by Clark Ashton, I think it was by Clark Ashton Smith, who invented Sathago. Yeah. And he's got a, a story set in um, Zafik, or no, not Zafik, it's one of the Hyperborea stories. Yeah. And, I have the same book. Yeah, so. and in it, uh, it's a story about uh, a half uh, half breed spawn of Sathago, uh, which is a very underused deity because everyone thinks he looks like a hairy toad. Right. Because of some very poor illustration choices on the part of Chaosium. Um But uh, uh, there is a story about a bandit who was part Vormese, which are these hairy hominids that live in Greenland before man arrives. Part Vormese, part spawn of Sathagua, and part human. And when the authorities chop his head off, his head and his body reform together, uh, yeah. and they, it causes it continues to cause a problem. And he would sh- he would just show up in town, eat people, let the cops arrest him, let them execute him, uh, and, huh. you know, and then they he just reform and then um, do it again and again and again and again. And it's and, and that was basically the story. So I thought, okay, I can have people descended from the former spawn of Sathagua. And what we got here is a horrible temple to Sathagua. You guys never went in. You set the explosives off right in the front. Um, the see. shotgun blast woke up the critter. Uh, it came to investigate. The The place is, is guarded by a former spawn of Satagua. The glass object in the bag is actually a serpent man death ray, which could be used to kill the critter, but only by the serpent man who knows how to use it. When the, when the humans try and use it, there's a very low <laughs> chance they'll figure out what in the ray comes out of or even what it is. But he can he can exterminate the spawn if given the opportunity. Uh, this is a this is a Vormese built uh, temple to Sathagua, which is very much based on the one from uh, uh, Trail of Sathagua set in Greenland. Um, the staircase is built by the serpent people who worship Sathagua after the Vormese. Uh, further up, you get to a whole lot of serpent man architecture. And uh, putting, you know, and uh, then further on there is where the humans built on to the abandoned serpent man structure, which eventually leads to Celtic, uh, Celtic, Roman, medieval structures. That's just like the rats in the walls. Yeah. And uh, the village of Heligenpad was made up of a bunch of Tory cultists. A fair number of them were like this, um, you know. Uh, like the bandit from the story, the cannibal, yeah, the yeah, marauder yeah. from there the story, go. where the, you know you chop them apart and they just keep coming. Yeah, um, they they're put the ones. His head in a 
container. A, kept yeah, a, a metal container that breaks out of the metal container. Yeah. Basically, the, the place has been sitting here since, you know, whatever, you know, end of the Luvian age. And various cultures have come along and built onto it over the years. And it's been sedimented over by the march of time. Um, our Serpent Man is part of a worldwide conspiracy of Serpent Men who are collecting up items of power. And there's all kinds of goodies of occult power in the temple. Uh, which he is trying to get a crack at, so he uses the spell to look like a human, and uses some drugs, to, the, these mind-controlled drugs, to write out of the book, Domination Serum, to get people at BF headquarters to give him an office, give him a car, uh, give him a rank, uh, you know, uh, and give him a, a, a chance to get to this village. He doesn't want to wait anymore. He was waiting before for the front lines to move, but they don't appear to move. Uh, so he thought, fuck it, we'll do it this way, you know, I'm in a hurry. Um, so he has the company redirected by using the standard mythos magic in the book to get Guild Marshal Haig to change the orders and make it go. Um, so uh, he's not, uh, he is going to stick your dicks in the problem. He is going to, uh, he will leave you to your, he will, he will not defend you. He'll kill the creature if it's coming after him, if it's in his interest. But he's not concerned with the number of casualties that will develop amongst the monkeys while he's on his mission. Unfortunately, there's only one of him. Uh, he's really not in a position to cast a lot of spells on you, like domination or, or you know, mind control shift once you're down in the tunnels, because he's outnumbered. And if he does that crap, you'll shoot him. And there's a good chance you'll shoot him uh, if you catch him on a light source, which is one of the... I've run this scenario a couple times, and one way I, I ran it where he doesn't go in the tunnel. He just stays on top. Says, I'm sorry, I'm claustrophobic. I can't go down there. So he doesn't go near the birds, and he doesn't go near the light sources that are going to reveal the shadow. Uh, that worked out pretty poorly for the players because they got they got sent down there with a, literally a, a, a telephone with a long wire Oh. And he'd say, well, what do you see? Go do that. And he'd tell him, yeah, uh, open those doors. It'd be great, you know? And I'm like, uh, we can't open them. <laughs> they're locked. <laughs> they should just swing easily. No, no, they're clearly, they've got some sort of bar inside. We can't open them. <laughs> you know, the player just started stalling. He's like, I'll help you court-martial. I'm telling you, sir, don't. Why don't you come down and do <laughs> it yourself? Corrode <laughs> damn Do uh, any players ever go in the temple? Uh, nobody's gone in the temple yet, but uh, <laughs> one group of players went up uh, and found where there are some medieval-era cells that have been built. Uh, they were used in the village when they would kidnap people who were traveling to the village and stay at the inn, and you'd end up in the basement. But that they don't get as much traffic, obviously, with World War One. So they're they're coming out from into the village in their formless spawn form and picking people off from both the German and the British side for sacrifices, <coughs> um, and keeping them in the cells and basically keeping them fed until it's time for a sacrifice. Who's uh, doing this? Uh, the villagers. The no, villagers. Okay. The villagers are mostly all dead. There's only a few living villagers. Because not everybody was a half semi-formless spawn. They, there's a lot of stuff in. in they, in, in Lovecraft where they go and then somebody started worshipping Satagwa and everyone was appalled and they closed the temples and sealed them because of some horrible abomination I never could figure out what the fuck that was supposed to be I mean we're also working on like when they're doing what was it uh, the mound you know you got these people living in this cavern of the earth and they worship 
all these horrible mythos gods, and oh no, not Sathagwa, it's terrible. And the only thing that made sense after reading the story about the hybrid was, well, clearly there's some horrible sex in <laughs> Where this form of spawn are mating with the worshippers and creating these horrible semi-spawn, semi-spawn these, these hybrids. So I figured that there'd be a bunch of semi-spawn uh, uh, villagers in the village. Uh, during the second battle of, they, you know, they they have a down even further below from the same collection. They have a yeah. they have an oracle uh, of Sathagwa which is somebody who, when exposed to the breath of Sathagwa, turns into this avatar and spouts out a lot of prophecies. Well, a new world woman was coming for that, and they were told, in prophecy style, you know, you'll have to hide beneath the earth and, you know, protect the sacred of Sathagwa. But what the oracle didn't tell them about was chlorine gas. <laughs> so there were 147 people in the village, horrible cultist members, and maybe seven are the former spawn types. They're living underground. They stocked in food. They're going to set out the war in, in, inside the temple complex. You know? Um, It'll be fun. Like an overnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then no man's land doesn't move. And then the Germans introduce chlorine gas, which is heavier than air, and it gasses them all. They're all killed like rats, except for the seven sort of semi-spawn. And they're not the brain trust. Uh, they're just the, the grunt muscle work. The priests are dead. The only ones that are left are the semi-spawn, and they're kind of going through the motions in this temple, setting off worship on Beltane and on the moon cycle and things like that, and kidnapping uh, people, and they get in and out through that well. Right. Uh, the well, you go into the water, and there's a hole, and they can wriggle through because they're not built like this. But, uh, so that's what the, the landmine is. That's what the horrible dungeon crawl is. Right. What gets you into it is that if there's a serpent man who's, you know, let's see, you know, this brass plate from 3 million B.C. says there's supposed to be a temple here. Right. With all kinds of goodies. That would be really handy when we clear the monkeys off the planet, you know, <laughs> and take back the, you know. So uh, he's going down there to loot some nasty out of the temple. Uh, the moment you go down there... All and, those and, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and start fucking with the idol, for instance, the big idol of Sathabu, like prying the jewels out of the out of the idol. Uh, just like the front of the player's Play handbook. Yeah, right. Um, <coughs> the spawn will appear. The formless spawn will defend the temple. Isn't that like a frog god on the... No, it's uh, some sort of ball or demon oh, okay. with silly demon horns. Okay. The, uh, the... the that's actually, you know what? Some guys did go down into the temple and look at the horrible statue and look at the, the reliefs on the wall that were carved by the Vormi and take the sand loss from that and go, well, we're going now. They opened the door and uh, there was another group, there was a different group. They opened the door, they looked around, they went, we should leave. We're, we're done. Um, there's no Germans, there's no nothing. Where should go? But the statue of Sabago is this big, giant, semi toad like, you know, um, thing with heap. Uh, and my addition is it's actually built like a giant tea kettle where uh, instead of a spout there's a giant horrible obscene phallus and uh, if you fuck with the temple the formless spawn comes leaping out the end of the phallus like a giant load of Sabago spooch <laughs> because well he's this male god and he's supposed to have these spawn what the fuck are they so I figured they're his scum they're a big load of elder god semen which is why they can make the worshippers pregnant Wow. 
So uh, you were you were killed by a giant load of elder god speech. That's not really just killed, killed by, by grenades a, exploding. Thank God. Thank God it was grenades that killed me. You're welcome. Thank you. So anytime, home slice. The other players went upstairs and uh, they freed the. Some of their players upstairs found the prisoners, both British and German prisoners, got them out. Um, and brilliantly put the explosives underneath this winding staircase, uh-huh. uh, this medieval staircase. So it blew up the bottom of the staircase. The whole staircase fell down and blocked the exit. So nothing could follow them down, and they just scooted out and then blew the tunnels and said, we're done here, we're uh, But they rescued the prisoner. Another group, I wasn't sure whether to have prisoners. I had this idea that since the dog was big on gates, there'd be a gate in the facility right. that the cultists could use to bring sacrifice from oh. somewhere else. And since they're Belgians, I figured they'd go to the Belgian Congo and bring back some Africans. Yeah. And first time I ran it, they have a bunch of female, you know, prisoners and our, our heroes come upstairs and find one of the horrible spawn, you know, cultists raping the prisoners in the, in the jail cells. Um, so they did what any good English would do and, 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 uh, ran him through with the Welsh knife with his back turned while he's raping the prisoners. Went, and then his head turned around 180 degrees, you know, because he has yeah. no bones. Yeah. And uh, there's this, again, this horrible fight with the tar baby right. started where I think they eventually chopped him into pieces and then emptied a oil lamp on him. There's like three guys <laughs> fighting one slithery guy and they, they eventually burned him up. Uh, and the only reason they stopped him is that they they accidentally shot him in the head. Uh, they shot him, and they got a hit location head. And while he's reforming, he's he was sort of on pause as his brain shifts back into the you know into shape. And while he was on pause, they they grabbed him and they alcated his head off with the Welsh knife and it's like chopping his limbs off. And uh, then they set him on fire, and then they gathered up all the Africans. All these African women up and got them out of there. So they went into a hole in Flanders and came out with all these um, these uh, Congolese women, which they could never explain ever. There's no explanation for that. Finding the Germans and British prisoners, well, maybe we can come up with something for that, you know. But the I, I ditched the women because a the rape made everyone really uncomfortable. Uh-huh. My players are like, no, we don't like it. We we, we thought that was uncomfortable and. Um, we all, they also thought if there was a gate out of here for bringing sacrifices in, the cultists would have left. Yeah. They would have they would have abandoned the facilities. I needed them trapped down there, so I ditched the whole uh, gate, gate option. And if there was a way to make a gate, these guys are too <clears throat> stupid to access the technology. There is a library down here full of goodies. And uh, if a certain man gets down there, he'll load all this stuff up and say, well, we've done it for King Country. He'll escape with all the books and just disappear. He's not going to kill you off deliberately. He's not going to try to sue you down there, but he'll be the guy going, oh, yes, uh, climb up on the statue and pry out the glowing gem. <laughs> you know, while getting ready with the, the death right. ray when it comes flying out and attacks everybody, you know. And if he can get it to hold still by chewing on one of you so he can get a good shot at it, that could happen too, you know. So yeah. this is Dig for Victory. Dig for Victory. <laughs> which I hope will, which will probably turn up in 2009 if I can keep my nose at the grindstone and get the other the that was uh, cool. the U-boat scenario done. U-boat's house. Nice. Even though I, you know, died. 
Well, uh, <laughs> the last guy, uh, the, 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 anyone who blows the run roll has died. John Crow died setting off his... He, he didn't throw the grenade satchel. He just pulled the pin on the grenade in the satchel when the monster rolled over him in the tunnel <laughs> and collapsed the tunnel on top of him and the monster. Was was, I, I lost one thing. sanity point in that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you made your sand roll when it came blowing. It's a, it's a D10 I, sand loss. And I killed the, the serpent guy. And That's Yeah, right. exactly. You blow him away, you get to roll whatever you would have lost as a bonus for having so killed the monster. What was the stuff that was in the temple? It was a good shot, too. Was would be permitted to use? Not for very long. Uh, it's it's, it's um, some horrible gems that are used for yeah, scrying. Yeah, I do, too. There's yeah. some horrible gems in the eye that are used for scrying.